Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al-Bukhari. The Book of Commentary. Interpretation of the Qur'an. The words Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, that is, the most gracious, the most merciful, are two words derived from Ar-Rahma, that is, the mercy. And the words Ar-Rahim and Ar-Rahim have one meaning as the words Al-Alim and Al-Alim have one and the same meaning, that is, the cognizant one. The commentary of Surah Al-Fatiha, the opening. Footnote. Surah Al-Fatiha is the first surah in the Qur'an. Chapter on what has been said about Fatihatul Kitab, that is, the opening of the book. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. It is also called Ummul Kitab, that is, the mother of the book, because it is the first surah that has been written in the copies of the Qur'an, and it is also the first surah to be recited in Salah, prayer. Narrated Abu Sa'id bin al-Mu'alla, while I was offering salah, prayer, in the mosque, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, called me, but I did not respond to him. Later I said, O Allah's Messenger, I was offering salah, prayer. He said, Didn't Allah say, Answer Allah by obeying him and his Messenger when he, peace be upon him, calls you. Quran, chapter 8, verse 24. He then said to me, I will teach you a surah which is the greatest surah in the Qur'an before you leave the mosque. Then he got hold of my hand, and when he intended to leave the mosque, I said to him, Didn't you say to me, I will teach you a surah which is the greatest surah in the Qur'an? He said, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All the praises and thanks be to Allah, the Lord of the Alameen, mankind, jinn, and all that exists. Surah Al-Fatiha, which is As-Sab'a Al-Masani, that is, the seven repeatedly recited verses, and the Grand Qur'an which has been given to me. Footnote Lord, the actual word used in the Qur'an and in Sahih Al-Bukhari is Rabb. There is no proper equivalent for Rabb in English language. It means the one and the only Lord for all the universe, its creator owner, organizer, provider, master, planner, sustainer, cherisher, and giver of security, etc. Rabb is also one of the names of Allah. We have used the word Lord as the nearest to Rabb. All occurrences of Lord in the interpretation of the meanings of the Noble Qur'an and in Sahih al-Bukhari actually mean Rabb and should be understood as such. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Not the way of those who earn your anger, such as the Jews, nor of those who went astray, such as the Christians. Qur'an, Chapter 1, Verse 7 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, When the Imam says, غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَالضَّالِينَ That is, not the way of those who earn your anger, such as the Jews, 
nor of those who went astray, such as the Christians. Quran, chapter 1, verse 7. Then you must say, Amin. For if one utterance of Amin coincides with that of the angels, then his past sins will be forgiven. The Commentary of Surah Al-Baqarah The Cow In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And He taught Adam all the names of everything. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 31 Narrated Anas May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, On the day of resurrection, the believers will assemble and say, Let us ask somebody to intercede for us with our Lord. So they will go to Adam and say, You are the father of all the people, and Allah created you with his own hands, and ordered the angels to prostrate to you, and taught you the names of all things. So please intercede for us with your Lord so that he may relieve us from this place of ours. Adam will say, I am not fit for this, that is intercession for you. Then Adam will remember his sin and feel ashamed thereof. He will say, Go to Nuh, Noah, for he was the first messenger Allah sent to the inhabitants of the earth. They will go to him, and Nuh will say, I am not fit for this undertaking. He will remember his appeal to his Lord, to do something for which he had no knowledge. Then he will feel ashamed thereof, and will say, Go to Khalilul Rahman, Ibrahim, Abraham. They will go to him, and he will say, I am not fit for this undertaking. Go to Musa, Moses, the slave to whom Allah spoke directly, and gave him the Torah, Torah. So they will go to him, and he will say, I am not fit for this undertaking and he will mention his killing a person who was not a killer, and so he will feel ashamed thereof before his Lord. And he will say, Go to Isa, Jesus, Allah's slave, his messenger and Allah's word of a spirit coming from him. Isa will say, I am not fit for this undertaking. Go to Muhammad, that is, the slave of Allah, whose past and future sins were forgiven by Allah. So they will come to me, and I will proceed till I will ask my Lord's permission and I will be given permission. When I will see my Lord, I will fall down in prostration, and He will let me remain in that state as long as He will wish, and then I will be addressed. Muhammad, raise your head, ask, and your request will be granted. Say, and your saying will be listened to. Intercede, and your intercession will be accepted. I will raise my head and praise Allah with a saying, that is, Invocation. He will teach me, and then I will intercede. He will fix a limit for me to intercede for whom I will admit into paradise. Then I will come back again to Allah, and when I will see my Lord, the same thing will happen to me, and then I will intercede, and Allah will fix a limit for me to intercede whom I will admit into paradise. Then I will come back for the third time, and then I will come back for the fourth time and will say, None remains in hell but those whom the Qur'an has imprisoned in hell and who have been destined to an eternal stay in hell. The compiler, Abu Abdullah said, But those whom the Qur'an has imprisoned in hell refers to the statement of Allah to abide therein. Qur'an chapter 16 verse 29
Footnote Khalilur Rahman means the intimate friend of the most gracious, Allah. Footnote This may be misunderstood as the Spirit of Allah, whereas in fact it means Isa, Jesus, which is a soul created by Allah. It was His Word, B, and He was created, like the creation of Adam. See the word Ruhullah in the glossary for further details. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When they are alone with their shayatheen. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 14. Mujahid said, With their shayatheen, devils, polytheists, hypocrites. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 14. Means, their companions from the hypocrites and al mushrikun Footnote al mushrikun the polytheist, idolaters, pagans, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then do not set up rivals unto Allah in worship, while you know that he alone has the right to be worshipped. Quran Chapter 2 Verse 22 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, I asked the Prophet peace be upon him, What is the greatest sin in consideration with Allah? He said that you set up a rival unto Allah, though he alone created you. I said, That is indeed a great sin. Then I asked, What is next? He said, To kill your son, lest he should share your food with you. I asked, What is next? He said, to commit illegal sexual intercourse with the wife of your neighbor. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And we shaded with clouds and sent down on your al-manna and the quail, up to wrong themselves. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 57 Mujahid said, Al-manna is a kind of sweet gum, and as-salwa a kind of bird, that is, quail. Narrated Sa'id bin Zaid May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The gama, truffle, that is a kind of edible fungus, is like al-manna, as it is obtained without any effort, and its water is a medicinal cure for eye trouble. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when we said, Enter this town, Jerusalem, and eat bountifully therein, with pleasure and delight, wherever you wish. Quran Chapter 2, verse 58 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, It was said to the children of Israel, Enter the gate of the town, in prostration or bowing with humility, and say, Hittadun, that is, forgive us. But they entered by dragging themselves on their buttocks. So they did something different from what they had been ordered, and said, A grain is a shara a spike or a hair, instead of hittadun. Footnote. They said something different instead of hittadun. They said so just to ridicule Allah's order as they were disobedient to Him. So Allah punished them severely by sending on them punishment in the form of an epidemic of plague, disease. See also volume number 4, hadith number 3403. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Whoever is an enemy to Jibril, Gabriel. Quran, chapter 2, verse 97. Ikrimah said, Each of the words, Jabra, 
and Mika and Saraf means slave, and the word Il means Allah. Footnote. Thus, Jibril, Gabriel, Mikael, Michael, and Israfil, Seraphil, each means Allah's slave. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, Abdullah bin Salam heard the news of the arrival of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him at Al-Madinah while he was on a farm collecting its fruits. So he came to the Prophet peace be upon him and said, I will ask you about three things which nobody knows unless he be a prophet. What is the first portent of the hour? What is the first meal of the people of paradise? And what makes a baby resemble its father or mother? The Prophet peace be upon him said, Just now, Jibril, Gabriel has informed me about that. Abdullah said, Jibril. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Yes. Abdullah said, He among the angels is the enemy of the Jews. On that, the Prophet peace be upon him recited this holy verse. Whoever is an enemy of Jibril, let him die in his fury. For indeed, he has brought it, this Qur'an, down to your heart. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 97. Then he added, As for the first portent of the hour, it will be a fire that will collect the people from the east to the west. And as for the first meal of the people of paradise, it will be the caudate, that is, extra lobe of the fish liver. And if a man's discharge preceded that of the women, then the child resembles the father. And if the woman's discharge preceded that of the man, then the child resembles the mother. On hearing that, Abdullah said, I testify that La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that you are the messenger of Allah, O Allah's messenger. The Jews are liars, and if they should come to know that I have embraced Islam, they would accuse me of being a liar. In the meantime, some Jews came to the Prophet peace be upon him, and he asked them, What is Abdullah's status amongst you? They replied, He is the best amongst us, and he is our chief, and the son of our chief. The Prophet peace be upon him said, What would you say if Abdullah bin Salam embraced Islam? They replied, May Allah protect him from this. Then Abdullah came out and said, I testify that La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad peace be upon him is the messenger of Allah. The Jews then said, Abdullah is the worst of us, and the son of the worst of us, and disparaged him. On that, Abdullah said, O Allah's messenger, this is what I was afraid of. Chapter on Allah's Statement Whatever a verse, revelation do we abrogate or cause to be forgotten, we bring a better one or similar to it. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 106 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Our best Quran reciter is Ubay, and our best judge is Ali. And in spite of this, we leave some of the statement of Ubay, because Ubay says, I do not leave anything that I have heard from Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, while Allah said, Whatever of verse, revelation do we abrogate or cause to be forgotten, we bring a better one or similar to it. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 106 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And they, pagans, Jews, and Christians say, Allah has begotten a son, children, or offspring. 
glory is to him. Quran, chapter 2, verse 116. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah said, The son of Adam tells a lie against me, though he has no right to do so, and he abuses me, though he has no right to do so. As for his telling a lie against me, it is that he claims that I cannot recreate him as I created him before. And as for his abusing me, it is his statement that I have a son, children or offspring, etc. No, glorified be me. I am far from taking a wife or a son or offspring. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And take you people, the maqam, place of Ibrahim, Abraham, or the stone on which Ibrahim, peace be upon him, stood while he was building the Kaaba, as a place of prayer for some of your prayers, for example, to Raqqa'at after the Thawaf of Kaaba. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 125 Narrated Anas Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I agreed with Allah in three things, or said, My Lord agreed with me, accepted my invocation in three things. I said, O Allah's Messenger, would that you took the maqam, place of Ibrahim, Abraham, as a place of salah, prayer. I also said, O Allah's Messenger, good and bad persons visit you. Would that you ordered the mothers of the believers to cover themselves with veils, so the divine verses of Al-Hijab, that is, veiling of the women, were revealed. I came to know that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had blamed some of his wives. So I entered upon them and said, You should either stop troubling the Prophet, peace be upon him, or else Allah will give his messenger, peace be upon him, better wives than you. When I came to one of his wives, she said to me, O Umar, does Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, have what he could advise his wives with, that you try to advise them? Thereupon, Allah revealed, It may be, if he divorced you all, that his Lord will give him instead of you wives better than you. Muslims who submit to Allah. Quran, chapter 66, verse 5. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when Ibrahim, Abraham, and his son Ismail, Ishmael, were raising the foundations of the house, Garba at Mecca, saying, Our Lord, Accept this service from us. Verily, you are the all-hearer, the all-knower. Quran, chapter 2, verse 127. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Don't you see that when your people built the Kaaba, they did not build it on all Ibrahim's, Abraham's foundations, that is, the original foundations laid by Ibrahim. I said, O Allah's Messenger, why don't you rebuild it on Ibrahim's foundations? He said, Were your people not so close to the period of heathenism, that is, the period between their being Muslims and being infidels? I would do so. The sub-narrator, Abdullah bin Umar, said, Aisha had surely heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying that, For I do not think that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, left touching the two corners of the Kaaba facing Al-Hijr, except because the Kaaba was not built on all Abraham's foundations. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, O Muslims, we believe in Allah and that which has been sent down to us. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 136 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, 
The people of the scripture, Jews, used to recite the Torah, Torah, in Ibrani, Hebrew, and they used to explain it in Arabic to the Muslims. On that, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Do not believe the people of the scripture, or disbelieve them, but say, We believe in Allah, and that which has been sent down to us. Quran, chapter 2, verse 136. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The fools, pagans, hypocrites, and Jews among the people will say, What has turned them Muslims from their qibla, salah, prayer, direction towards Jerusalem? Quran, chapter 2, verse 142. Narrated al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him offered salah, prayer, facing Baytul Maqdas, that is, Jerusalem, for 16 or 17 months, but he wished that his qibla would be the Karba at Mecca. So Allah revealed, Quran, chapter 2, verse 144. And he offered also prayer in his mosque facing Karba at Mecca, and some people offered salah, prayer, with him. A man from among those who had offered salah, prayer, with him, went out and passed by some people offering salah, prayer, in another mosque. And they were in the state of bowing. He said, I, swearing by Allah, testify that I have offered salah, prayer, with the Prophet, peace be upon him, facing Mecca. Hearing that, they turned their faces towards the direction of Kaaba, while they were still bowing. Some men had died before the Qibla was changed towards the Kaaba. They had been killed, and we did not know what to say about them, that is, whether their salah, prayer, towards Jerusalem were accepted or not. So Allah revealed, And Allah would never make your faith prayers to be lost, that is, your prayer offered towards Jerusalem. Truly, Allah is full of kindness, the most merciful towards mankind. Quran, chapter 2, verse 143. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Thus, we have made of you, true Muslims, real believers of Islamic monotheism, true followers of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and his sunnah, legal ways, a just, and the best nation, that you may be witnesses over mankind, and the messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him, will be a witness over you. Quran, chapter 2, verse 143. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said, Nuh, Noah, will be called on the day of resurrection, and he will say, Labaik and Sadaik. I respond to your call and I am obedient to your orders, O my Lord. Allah will say, Did you convey our message of Islamic monotheism? Nur will say, Yes. His nation will then be asked, Did he convey our message of Islamic monotheism to you? They will say, No warner came to us. Then Allah will say to Nur, Who will bear witness in your favor? He will say, Muhammad peace be upon him and his followers. So they, that is Muslims, will testify that he conveyed the message, and the messenger Muhammad peace be upon him will be a witness over you. And that is what is meant by the statement of Allah. Thus, we have made a few true Muslims, real believers of Islamic monotheism, true followers of Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and his sunnah, legal ways, a just and the best nation, that you may be witnesses over mankind. And the Messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him, will be a witness over you. Quran, chapter 2, verse 143.
chapter on the statement of Allah. And we made the Qibla, prayer direction towards Jerusalem, which you used to face only to test those who followed the Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. Quran, chapter 2, verse 143. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, while some people were offering prayer in the Quba mosque, someone came and said, Allah has revealed to the Prophet peace be upon him, Quranic instructions that you should face the Kaaba while offering Salah, prayer, so you too should face it. Those people then turned towards the Kaaba in their prayer. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, we have seen the turning of your, Muhammad's peace be upon him, face towards the heaven. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 144 Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, None remains of those who offered salah, prayer, facing both Qibla, that is, Jerusalem and Mecca, except myself. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And even if you were to bring to the people of the Scripture, Jews and Christians, all the ayat, proofs, evidences, verses, lessons, signs, revelations, etc., they would not follow your Qibla, prayer direction. Quran, Chapter 2 Verse 145 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. While some people were offering morning prayer at Quba, a man came to them and said, Some Quranic verses have been revealed to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him tonight, and he has been ordered to face the Kaaba at Mecca in Salah, prayer. So you too should turn your faces towards it. At that moment, their faces were towards Sham, that is, Jerusalem. So they turned towards the Kaaba at Mecca. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those to whom we gave the scripture, Jews and Christians, recognize him, Muhammad peace be upon him, or the Kaaba at Mecca, as they recognize their sons. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 146 Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, While some people were offering morning prayer at Quba Mosque, someone came to them and said, Tonight some Quranic verses have been revealed to the Prophet peace be upon him and he has been ordered to face the Kaaba at Mecca during Salah, prayers. So you too should turn your faces towards it. At that time, their faces were towards Sham, Jerusalem, so they turned towards the Kaaba at Mecca. Chapter on the Statement of Allah For every nation there is a direction to which they face in their prayers. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 148 Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him. We offered Salah, prayer, along with the Prophet peace be upon him, facing Baytul Maqdas, Jerusalem, for 16 or 17 months. Then Allah ordered to turn his face towards the Qibla at Mecca. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And from wheresoever you start forth for prayers, turn your face in the direction of Al-Masjid Al-Haram at Mecca. Quran, Chapter 2 Verse 149 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, while some people were at Quba, offering morning prayer, a man came to them and said, Last night, Quranic verses have been revealed, whereby the Prophet peace be upon him has been ordered to face the Kaaba at Mecca, so you too should face it. So they, keeping their postures, turned towards the Kaaba. Formerly, the people were facing Sham, Jerusalem. Chapter on the Statement of Allah 
and from wheresoever you start forth for prayers, turn your face in the direction of Al-Masjid Al-Haram at Mecca, and wheresoever you are, turn your face towards it when you pray. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 150 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, while some people were offering the morning prayer at Quba, someone came to them and said, Some Quranic verses have been revealed to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him tonight, and he has been ordered to face the Kaaba at Mecca, so you too should turn your faces towards it. Their faces were then towards Sham, Jerusalem, so they turned towards the Qibla, that is, Kaaba at Mecca. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains in Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 158 Narrated Urwa, I said to Aisha, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him, and I was at that time a young boy. How do you interpret the statement of Allah? Verily, As-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains in Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. So it is not a sin on him who performs Hajj or Umrah, pilgrimage, of the house, the Kaaba at Mecca, to perform the going, Thawaf, between them, As-Safa and Al-Marwa. In my opinion, it is not sinful for one not to ambulate, Tawaf, between them. Aisha said, Your interpretation is wrong, for as you say, the verse should have been, so it is not a sin on him who performs the Hajj or Umrah to the house not to perform the going, Tawaf, between them. This verse was revealed in connection with the Ansar, who during the pre-Islamic period used to visit Manath, that is, an idol, after assuming their Ihram, and it was situated near Qudayd, that is, a place near Mecca, and they used to regard it sinful to ambulate between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, after embracing Islam. When Islam came, that is, after they embraced Islam, they asked Allah's Messenger peace be upon him about it. Whereupon, Allah revealed, Verily, As-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains in Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. So it is not a sin on him who performs Hajj or Umrah, pilgrimage of the house, the Kaaba at Mecca, to perform the going, Tawaf, between them, As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 158 Footnote They used to regard it sinful to ambulate between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, because at As-Safa and Al-Marwa there were placed two idols belonging to other nations. Narrated Asim bin Sulaiman, I asked Anas bin Malik about As-Safa and Al-Marwa, Anas replied, We used to consider going around them a custom of the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. So when Islam came, we gave up going around them. Then Allah revealed, Verily, As-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains at Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. So it is not a sin on him who perform Hajj or Umrah, pilgrimage of the house, the Kaaba at Mecca. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 158 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And of mankind are some who take for worship others besides Allah as rivals to Allah. They love them as they love Allah. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 165 Anzad is a plural of Nid, and it means opponent or rival, etc. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, one statement, and I said another. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, 
Whoever dies while still invoking anything other than Allah as a rival to Allah will enter hellfire. And I said, Whoever dies without invoking anything as a rival to Allah will enter paradise. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, Al-Qislas, the law of equality in punishment, is prescribed for you. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 178 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Al-Qislas, the law of equality in punishment, was prescribed for the children of Israel. But the dhiya, that is, blood money, was not ordained for them. So Allah said to this nation, that is, Muslims, O you who believe, Al-Qisas, the law of equality in punishment, is prescribed for you in cases of murder. The free for the free, the slave for the slave, and the female for the female. But if the killer is forgiven by the brother or the relatives of the killed against blood money, then adhering to it with fairness and payment of the blood money to the ear should be made in fairness. This is an alleviation and a mercy from your Lord. So after this, whoever transgresses the limits, that is, kills the killer after taking the blood money, he shall have a painful torment. Quran, chapter 2, verse 178. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, The prescribed law of Allah is the equality in punishment, that is, al-qisas, in cases of murders, etc. Narrated Anas, that his aunt, Ar-Rubayr, broke an incisor tooth of a girl. My aunt's family requested the girl's relatives for forgiveness, but they refused. Then they proposed a compensation, but they refused. Then they went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and refused everything except Al-Qisas, that is, equality in punishment. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, passed the judgment of Al-Qisas. Anas bin An-Nadhar said, O Allah's Messenger, will the incisor tooth of Ar-Rubayr be broken? No, by him who sent you with the truth, her incisor tooth will not be broken. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Anas, the prescribed law of Allah is equality in punishment, that is, Al-Qisas. Thereupon, those people became satisfied and forgave her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Among Allah's worshippers, there are some who, if they took Allah's oath for something, Allah fulfills their oaths. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, observing a salm the fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you that you may become al-muttaqoon. Quran, chapter 2, verse 183. Footnote. Muttaqoon means pious and righteous persons who fear Allah much, abstain from all kinds of sins and evil deeds which he has forbidden, and love Allah much. Perform all kinds of good deeds which he has ordained. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, fasting was observed on the day of Ashura, that is, 10th of Muharram, by the people of the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. But when the order of observing compulsory fasting in the month of Ramadan was revealed, the Prophet peace be upon him said, It is up to one to observe fast on it, that is, the day of Ashura or not. Narrated Aisha, May Allah be pleased with her. The people used to fast on the day of Ashura before the fasting in Ramadan was prescribed. But when the order of observing compulsory fasting in Ramadan was revealed, it was up to one to fast on it, that is Ashura or not. Narrated Abdullah, 
that Al-Ashrath entered upon him while he was eating. Al-Ashrath said, Today is Ashura. I said to him, Fasting had been observed on such a day before the order of compulsory fasting in Ramadan was revealed. But when the order of fasting in Ramadan was revealed, observing fasting on Ashura was given up. So come and eat. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, During the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, the Quraysh used to observe fasting on the day of Ashura, and the Prophet peace be upon him himself used to observe fast on it too. But when he came to al Madinah, he observed fasting on that day and ordered the Muslims to observe fasting on it. When the order of observing compulsory fasting in Ramadan was revealed, fasting in Ramadan became an obligation, and fasting on Ashura was given up, and whoever wished to fast on it did so. And whoever did not wish to observe fast on it did not fast. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Observing Slom Fasts for a fixed number of days, but if any of you is ill or on a journey, the same number should be made up from other days. And as for those who can fast with difficulty, for example, an old man, etc., they have a choice either to fast or to feed a miskin, poor person, for every day. But whoever does good of his own accord, it is better for him. And that you fast is better for you, if only you know. Quran, chapter 2, verse 184. Note, the provision of this verse has been abrogated by the next verse. Quran, chapter 2, verse 185, with few exceptions. That is, very old person, pregnancy, etc. Allah said, One may stop fasting if one is suffering from any kind of disease, as Allah says concerning nursing or pregnant women. Al-Hassan and Ibrahim said, if they are afraid of harming themselves or their babies, they can give up fasting for the time being and make up for the missed fast later on. If an old man has no strength to observe fast, he can feed a poor person daily. When Anas bin Malik became old, he used to provide a poor person with bread and meat every day, while he gave up fasting during the last one or two years of his life. Narrated Allah that he heard Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, reciting the divine verse. And for those who can fast with difficulty, for example, an old man, etc., they have a choice either to fast or to feed a miskin, poor person, for every day. Quran, chapter 2, verse 184. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, This verse is not abrogated, but it is meant for old men and old women who do not have strength to fast. So they should feed one poor person for each day of fasting, instead of fasting. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So whoever of you cites the crescent on the first night of the month of Ramadan, that is, is present at its home, he must observe Salm, fast, that month. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 185 Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar recited, they have a choice either to fast or to feed a miskin, poor person for every day. And added, this verse is abrogated. See, Hadith number 4505 and its chapter 25. Narrated Salama, when the divine revelation for those who can fast with a difficulty, for example an old man, etc., they have a choice either to fast or to feed a poor for every day. Quran, 
Chapter 2, verse 184 was revealed. It was permissible for one to give a ransom and give up fasting till the verse succeeding it was revealed and abrogated it. See Hadith number 4505 and its chapter 25. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It is made lawful for you to have sexual relation with your wives on the night of Asawm, the fast, till and seek that which Allah has ordained for you, offspring. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 187 Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, when the order of a compulsory fasting of Ramadan was revealed, the people did not have sexual relations with their wives for the whole month of Ramadan, but some men cheated themselves by violating that restriction. So Allah revealed, Allah knows that you used to deceive yourselves, so He turned to you, accepted your repentance, and forgave you. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 187 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And eat and drink until the white thread, light of dawn, appears to you distinct from the black thread, darkness of the night. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 187 Narrated as Sharbi, Adi took a white rope or thread and a black one. And when some part of the night had passed, he looked at them, but he could not distinguish one from the other. The next morning he said, O Allah's Messenger, I put a white thread and a black thread underneath my pillow. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Then your pillow is too wide if the white thread, light of dawn, and the black thread, darkness of the night, are underneath your pillow. Footnote The man thought that actual white and black threads were meant. He did not realize that it was the whiteness of the dawn and the darkness of the night. Narrated Adi bin Hadim, may Allah be pleased with him. I said, O Allah's Messenger, what is the meaning of the white thread distinct from the black thread? Are these two threads? He said, You have two wide back of your neck. That is, are not intelligent if you watch the two threads. He then added, No, it is the darkness of the night and the whiteness of the day. Narrated Sahal bin Sa'ad, the verse, and eat and drink until the white thread appears to you distinct from the black thread, was revealed. But of dawn was not revealed along with it. So some men, when intending to observe slom, fast, used to tie their legs, one with white thread and the other with black thread, and would keep on eating till they could distinguish one thread from the other. Then Allah revealed, of dawn, whereupon they understood that it meant the night and the day. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It is not al-birr, piety, righteousness, that you enter the houses from the back, but al-birr is the quality of the one who fears Allah. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 189 Narrated al-Bara'a in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, when the people assumed ihram, they would enter their houses from the back. So Allah revealed, and it is not al-birr, piety, righteousness, that you enter houses from the back, but al-birr is quality of the one who fears Allah. So enter houses through their proper doors. Quran, chapter 2, verse 189. 
chapter on Allah's statement, and fight them until there is no more fitna, disbelief, and worshipping of others along with Allah, and all and every kind of worship is for Allah alone. But if they cease, let there be no transgression except against Azalimun, the polytheists and wrongdoers. Quran, chapter 2, verse 193. Narrated Nafir, during the fitna, trial and affliction of Ibn Zubayr, two men came to Ibn Umar and said, The people are lost, and you are the son of Umar, and the companion of the Prophet peace be upon him. So what forbids you from coming out? He said, What forbids me is that Allah has prohibited the shedding of my brother's blood. They both said, Didn't Allah say, And fight them until there is no more fitna? He said, We fought until there was no more fitna, and the worship became for Allah alone. While you want to fight until there is fitna, and until the worship becomes for other than Allah. Narrated Nafir through another group of sub-narrators. A man came to Ibn Umar and said, O Abu Abdurrahman, what made you perform Hajj in one year and Umrah in another year and leave the Jihad for Allah's cause, though you know how much Allah recommends it? Ibn Umar replied, O son of my brother, Islam is founded on five principles, and they are 1. To believe in Allah and His Messenger, peace be upon Him. 2. To offer the five compulsory salah, prayer. 3. To observe fasts in the month of Ramadan. 4. To pay the zakat. 5. To perform the hajj, pilgrimage to the house of Allah. The man said, O Abu Abdurrahman, won't you listen to what Allah has mentioned in his book? And if two parties or groups among the believers fall to fighting, then make peace between them both. But if one of them outrages against the other, then fight you all against the one that which outrages till it complies with the command of Allah. Quran, chapter 49, verse 9. And fight them till there is no more fitna. Ibn Umar said, We did it during the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, when Islam had only a few followers. A man would be put to trial because of his religion. He would either be killed or tortured. But when the Muslims increased, there was no more fitna, trial, affliction, or oppression. The man said, What is your opinion about Uthman in Ali? Ibn Umar said, As for Uthman, it seems that Allah has forgiven him, but you people dislike that he should be forgiven. And as for Ali, he is the cousin of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and his son-in-law. Then he pointed with his hand and said, That is his house which you see. That is, among the houses of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on Allah's Statement And spend in the cause of Allah, that is, jihad of all kinds, and do not throw yourselves into destruction by not spending your wealth in the cause of Allah, and do good. Truly, Allah loves Al-Muhsinun, the good doers. Quran, chapter 2, verse 195. Narrated Abu Wail, Hudayfa said, The verse, And spend in the cause of Allah, that is, jihad of all kinds, and do not throw yourselves into destruction. Quran, chapter 2, verse 195, was revealed concerning spending 
in Allah's cause. That is, jihad. Footnote. To cease spending in Allah's cause, that is jihad, means to destroy oneself. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And whosoever of you is ill or has an ailment in his scalp. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 196 Narrated Abdullah bin Markil, I sat with Garb bin Ujra in this mosque, that is, Kufa Mosque, and asked him about the meaning of pay a fidya, ransom of either observing salm fast three days, or giving salaqah, charity, feeding six poor persons, or offering sacrifice, one sheep. Quran, chapter 2, verse 196. He said, I was taken to the Prophet, peace be upon him, while lice were falling on my face. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I did not think that your trouble reached to such an extent. Can you afford to slaughter a sheep as a ransom for shaving your head? I said, no. He said, then observe fast for three days, or feed six poor persons by giving half a sa of food for each, and shave your head. So the above verse was revealed especially for me and generally for all of you. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And whosoever performs the Umrah in the month of Hajj before performing the Hajj, that is, Hajj al-Tamatta and al-Qiran. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 196 Narrated Imran bin Hussein, May Allah be pleased with him. The verse of Hajj al-Tamatta was revealed in Allah's book, so we performed it with Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, and nothing was revealed in the Qur'an to make it illegal. Nor did the Prophet peace be upon him prohibit it till he died. But the man who regarded it illegal just expressed what his own mind suggested. Chapter on the Statement of Allah There is no sin on you if you seek the bounty of your Lord during pilgrimage by trading. Qur'an Chapter 2 Verse 198 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Rukaz, Majanna, and Dhul-Majaz were markets during the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. They, that is, Muslims, considered it a sin to trade there during the Hajj time, that is, season. So this verse was revealed. There is no sin on you if you seek the bounty of your Lord during pilgrimage by trading. Quran. Chapter 2, verse 198 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then depart from the place whence all the people depart. Quran, chapter 2, verse 199 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, The Quraysh people and those who embraced their religion used to stay at Muzdalifa and used to call themselves Al-Humus, while the rest of the Arabs used to stay at Arafat. When Islam came, Allah ordered His Prophet peace be upon him to go to Arafat and stay at it, and then pass on from there, and that is what is meant by the statement of Allah. Then depart from the place whence all the people depart. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 199 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, a man can perform the tawaf around the Kaaba as long as he is not in the state of ihram till he assumes the ihram for hajj. Then, if he rides and proceeds to Arafat, he should take a hadith, animal for sacrifice, either a camel, a cow, or a sheep, whatever he can afford. But if he cannot afford it, 
He should observe fast for three days during the Hajj before the day of Arafah. But if the third day of his fasting happens to be the day of Arafah, that is ninth of the Hijjah, then it is no sin on him to observe fast on it. Then he should proceed to Arafah and stay there from the time of the Asr prayer till darkness falls, sunset. Then they, the pilgrims, should proceed from Arafah, and when they have departed from it, they reach Jama, that is Al-Muzdalifa, where they ask Allah to help them to be righteous and dutiful to Him, and there they remember Allah much, and say Takbir, that is Allahu Akbar, Allah is the most great, and Tahlil, that is La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, repeatedly before dawn breaks. Then after offering the morning, Fajr prayer, you should depart and proceed on to Mina, for the people used to depart from there at that time. And Allah said, Then depart from the place whence all the people depart, and ask Allah for His forgiveness. Truly, Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 199 Then you should go on doing so till you throw pebbles at the Jamarat. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And of them, there are some who say, Our Lord, give us in this world that which is good, and in the hereafter that which is good. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 201 Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him used to say, O Allah, our Lord, give us in this world that which is good and in the hereafter that, which is good, and save us from the torment of the fire. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 201 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Yet he is the most quarrelsome of the opponents. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 204 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the Prophet peace be upon him said, The most hated man, person to Allah is the one who is the most quarrelsome of the opponents. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Or think you that you will enter paradise without such trials as came to those who passed away before you? Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 214 Narrated Ibn Abu Mulaika Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, recited. They were reprieved until when the messengers gave up hope and thought that they were denied by their people. Quran, Chapter 12, Verse 110 Reading, Kuthibu, without doubling the sound, the. And that was what he understood of the words. Then he went on reciting. Even the messenger and those who believed along with him said, When will come the help of Allah? Yes, certainly, the help of Allah is near. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 214 Then I met Urwa bin Zubayr, and I mentioned that to him. He said, Aisha said, Allah forbid. By Allah, Allah never promised his messenger, peace be upon him, anything. But he knew that it would certainly happen before he died. But trials were continuously presented before the messengers till they were afraid that their followers would accuse them of telling lies. So I used to recite, and thought that they were denied by their people. Quran, 
chapter 12, verse 110. Reading, Kudibu, with double the. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Your wives are a tilth for you, so go to your tilth. Have sexual relations with your wives in any manner, as long as it is in the vagina, and not in the anus, when or how you will. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 223 Narrated Nafir Whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, recited the Quran, he would not speak to anyone till he had finished his recitation. Once I held the Qur'an and he recited Surah Al-Baqarah from his memory and then stopped at a certain verse and said, Do you know in what connection this verse was revealed? I replied, No. He said, It was revealed in such and such connection. Ibn Umar then resumed his recitation. Nafir added regarding the verse, So go to your tilth, have sexual relations with your wives in any manner as long as it is in the vagina, and not in the anus, when or how you will. Ibn Umar said, It means, one should approach his wife in. Footnote Al-Bukhari left a blank space here because he was not sure of what Ibn Umar had said. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, Jews used to say, If one has sexual intercourse with his wife from the back, then she will deliver a squint-eyed child. So this verse was revealed. Your wives are a tilth for you. So go to your tilth. Have sexual relations with your wives in any manner, as long as it is in the vagina and not in the anus, when or how you will. Quran, chapter 2, verse 223. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when you have divorced women and they have fulfilled the term of their prescribed period, do not prevent them from marrying their former husbands. Quran, chapter 2, verse 232. Narrated Al-Hassan, the sister of Maqil bin Yasar was divorced by her husband, who left her till she had fulfilled her term of Idda, that is, the period which should elapse before she can remarry. And then he wanted to remarry her, but Maqil refused. So this verse was revealed. Do not prevent them from marrying their former husbands. Quran, chapter 2, verse 232. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And those of you who die and leave wives behind them, they, the wives, shall wait, as regards their marriage, for four months and ten days. Then, when they have fulfilled their term, there is no sin on you if they, the wives, dispose of themselves in a just, an honorable manner. That is, they can marry. And Allah is well acquainted with what you do. Quran, chapter 2, verse 234. Narrated Ibn Zubayr, I said to Uthman bin Affan, while he was collecting the Quran, regarding the verse, And those of you who die and leave behind wives. Quran, chapter 2, verse 240. This verse was abrogated by another verse, so why should write it or leave it in the Qur'an? Uthman said, O son of my brother, I will not shift anything of it from its place. Narrated Mujahid regarding the verse, And those of you who die and leave wives behind them. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 234. The widow, according to this verse, was to spend this period of waiting with her husband's family 
So Allah revealed, And those of you who die and leave behind wives, that is, widows, should bequeath for their wives a year's maintenance and residence without turning them out. But if they, wives, leave, there is no sin on you for that which they do with themselves, provided it is honorable. For example, lawful marriage. Quran, chapter 2, verse 240. So Allah entitled the widow to be bequeathed extra maintenance for seven months and twenty nights, and that is the completion of one year. If she wished, she could stay in her husband's home, according to the will, and she could leave it if she wished. As Allah says, without turning them out, but if they, wives, leave, there is no sin on you. So the idda, that is, four months, ten days, as it is obligatory for her. Allah said, Ibn Abbas said, this verse, that is, the statement of Allah, without turning them out, cancel the obligation of staying for the waiting period in her dead husband's house, and she can complete this period wherever she likes. Allah said, if she wished, she could complete her idda by staying in her dead husband's residence according to the will, or leave it according to Allah's statement. There is no sin on you for that which they do with themselves. Allah added, Later, the regulations of inheritance came and abrogated the order of the dwelling of the widow in her dead husband's house. So she could complete the idda wherever she likes, and it was no longer necessary to provide her with a residence. Ibn Abbas said, This verse abrogated her, that is, widow's dwelling in her dead husband's house, and she could complete the idda, that is, four months and ten days, wherever she liked, as Allah's statement says, without turning them out. Narrated Muhammad bin Sirin, I sat in a gathering in which the chiefs of the Ansar were present, and Abdurrahman bin Abu Layla was amongst them. I mentioned the narration of Abdullah bin Utbah regarding the question of Subay bin Talharith. Abdurrahman said, But Abdullah's uncle used not to say so. I said, I am too brave if I tell a lie concerning a person who is now in Al-Gufa. I raised my voice. Then I went out and met Malik bin Amir or Malik bin Auf, and said, What was the verdict of Ibn Mas'ud about the pregnant widow whose husband had died? He replied, Ibn Mas'ud said, Why do you impose on her the hard order and don't let her make use of the leave? The shorter surah of women, that is, Surah Al-Talaq, was revealed after the longer surah, that is, Surah Al-Baqarah, that is, her idda is up till she delivers. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Guard strictly the five obligatory, as-salawat, the prayers, especially the middle salah, that is, the best prayer, asr. Quran, chapter 2, verse 238. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, on the day of Al-Khandaq, the Battle of Trench, the Prophet peace be upon him said, They, that is Mushrikun, prevented us from offering the middle salah, the best, Asr prayer, till the sun had set. May Allah fill their graves, their houses, or their bellies with fire. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And stand before Allah with obedience. And do not speak to others during the salah. Prayers. Quran, chapter 2, verse 238. Footnote. Iqam al-salah, 
the performance of as-salah, the prayers, this is not understood by many Muslims. It means a. Every Muslim, male or female, is obliged to offer his salah prayers regularly five times a day at the specified times, the male in the mosque in congregation and the female at home. As the Prophet peace be upon him has said, order your children to offer salah prayers at the age of seven and beat them about it at the age of ten. The chief of a family, town, tribe, etc., and the Muslim ruler of a country are held responsible before Allah in case of non-fulfillment of this obligation by the Muslims under his authority. b. To perform the salah, prayers, in a way just as Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him used to perform it with all its rules and regulations, that is, standing, bowing, prostrating, sitting, etc., as he, peace be upon him, has said, perform your salah, prayer the way you see me performing it. Please see a hadith numbers 735, 736, 737, 756, 823, and 824. Sahih al-Bukhari, for the Prophet's way of offering salah, prayer, in the book of characteristics of the salah, prayer, and that the salah, prayer, begins with takbir, Allahu Akbar with the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha, etc., along with its various postures, standing, bowing, prostrations, sitting, etc., and it ends with Taslim. Narrated Zayd bin Arqam, We used to speak while in Salah, prayer. One of us used to speak to his brother while in Salah about his need, till the verse was revealed. Guard strictly the five obligatory of Salawat, the prayers especially the middle salah, that is, the best, asr, and stand before Allah with obedience, and not speak to others during the salah, prayers. Quran, chapter 2, verse 238. Then we were ordered not to speak in the salah. Chapter on Allah's statement. If you fear an enemy, perform salah, prayer, on foot or riding, and when you are in safety. Quran, chapter 2, verse 239. Narrated Nafir, whenever Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, was asked about Salatul Khawf, that is, fear prayer, he said, the Imam comes forward with a group of people and leads them in a one Raqqa'a Salah, prayer, while another group from them who has not offered Salah, prayer, yet, stay between the offering Salah, prayer, group, and the enemy. When those who are with the Imam have finished their one raqar, they retreat and take the positions of those who have not offered salah, prayer. But they will not finish their salah, prayer with taslim. Those who have not offered salah, prayer, come forward to offer a raqar with the Imam, while the first group covers them from the enemy. Then the Imam, having offered two raqar, finishes his salah, prayer. Then each member of the two groups offer the second raqqa'ah alone, after the imam has finished his salah, prayer. Thus, each one of the two groups will have offered two raqqa'ah. But if the fear is too great, they can offer salah, prayer, standing on their feet or riding on their mounts, facing the qibla or not. Nafir added, 
I do not think that Abdullah bin Umar narrated this except from Allah's Messenger peace be upon him. See Volume 5, Hadith number 4129 and 4131 for details about Salatul Khawf. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And those of you who die and leave behind wives. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 240 Narrated Ibn Zubayr I said to Uthman, this verse which is in Surah Al-Baqarah, and those of you who die and leave behind wives, up to, without turning them out, has been abrogated by another verse. Why then do you write it in the Qur'an? Uthman said, Leave it where it is, O the son of my brother, for I will not shift anything of it, that is, the Qur'an, from its original position. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when Ibrahim, Abraham, said, My Lord, show me how you give life to the dead. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 260 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, We have more right to be in doubt than Ibrahim, Abraham, when he said, My Lord, show me how you give life to the dead. He, Allah, said, Do you not believe? He, Ibrahim, said, Yes, I believe, but to be stronger in faith. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 260 Chapter on Allah's Statement would any of you wish to have a garden with date palms and vines? Till that you may give thought. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 266 Narrated Ubaid bin Umair Once Ramar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, said to the companions of the Prophet, What do you think about this verse? Would any of you wish to have a garden? They replied, Allah knows better. Umar became angry and said, Either say that you know or say that you do not know. On that, Ibn Abbas said, O chief of the believers, I have something in my mind to say about it. Omar said, O son of my brother, say, and do not underestimate yourself. Ibn Abbas said, In this verse, there has been put forward an example for deeds. Omar said, What kind of deeds? Ibn Abbas said, For deeds, Omar said, this is an example for a rich man who does good deeds out of obedience to Allah. And then Allah sends him Satan, whereupon he commits sins till all his good deeds are lost. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They do not beg of people at all. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 273 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, the poor person is not the one for whom a date fruit or two, or a morsel or two of food is sufficient. But the poor person is he who does not beg, or ask the people for something, or show his poverty at all. Recite if you wish. Allah's Statement They do not beg of people at all. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 273 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Whereas Allah has permitted trading and forbidden riba, usury. Quran, chapter 2, verse 275. Footnote. Riba, usury, which is of the two major kinds. Riba an-nasiya, that is, interest on lent money. Riba fadl, that is, 
taking a superior thing of the same kind of goods by giving more of the same kind of goods of inferior quality. For example, dates of superior quality for dates of inferior quality in greater amount. Islam strictly forbids all kinds of usury. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when the verses of Surah Al-Baqarah regarding riba, usury, were revealed, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, recited them before the people, and then he prohibited the trade of alcoholic liquors. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah will destroy riba, usury. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 276 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah were revealed, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, went out and recited them in the mosque and prohibited the trade of alcoholic liquors. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then take a notice of war from Allah and His Messenger. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 279 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah were revealed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, read them in the mosque and prohibited the trade of alcoholic liquors. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And if the debtor is in a hard time, has no money, then grant him time till it is easy for him to repay. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 280 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah were revealed, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stood up and recited them before us, and then prohibited the trade of alcoholic liquors. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And be afraid of the day when you shall be brought back to Allah. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 281 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the last verse in the Qur'an revealed to the Prophet, peace be upon him, was the verse dealing with riba, usury. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And whether you disclose what is in your own selves or conceal it. Qur'an, Chapter 2, Verse 284 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, this verse, and whether you disclose what is in your own selves or conceal it. Qur'an. Chapter 2, verse 284, was abrogated. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The Messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him, believes in what has been sent down to him from his Lord. Quran, chapter 2, verse 285 Narrated Marwan al-Asghar A man from the companions of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, who I think was Ibn Umar, said, The verse, and whether you disclose what is in your own cells or conceal it, was abrogated by the verse following it. The Commentary of Surah Al-Imran The Family of Imran In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah In it are verses that are entirely clear. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 7 Narrated Aisha May Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, recited the verse. It is he who has sent down to you, Muhammad, peace be upon him, the book, this Qur'an. In it are verses that are entirely clear. They are the foundation of the book. 
And those are the verses of Al-Ahkam, Commandments, Al-Faraid, Obligatory Duties, and Al-Hudud, Laws for the Punishment of Thieves, Adulterers, etc., and others not entirely clear. So, as for those in whose hearts there is a deviation from the truth, they follow that which is not entirely clear thereof, seeking al-fitna, polytheism, and trials, and seeking for its hidden meanings. But none knows its hidden meanings save Allah. And those who are firmly grounded in knowledge say, we believe in it, the whole of it, clear and unclear verses, are from our Lord, and none receive admonition except men of understanding. Quran, Chapter 3 Verse 7 Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, If you see those who follow thereof that is not entirely clear, then they are those whom Allah has named as having deviation from the truth. So beware of them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And I seek refuge with you, Allah, for her and her offspring from Shaytan, Satan, the outcast. Quran Chapter 3, verse 36 Narrated Sa'id bin al-Musayyib, Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, No child is born but that, Shaytan, Satan touches it when it is born. Whereupon, it starts crying loudly because of being touched by Shaytan, except Mary and her son. Abu Huraira then said, Recite if you wish. And I seek refuge with you, Allah, for her and her offspring from Shaytan, the outcast. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 36 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, those who purchase a small gain at the cost of Allah's covenant and their oaths, they shall have no portion in the hereafter, paradise, till, and they shall have a painful torment. Quran, Chapter 3 Verse 77 Narrated Abu Wail, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Whoever takes an oath when asked to do so, in which he may deprive a Muslim of his property unlawfully, will meet Allah, who will be angry with him. So Allah revealed in confirmation of this statement, Verily, those who purchase a small gain at the cost of Allah's covenant and their oaths they shall have no portion in the hereafter. Quran, chapter 3, verse 77. The narrator added, Then Al-Ashraf bin Qais came and said, What is Abu Abdurrahman narrating to you? We replied, Such and such. Al-Ashraf said, This verse was revealed in my connection. I had a well in the land of my cousin, and he denied my possessing it. On that, the Prophet, peace be upon him, told me, Either you bring forward a proof, or he, that is your cousin, takes an oath to confirm his claim. I said, I am sure he would take a false oath, O Allah's Messenger. He said, If somebody takes an oath when asked to do so, through which he may deprive a Muslim of his property unlawfully, and he is a liar in his oath, he will meet Allah, who will be angry with him. Narrated Abdullah bin Abu Awfa, may Allah be pleased with them, a man displayed some merchandise in the market, and in order to cheat a man from the Muslims, took an oath that he had been offered a certain price for it, while, in fact, he had not. So then was revealed, Verily, 
those who purchase a small gain at the cost of Allah's covenant. Quran, chapter 3, verse 77. Narrated Ibn Abu Mulaika, two women were stitching shoes in a house or a room. Then one of them came out with an awl driven into her hand, and she sued the other for it. The case was brought before Ibn Abbas. Ibn Abbas said, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, If people were to give in what they claim without proving their claim, the life and property of the nation would be lost. Will you remind her, that is, the defendant of Allah, and recite before her? Verily, those who purchase a small gain at the cost of Allah's covenant and their oaths. Quran, chapter 3, verse 77. So they reminded her, and she confessed. Ibn Abbas then said, The Prophet peace be upon him said, The oath is to be taken by the defendant in the absence of any proof against him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, O people of the Scripture, Jews and Christians, come to a word that is just between us and you, that we worship none but Allah. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 64 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Abu Sufyan narrated to me personally, saying, I set out during the truce that had been concluded between me and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. While I was in Sham, a letter sent by the Prophet, peace be upon him, was brought to Heraclius. Dehya al-Kalbi had brought and given it to the governor of Basra, and the letter forwarded it to Heraclius. Heraclius said, Is there anyone from the people of this man who claims to be a prophet? The people replied, Yes. So, I along with some of Qurayshi men were called and we entered upon Heraclius, and we were seated in front of him. Then he said, Who amongst you is closely related to the man who claims to be a prophet? I replied, I am the nearest relative to him. So they made me sit in front of him and made my companions sit behind me. Then he called upon his translator and said to him, Tell them, that is, Abu Sufyan's companions, that I am going to ask him, that is, Abu Sufyan, regarding that man who claims to be a prophet. So if he tells me a lie, they should contradict him instantly. By Allah, had I not been afraid that my companions would consider me a liar, I would have told lies. Heraclius then said to his translator, Ask him, What is his, that is, the Prophet's family status amongst you? I said, He belongs to a noble family amongst us. Heraclius said, Was any of his ancestors a king? I said, No. He said, did you ever accuse him of telling lies before his saying what he has said? I said, no. He said, do the nobles follow him or the poor people? I said, it is the poor who follow him. He said, is the number of his followers increasing or decreasing? I said, they are increasing. He said, does anyone renounce his religion, that is Islam, after embracing it, being displeased with it? I said, no. He said, have you ever had a war with him? I replied, yes. He said, what was the outcome of the battles? I said, the fighting between us was undecided and victory was shared by him and us by turns. He inflicts casualties upon us and we inflict casualties upon him. He said, did he ever betray? I said, no, but now we are away from him in this truce and we do not know what he will do in it. 
Abu Sufyan added, By Allah, I was not able to insert in my speech a word against him except that. Heraclius said, Did anybody else amongst you ever claim the same, that is Islam, before him? I said, No. Then Heraclius told his translator to tell me, that is, Abu Sufyan, I asked you about his family status amongst you, and you told me that he comes from a noble family amongst you. Verily, all messengers come from the noblest family among their people. Then I asked you whether any of his ancestors was a king, and you denied that. Thereupon, I thought that had one of his ancestors been a king, I would have said that he, that is, Muhammad peace be upon him, was seeking to rule the kingdom of his ancestors. Then I asked you regarding his followers, whether they were the noble or the poor among the people, and you said that they were only the poor who follow him. In fact, such are the followers of the messengers. Then I asked you whether you have ever accused him of telling lies before he said what he said, and your reply was in the negative. Therefore, I took for granted that a man who did not tell a lie about others could never tell a lie about Allah. Then I asked you whether any one of his followers had renounced his religion, that is Islam, after embracing it, being displeased with it, and you denied that. And such is faith, when its delight enters the hearts and mixes with them completely. Then I asked you whether his followers were increasing or decreasing. You claimed that they were increasing. That is the way of true faith till it is complete in all respects. Then I asked you, whether you had ever fought with him, and you claimed that you had fought with him, and the battle between you and him was undecided, and the victory was shared by you and him in turns. He inflicted casualties upon you, and you inflicted casualties upon them. Such is the case with the messengers. They are put to trials, and the final victory is for them. Then I asked you whether he had ever betrayed. You claimed that he had never betrayed. Indeed. Messengers never betray. Then I asked you whether anyone had said this statement before him, and you denied that. Thereupon, I thought if somebody had said that statement before him, then I would have said that he was but a man copying some sayings said before him. Abu Sufyan said, Heraclius then asked me, What does he order you to do? I said, He orders us to offer salah, prayers, and to pay zakat and to keep good relationship with the kith and kin and to be chaste. Then Heraclius said, If whatever you have said is true, he is really a prophet. And I knew that he, that is, the prophet peace be upon him, was going to appear. But I never thought that he would be from amongst you. If I were certain that I can reach him, I would like to meet him. And if I were with him, I would wash his feet and his kingdom will expand surely to what is under my feet. Then Heraclius asked for the letter of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and read it wherein it was written, In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful, this letter is from Muhammad, peace be upon him, the Messenger of Allah, to Heraclius, the ruler of Byzantine. Peace be upon him, who follows the right path. Then after, I invite you to Islam, and if you embrace Islam, you will be saved, will be saved from Allah's punishment. Embrace Islam, and Allah will double your reward. But if you reject this invitation of Islam, you will be committing a sin. 
by misguiding your Arisiyin, peasants, and I recite to you Allah's statement. O people of the scripture, Jews and Christians, come to a word that is just between us and you, that we worship none but Allah. Till, bear witness that we are Muslims. Quran, chapter 3, verse 64. When Heraclius finished reading the letter, voices grew louder near him, and there was a great hue and cry, and we were ordered to go out. Abu Sufyan added, While coming out, I said to my companions, The matter of Ibn Abu Qabshah, that is, Muhammad peace be upon him, has become so prominent that even the king of Banu al-Asfar is afraid of him. So I continued to believe that Allah's Messenger peace be upon him would be victorious, till Allah made me embrace Islam. Az-Zuhri said, Heraclius then invited all the chiefs of the Byzantine and got them assembled in his house and said, O group of Byzantine, do you wish to have a permanent success and guidance and that your kingdom should remain with you? Immediately after hearing that, they rushed towards the gate like onagers, but they found them closed. Heraclius then said, Bring them back to me. So he called them and said, I just wanted to test the strength of your adherence to your religion. Now I have observed of you that which I like. Then the people fell in prostration before him and became pleased with him. See Volume 1, Hadith Number 7. Footnote Abu Kabsha was not the father of the Prophet peace be upon him, but it was a mockery done by Abu Sufyan out of hostility against the Prophet peace be upon him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah By no means shall you attain al-bir, piety, righteousness. It means here Allah's reward that is, paradise, unless you spend in Allah's cause of that which you love. Qur'an, chapter 3, verse 92. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, out of all the Ansar living in Al-Madina, Abu Talha had the largest number of date palm trees gardens, and the most beloved of his property to him was Bayruha Garden, which was facing the mosque of the Prophet peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to enter it and drink of its good water. When the verse, By no means shall you attain al-bir, piety, righteousness. It means here Allah's reward, that is paradise, unless you spend in Allah's cause of that which you love. Quran, chapter 3, verse 92. Abu Talha got up and said, O Allah's Messenger, Allah says, by no means shall you attain al-bir unless you spend in Allah's cause of that which you love. Quran, chapter 3, verse 92. And the most beloved of my property to me is the Bayruha garden. So I give it as a charitable gift in Allah's cause and hope to receive its reward from Allah. O Allah's Messenger, dispose it of. That is, utilize it in the way Allah orders you to dispose it of. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Bravo! That is a fruitful property. That is a fruitful property. I have heard what you have said, and I think it would be proper if you distribute that garden amongst your relatives. Then Abu Talha distributed that garden amongst his relatives and his cousins. Narrated Yahya bin Yahya, I learned from Malik, a fruitful property. See Hadith number 1461. Narrated Anas, 
May Allah be pleased with him. Abu Talha distributed the garden between Hassan and Ubay, but he did not give me anything thereof, although I was a nearer relative to him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say O Muhammad, peace be upon him, bring here the Tawrat, Torah, and recite it, if you are truthful. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 93 Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Jews brought to the Prophet, peace be upon him, a man and a woman from among them, who had committed illegal sexual intercourse. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to them, How do you usually punish the one amongst you who has committed illegal sexual intercourse? They replied, We blacken their faces with coal and beat them. He said, Don't you find the order of Ar-Rajm, that is, stoning to death, in Torah, Torah? They replied, We do not find anything in it. Abdullah bin Salam, after hearing this conversation, said to them, You have told a lie. Bring here the Torah and recite it if you are truthful. So the Jews brought the Torah, and the religious teacher who was teaching it to them put his hand over the verse of Ar-Rajm and started reading what was written above and below the place, hidden with his hand. But he did not read the verse of Ar-Rajm. Abdullah bin Salam removed his, that is, the teacher's hand from the verse of Ar-Rajm and said, What is this? So when the Jews saw that verse, they said, This is the verse of Ar-Rajm. So the Prophet peace be upon him ordered that both the adulterer and the adulteress be stoned to death. And they were stoned to death near the place where beers used to be placed, near the mosque. I saw her companion, that is, the adulterer, falling over her so as to protect her from the stones. Chapter on the Statement of Allah You, true believers in Islamic monotheism and real followers of Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and his sunnah, are the best of peoples ever raised up for mankind. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 110 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, the verse, You, True believers in Islamic monotheism and real followers of Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and his sunnah, legal ways, etc. are the best of people ever raised up for the mankind. Means, the best for the people as you bring them with chains on their necks till they embrace Islam, thereby save them from the eternal punishment in hellfire and make them enter paradise in the hereafter. See Hadith number 3010. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When two parties from among you were about to lose heart. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 122 Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. The verse, When two parties from among you were about to lose heart, but Allah was their wali, supporter and protector. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 122 Was revealed concerning us. And we were the two parties, that is, Banu Haritha and Banu Salama. And we do not wish that it had not been revealed, or I would not have been pleased if it had not been revealed. For Allah says, Allah was their wali, supporter and protector. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Not for you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, but for Allah is the decision. Quran Chapter 3 Verse 128
narrated Salim's father that he heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him on raising his head from the bowing in the last rakara in the Fajr prayer, saying, O Allah, curse such and such person and such and such person and such and such person. After saying, Allah heard those who sent praises to him. O our Lord, all the praises are for you. So Allah revealed, not for you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, but for Allah is the decision. Till, verily, they are lalimun, polytheists, disobedience, and wrongdoers. Quran, chapter 3, verse 128. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. Whenever Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, intended to invoke evil upon somebody, or invoke good upon somebody, he used to invoke Allah after bowing in the Salah prayer. Sometimes after saying, Allah heard those who sent praises to him, O our Lord, all the praises are for you. He would say, O Allah, save Al-Walid bin Al-Walid and Salama bin Hisham and Aisha bin Abu Rabia. O Allah, inflict your severe torture on Mudar tribe and strike them with famine, years like the years of Yusuf, Joseph, peace be upon him. The Prophet peace be upon him used to say in a loud voice and he also used to say in some of his Fajr prayers, O Allah, curse so and so and so and so, naming some of the Arab tribes till Allah revealed, not for you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, but for Allah is the decision. Quran chapter 3 verse 128 Chapter on the Statement of Allah and the Messenger, Muhammad peace be upon him, was in your rear calling you back. Quran, chapter 3, verse 153. Ibn Abbas said, One of the two best things, Quran, chapter 9, verse 52, means either victory or martyrdom. Narrated Al-Bara bin Azib, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him appointed Abdullah bin Jubayr as the commander of the infantry or the cavalry archers during the battle of Uhud. They returned defeated and that is what is meant by and the messenger Muhammad peace be upon him was in your rear calling you back. None remained with the Prophet peace be upon him then but twelve men. Chapter on Allah's Statement He sent down security for you. Slumber. Quran Chapter 3, verse 154 Narrated Abu Talha, Slumber overtook us during the battle of Uhud while we were in the front files. My sword would fall from my hand and I would pick it up and again it would fall down and I would pick it up again. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those who answered the call of Allah and the Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him after being wounded for those of them who did good deeds and feared Allah, there is a great reward. Quran, chapter 3, verse 172. Chapter on Allah's statement. Those, that is believers, unto whom the people, hypocrites, said, Verily the people, mushrikun, have gathered against you, a great army. Therefore, fear them. Quran, Chapter 3, verse 173 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah alone is sufficient for us, and He is the best disposer of affairs. 
was said by Ibrahim, Abraham, peace be upon him, when he was thrown into the fire. And it was said by Muhammad, peace be upon him, when they, that is, hypocrites, said, Verily, the people, Mushrikun, have gathered against you, a great army. Therefore, fear them. But it only increased their faith, and they said, Allah alone is sufficient for us, and He is the best disposer of affairs for us. Quran, chapter 3, verse 173. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the last statement of Ibrahim, Abraham, when he was thrown into the fire was, Allah alone is sufficient for me, and He is the best disposer of my affairs. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And let not those who covetously withhold of that which Allah has bestowed on them of His bounty. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 180 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Anyone whom Allah has given wealth, but he does not pay its zakat, then, on the day of resurrection, his wealth will be presented to him in the shape of a bald-headed poisonous male snake, with two poisonous glands in its mouth, and it will encircle itself round his neck and bite him over his cheeks and say, I am your wealth, I am your treasure. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited this following divine verse. And let not those who covetously withhold of that which Allah has bestowed on them of his bounty till the end of the verse. Quran, chapter 3, verse 180. See Hadith number 1403. Footnote. See Fath al-Bari. See also Sahih al-Bukhari, volume 2, Hadith number 1403. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. And you shall certainly hear much that will grieve you from those who received the scripture before you, Jews and Christians, and from those who ascribe partners to Allah. Quran. Chapter 3, verse 186 Narrated Usama bin Zayd, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, rode a donkey, equipped with qathifa fadakiyah, a thick cloth covering made in fadak, and I was riding behind him. He was going to pay a visit to Sa'ad bin Ubadah in Banu al-Hadith bin al-Khazraj, and this incident happened before the Battle of Badr. The Prophet, peace be upon him, passed by a gathering in which Abdullah bin Urbay bin Salul was present, and that was before Abdullah bin Urbay embraced Islam. Behold, in that gathering there were mixed-up people of different religions. There were Muslims, Mushrikun, idol worshippers, and Jews. And in that gathering, Abdullah bin Rawaha was also present. When a cloud of dust raised by the donkey reached that gathering, Abdullah bin Urbay covered his nose with his garment and then said, Do not cover us with dust. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, greeted them and stopped and dismounted and invited them to Allah, that is, to embrace Islam, and recited to them the noble Qur'an. On that, Abdullah bin Urbay bin Salul said, O man, there is nothing better than that what you say. If it is the truth, then do not trouble us with it in our gatherings. Return to your mount or residence, and if somebody comes to you, relate your tales to him. On that, Abdullah bin Rawaha said, Yes, O Allah's Messenger, bring it. That is what you want to say to us in our gatherings, for we love that. 
So the Muslims, al-Mushrikun, and the Jews started abusing one another till they were on the point of fighting with one another. The Prophet peace be upon him kept on quietening them till they became quiet, whereupon Prophet peace be upon him rode his animal, mount, and proceeded till he entered upon Sa'ad bin Urbada. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Sa'ad, Did you not hear what Abu Hubab said? He meant Abdullah bin Urbay. He said, So and so. On that, Sa'ad bin Urbada said, O Allah's Messenger, excuse and forgive him, for by him who revealed the book to you, Allah brought the truth which was sent to you at the time when the people of this town, that is Al-Madina, had decided unanimously to crown him and tie a turban on his head, electing him as chief. But when Allah opposed that decision through the truth which Allah gave to you, he, that is Abdullah bin Urbay, was grieved with jealousy, and that caused him to do what you have seen. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, excused him. For the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions used to forgive al-Mushrikun and the people of Scripture, as Allah had ordered them, and they used to put up with their mischief with patience. Allah said, And you shall certainly hear much that will grieve you from those who received the scripture before you, Jews and Christians, and from those who ascribe partners to Allah. Quran, chapter 3, verse 186. And Allah also said, Many of the people of the scripture, Jews and Christians, wish that if they could turn you away as disbelievers after you have believed, out of envy from their own selves. Quran, chapter 2, verse 109. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to stick to the principle of forgiveness for them as long as Allah ordered him to do so, till Allah permitted fighting them. So when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, fought the battle of Badr, and Allah killed the nobles of Quraysh infidels through him, Ibn Urbay bin Salul, and Al-Mushrikun, and idolaters who were with him, said, This matter, that is Islam, has appeared, that is, became victorious. So they gave the Bayar pledge for embracing Islam to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and became Muslims. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Think not that those who rejoice in what they have done or brought about. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 188 Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, During the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, some men among the hypocrites used to remain behind him, that is, did not accompany him when he went out for a ghazwa, and they would be pleased to stay at home behind Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, returned from the battle, they would put forward false excuses and take oaths, wishing to be praised for what they had not done. So there was revealed, Think not that those who rejoice in what they have done or brought about and love to be praised for what they have not done. Quran, chapter 3, verse 188. Narrated Al-Qama bin Waqas, Marwan said to his gatekeeper, Go to Ibn Abbas, O Rafir, and say, If everybody who rejoices in what he has done or brought about and likes to be praised for what he has not done will be punished, then all of us will be punished. Ibn Abbas said, what connection have you with this case? It was only that the Prophet peace be upon him called the Jews and asked them about something. And they hid the truth and told him something else and showed him 
that they deserved praise for the favor of telling him the answer to his question, and they became happy with what they had concealed. Then Ibn Abbas recited, And remember, when Allah took a covenant from those who were given the scripture, till those who rejoice in what they have done, or brought about, and love to be praised for what they have not done. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 187 and 188 Narrated Humayd bin Abdurrahman bin Auf that Marwan had told him the above narration. Footnote According to the knowledge of understanding the meaning of the Qur'an and Hadith, we must consider the general meaning of the verse and not only the cause for which the verse was revealed. Chapter on Allah's Statement Verily, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and in the alternation of night and day, there are indeed signs for men of understanding. Qur'an, Chapter 3, Verse 190 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, I stayed overnight in the house of my aunt, Maymuna, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him talked with his wife for a while and then went to bed. When it was the last third of the night, he got up and looked towards the sky and said, Verily, in the creation of the heavens and the earth, and in the alternation of night and day, there are indeed signs for men of understanding. Quran, chapter 3, verse 190. Then he stood up, performed ablution, brushed his teeth with a siwak, and then offered eleven rakah prayer. Then Bilal pronounced the adhan, that is, call for the fajr prayer. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then offered two rakah, sunnah, salah, prayer, and went out to the mosque, and offered the compulsory congregational fajr prayer. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those who remember Allah always and in prayers, standing, sitting, and lying down on their sides, and think deeply about the creation of the heavens and the earth. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 191 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, One night I stayed overnight in the house of my aunt Maymuna, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him, and said to myself, I will watch the salah, prayer of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him. My aunt placed a cushion for Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, and he slept on it in its lengthwise direction, and woke up rubbing the traces of sleep off his face, and then he recited the last ten verses of Surah Al-Imran, till he finished it. Then he went to a hanging water skin and took it, performed the ablution, and then stood up to offer the salah, prayer. I got up and did the same as he had done, and stood beside him, by his left side. He put his hand on my head, and held me by the ear, and twisted it, pulled me and made me stand by his right side. He offered to Raka, then 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 to Raka, and finally the Witr, that is, one Raka Salah, prayer. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Our Lord, verily, whom you admit to the fire, indeed you have disgraced him, and never will the Zalimun, polytheists, and wrongdoers find any helpers. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 192 Narrated Abdullah bin Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, 
that once he stayed overnight in the house of his aunt Maimuna, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him. He added, I lay on the cushion transversely in its breadthwise direction and Allah's Messenger peace be upon him lay along with his wife in its lengthwise direction. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him slept till the middle of the night, either a bit before or a bit after it, and then woke up rubbing the traces of sleep off his face with his hands. And then he recited the last ten verses of Surah Al-Imran, got up and went to a hanging water skin. He then performed the ablution from it, and it was a perfect ablution, and then stood up to offer the salah, prayer. I too did the same as he had done, and then went to stand beside him on his left side. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, put his right hand on my head and held and twisted my right ear, pulled me and made me to stand by his right side. He then offered to Raqqa'ah, then 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 to Raqqa'ah, and finally one Raqqa'ah of Witr. Then he lay down again till the Mu'azzin, that is the call maker, came to him, whereupon he got up and offered a light to Raqqa'ah Salah, prayer, and went out to the mosque and offered the compulsory congregational morning prayer. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Our Lord, verily, we have heard the call of one, that is, Muhammad peace be upon him, calling to faith. Quran, Chapter 3, Verse 193 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, that once he stayed overnight in the house of his aunt Maimuna, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him. He added, I lay on the cushion transversely in its breadthwise direction while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, lay along with his wife in its lengthwise direction. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, slept till the middle of the night, either a bit before or a bit after it, and then woke up rubbing the traces of sleep off his face with his hands, and then recited the last ten verses of Surah Al-Imran. Then he got up and went to a hanging water skin, performed ablution from it, and performed it perfectly. Then he stood up to perform the salah, prayer. I also did the same as he had done, and then went to stand beside him on his left side. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, put his right hand on my head and held and twisted my right ear, pulled me and made me to stand by his right side. He then offered to Raqqa, then 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 to Raqqa, and finally one Raqqa of Witr. Then he lay down again till the Mu'azzin, that is, the call-maker, came to him, whereupon he got up and offered a light to Raqqa al-Salah, prayer, and went out to the mosque and offered the compulsory congregational morning prayer. The Commentary of Surah An-Nisa The Women In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah and if you fear that you shall not be able to deal justly with the orphan girls. Quran, chapter 4, verse 3. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. There was an orphan girl under the care of a man. He married her and she owned a date palm garden. He married her just because of that garden and not because he loved her. So the divine verse came regarding his case. And if you fear that you shall not be able to deal justly with the orphan girls. Quran, chapter 4, 
Verse 3. The subnarrator added, I think, he, that is, another subnarrator said, that orphan girl was his partner in that date palm garden and in his property. Narrated Urwa bin Zubayr that he asked Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the statement of Allah. And if you fear that you shall not be able to deal justly with the orphan girls. Quran, chapter 4, verse 3. She said, O son of my sister, an orphan girl used to be under the care of a guardian with whom she shared property. Her guardian, being attracted by her wealth and beauty, would intend to marry her without giving her a just mahar, bridal money, that is, the same mahar as any other person might give her, in case he married her. So such guardians were forbidden to do that unless they did justice to their female wards and gave them the highest mahar their peers might get. They were ordered by Allah to marry women of their choice other than those orphan girls. Raisha added, The people asked Allah's Messenger's instructions after the revelation of this divine verse, whereupon Allah revealed, They ask your legal instruction concerning women. Quran, chapter 4, verse 127. Raisha further said, And the statement of Allah, And yet, whom you desire to marry. Quran, chapter 4, verse 127 as any one of you refrains from marrying an orphan girl under his guardianship when she is lacking in property and beauty. Aisha added, So they were forbidden to marry those orphan girls for whose wealth and beauty they had a desire unless with justice. And that was because they would refrain from marrying them if they were lacking in property and beauty. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But if he the guardian is poor, let him have for himself what is just and reasonable according to his work. And when you release their property to them, take witness in their presence. And Allah is all-sufficient in taking account. Quran, chapter 4, verse 6. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the statement of Allah. And whoever amongst the guardian is rich, he should take no wages. But if he is poor, let him have for himself what is just and reasonable, according to his work. This verse was revealed regarding the orphan's property. If the guardian is poor, he can take from the property of the orphan what is just and reasonable, according to his work and the time he spends on managing it. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when the relatives and the orphans and the poor are present at the time of division, Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 8 Narrated Ikrama, Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, regarding the verse, And when the relatives and the orphans and the poor are present at the time of division, this verse and its order is valid and not abrogated. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah commands you as regards your children's inheritance. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 11 Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him and Abu Bakr came on foot to pay me a visit during my illness at Banu Salama's dwellings. The Prophet peace be upon him found me unconscious, so he asked for water and performed the ablution from it and sprinkled some water over me. I came to my senses and said, 
O Allah's Messenger, what do you order me to do as regards my wealth? So there was revealed, Allah commands you as regards your children's inheritance. Quran, chapter 4, verse 11. Chapter on Allah's statement, In that which your wives leave, your share is a half. Quran, chapter 4, verse 12. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, in the pre-Islamic period, the children used to inherit all the property, but the parents used to inherit only through a will. So, Allah cancelled that which he liked to cancel, and decreed that the share of a son was to be twice the share of a daughter, and, for the parents, one-sixth for each one of them. If the deceased had a child, or one-third for each one, if the deceased had no child, and, for the wife, one-eighth. If the deceased had a child, or one-fourth, if the deceased had no child, and for the husband, one-half, if the deceased had no child, or one-fourth, if the deceased had a child. Chapter on the Statement of Allah You are forbidden to inherit women against their will, and you should not treat them with harshness, that you may take back part of the mahar, bridal money given by the husband to his wife at the time of marriage you have given them. Quran, chapter 4, verse 19. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the divine verse. O you who believe, you are forbidden to inherit women against their will, and you should not treat them with harshness that you may take back part of the mahar, bridal money given by the husband to his wife at the time of marriage you have given them. Quran, chapter 4, verse 19. Before this revelation, if a man died, his relatives used to have the right to inherit his wife, and one of them could marry her if he would, or they would give her in marriage if they wished, or if they wished, they would not give her in marriage at all, and they would be more entitled to dispose her than her own relatives. So the above verse was revealed in this connection. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And to everyone, we have appointed heirs of that property left by parents and relatives. To those also with whom you have made a pledge, brotherhood, give them their due portion by wasiyah, wills. Truly, Allah is ever a witness over all things. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 33 Marma said, Mawali means the heirs. And also those with whom you have made a pledge, brotherhood is the ally. A paternal uncle's son is called Mawla, so also a manumitter of a slave, a freed slave, a king, or a religious master. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the verse, To everyone we have appointed heirs. Quran, chapter 4, verse 33. Mawali means heirs. And regarding, to those also with whom you have made a pledge, brotherhood, he said, When the emigrants came to Al-Madina, an emigrant used to be the heir of an Ansari with the exclusion of the latter's relatives. And that was because of the bond of brotherhood which the Prophet peace be upon him had established between them. That is, the emigrants and the Ansar. So when the verse, to everyone we have appointed heirs, was revealed, 
the inheritance through a bond of brotherhood was cancelled. Ibn Abbas then said, To those also with whom you have made a pledge, brotherhood is concerned with the covenant of helping and advising each other. So allies are no longer to be the heir of each other, but they can bequeath each other some of their property by means of a will. Wasiyah Chapter on the Statement of Allah Surely Allah wrongs not even of the weight of an atom or a small ant. Quran Chapter 4 Verse 40 Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him, during the lifetime of the Prophet peace be upon him, some people said, O Allah's Messenger, shall we see our Lord on the day of resurrection? The Prophet peace be upon him said, Yes. Do you have any difficulty in seeing the sun at midday when it is bright and there is no cloud in the sky? They replied, No. He said, Do you have any difficulty in seeing the moon on a full moon night when it is bright and there is no cloud in the sky? They replied, No. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Similarly, you will have no difficulty in seeing Allah on the day of resurrection as you have no difficulty in seeing either of them. On the day of resurrection, a call-maker will announce, Let every nation follow that which they used to worship. Then none of those who used to worship anything other than Allah, like idols and other deities, but will fall in hellfire, till there will remain none but those who used to worship Allah, both those who were righteous, pious ones, and the mischievous, evil ones, and some of the people of the scripture. Then the Jews will be called upon, and it will be said to them, What did you use to worship? They will reply, We used to worship Uzair, Ezra, the son of Allah. It will be said to them, You are liars, for Allah has never taken anyone as a wife or a son. What do you want now? They will say, O our Lord, we are thirsty, so give us something to drink. They will be directed and addressed thus, Will you drink? Whereupon they will be gathered unto hellfire, which will look like a mirage, whose different sides will be destroying each other. Then they will fall into the fire. Afterwards, the Christians will be called upon, and it will be said to them, What did you use to worship? They will reply, We used to worship Isa, Jesus, the Son of Allah. It will be said to them, You are liars. For Allah has never taken anyone as a wife or a son. Then it will be said to them, What do you want? They will say what the former people have said. Then, when there remain in the gathering none but those who used to worship Allah alone, the real Lord of Alameen, mankind, jinn, and all that exists, whether they were righteous, pious ones, or mischievous, evil ones, then Allah the Lord of Alameen will come to them in a shape nearest to the picture they had in their minds about him. It will be said, What are you waiting for? Every nation has followed what it used to worship. They will reply, We left the people in the world when we were in great need of them, and we did not take them as friends. Now we are waiting for our Lord, whom we used to worship. Allah will say, I am your Lord. They will say twice or thrice, we do not worship anything besides Allah. See also Volume 9, Hadith Number 7439. Chapter on the Statement of Allah How will it be then 
when we bring from each nation a witness, and we bring you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, as a witness against these people? Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 41 Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to me, Recite of the Quran for me. I said, Shall I recite it to you, although it had been revealed to you? He said, I like to hear the Quran from others. So I recited Surah An-Nisa till I reached. How will it be then, when we bring from each nation a witness, and we bring you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, as a witness against these people? Quran, chapter 4, verse 41. Then he said, Stop, and behold, his eyes were overflowing with tears. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And if you are ill, or on a journey, or one of you comes after answering the call of nature. Quran, chapter 4, verse 43. The word Saydan means the surface of the earth. And Jabir said that Tawarid, that is, false deities, whom the people used to go for judgment in their disputes, were numerous. One in Juhayna, one in Aslam, and one in every other tribe. Those were soothsayers whom Shaytan Satan used to inspire. Umar said, Al-Jibth means magic, and Tha'ud means shaitan. Ikrama said, Al-Jibth in the Ethiopian language means shaitan, and Tha'ud means a foreteller. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The necklace of Asma was lost, so the Prophet peace be upon him sent some men to look for it. The time for Aslala the prayer became due and they had not performed ablution and could not find water. So they offered a salah without ablution. Then Allah revealed the verse of Tayammum. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Obey Allah and obey the Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him and those of you Muslims who are in authority. Quran Chapter 4 Verse 59 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the verse, Obey Allah and obey the Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him and those of few Muslims who are in authority. Quran chapter 4 verse 59 was revealed in connection with Abdullah bin Hudayfa bin Qais bin Adi when the Prophet peace be upon him appointed him as the commander of a Sariya army unit. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But no. By your Lord, they can have no faith until they make you, Muhammad peace be upon him, judge in all disputes between them. Quran, chapter 4, verse 65. Narrated Urwa, Az-Zubayr quarreled with a man from the Ansar concerning of a natural mountainous stream at Al-Harra. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Az-Zubayr, irrigate your land and then let the water flow to your neighbor. The Ansari said, O Allah's Messenger, is this because he, Zubayr, is your cousin? At that, the Prophet's face became red with anger, and he said, O Zubayr, irrigate your land and then withhold the water till it fills the land up to the walls, and then let it flow to your neighbor. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, enabled Zubayr to take his full right after the Ansari provoked his anger. The Prophet peace be upon him had previously given an order that was in favor of both of them. Az-Zubayr said, I don't think 
but this verse was revealed in this connection. But no, by your Lord, they can have no faith until they make you, Muhammad peace be upon him, judge in all disputes between them. Quran, chapter 4, verse 65. Chapter on the statement of Allah. Then they will be in the company of those on whom Allah has bestowed his grace. Of the Prophets. Quran, chapter 4, verse 69. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, No prophet gets sick, but he is given the choice to select either this world or the hereafter. Aisha added, During his fatal illness, his voice became very husky, and I heard him saying, In the company of those on whom Allah has bestowed his grace, of the prophets, the Siddiqun, those followers of the prophets who were first and foremost to believe in them, the martyrs, and the righteous. Quran, chapter 4, verse 69. And from this, I came to know that he has been given the option. Chapter on Allah's statement. And what is wrong with you that you fight not in cause of Allah? Till, whose people are oppressors. Quran, chapter 4, verse 75. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, my mother and I were among the weak and oppressed Muslims at Mecca. Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, recited, Except the weak ones among men, women and children. Quran, chapter 4, verse 98. And said, My mother and I were among those whom Allah had excused. Chapter on the Statement of Allah then what is the matter with you that you are divided into two parties about the hypocrites? Allah has cast them back to disbelief because of what they have earned. Quran, chapter 4, verse 88. Narrated Zayd bin Thabit, may Allah be pleased with him, regarding the verse, Then what is the matter with you that you are divided into two parties about the hypocrites? Quran, chapter 4, verse 88. Some of the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him returned from the battle of Uhud, that is, refused to fight. Whereupon, the Muslims got divided into two parties. One of them was in favor of their execution, killing, and the other was not in favor of it. So there was revealed, Then what is the matter with you that you are divided into two parties about the hypocrites? Quran, chapter 4, verse 88. Then the Prophet peace be upon him said, it, that is, Al-Madinah, is Tayyibah, good. It expels impurities as the fire expels the impurities of silver. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When there comes to them some matter touching public safety or fear, they make it known. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 83 Chapter on the Statement of Allah and whoever kills a believer intentionally, his recompense is hell. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubayr. The people of Kufa disagreed, disputed about the above verse. So I went to Ibn Abbas and asked him about it. He said, This verse, and whosoever kills a believer intentionally, his recompense is hell. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93 was revealed last of all concerning 
premeditated murder, and nothing abrogated it. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And say not to anyone who greets you by embracing Islam, you are not a believer. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 94 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the verse, And say not to anyone who greets you by embracing Islam, you are not a believer. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 94 There was a man amidst his sheep. The Muslims pursued him, and he greeted them by saying, Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you. But they killed him and took over his sheep. Thereupon, Allah revealed in that concern the above verse up to seeking the perishable goods of this worldly life. Quran, chapter 4, verse 94. That is, those sheep. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Not equal are those of the believers who sit at home. Quran, chapter 4, verse 95. Narrated Zayd bin Thabit that the Prophet peace be upon him dictated to him. Not equal are those of the believers who sit at home and those who strive hard and fight in the cause of Allah. Quran, chapter 4, verse 95. Zayd added, Ibn Ummi Maktoum came while the Prophet peace be upon him was dictating to me and said, O Allah's Messenger, by Allah, if I had the power to fight in Allah's cause, I would. And he was a blind man. So Allah revealed to his messenger peace be upon him while his thigh was on my thigh. And his thigh became so heavy that I was afraid it might fracture my thigh. Then that state of the Prophet peace be upon him was over and Allah revealed, except those who are disabled by injury or are blind or lame. Quran chapter 4 verse 95 Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, when the verse not equal are those of the believers who sit at home. Quran, chapter 4, verse 95 was revealed. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, called for Zayd who wrote it. In the meantime, Ibn Ummi Maktoum came and complained of his blindness. So Allah revealed, except those who are disabled by injury or are blind or lame. Quran, chapter 4, verse 95. Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, when the verse, not equal are those of the believers who sit at home. Quran, chapter 4, verse 95 was revealed. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Call so and so. That person came to him with an ink pot and a wooden board or a shoulder scapula bone. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, Right, not equal are those of the believers who sit at home and those who strive hard and fight in the cause of Allah. Ibn Ummi Maktoum, who was sitting behind the Prophet peace be upon him, then said, O Allah's Messenger, I am a blind man. So there was revealed in the place of that verse, the verse, Not equal are those of the believers who sit at home, except those who are disabled by injury or are blind or lame, and those who strive hard and fight in the cause of Allah. Quran. Chapter 4, verse 95 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Not equal are those believers who sit at home, and did not join the battle of Badr, and those who joined the battle of Badr. Chapter on the Statement of Allah 
Verily, as for those whom the angels take in death while they are wronging themselves, as they stayed among the disbelievers, even though emigration was obligatory for them, they, angels, say to them, In what condition were you? Quran, chapter 4, verse 97. Narrated Muhammad bin Abdul Rahman Abu al-Aswad, the people of Al-Madina were forced to prepare an army to fight against the people of Sham during the Caliphate of Abdullah bin Az-Zubayl at Mecca, and I was enlisted in it. Then I met Ikrama, the freed slave of Ibn Abbas, and informed him about it, and he forbade me strongly to do so, that is, to enlist in that army, and then said, Ibn Abbas informed me that some Muslim people were with Al-Mushrikun increasing the number of al-mushrikun against Allah's messenger peace be upon him. An arrow used to be shot which would hit one of them, the Muslims in the company of al-mushrikun, and kill him, or he would be struck and killed with the sword. Then Allah revealed, Verily, as for those whom the angels take in death while they are wronging themselves as they stayed among the disbelievers, even though emigration was obligatory for them, they Angels say to them, In what condition were you? They reply, We were weak and oppressed on earth. They, angels say, Was not the earth of Allah spacious enough for you to emigrate therein? Such men will find their abode in hell. What an evil destination! Quran, chapter 4, verse 97. See hadith number 7085. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Except the weak ones among men, women. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 98 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, except the weak ones. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 98 And added, My mother was one of those whom Allah excused. Chapter on the Statement of Allah These are they whom Allah is likely to forgive them. Qur'an, chapter 4, verse 99. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. While the Prophet peace be upon him was offering the Isha prayer, he said, Allah heard those who sent praises to him, and then said before falling in prostration, O Allah, save Aryash bin Rabia. O Allah, save Salama bin Hisham. O Allah, Save Al-Walid bin Al-Walid. O Allah, save the weak ones among the believers. O Allah, let your punishment be severe on the tribe of Mudar. O Allah, inflict upon them years of drought and famine, like the years of Prophet Yusuf, Joseph. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But there is no sin on you if you put away your arms because of the inconvenience of rain. Quran, Chapter 4 Verse 102 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the verse, because of the inconvenience of rain, or because you are ill. Quran, chapter 4, verse 102 It was revealed in connection with Abdurrahman bin Auf, who was wounded. Chapter on Allah's statement They ask your legal instruction concerning women. Say, Allah instructs you about them and about what is recited unto you in the book concerning orphan girls. Quran, chapter 4, 
Verse 127. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the verse. They ask your legal instruction concerning the women. Say, Allah instructs you about them, till, and yet, whom you desire to marry. Quran, chapter 4, verse 127. This verse has been revealed regarding the case of a man who has an orphan girl. and he is her guardian and her heir. The girl shares with him all his property, even a date palm garden, but he dislikes to marry her and dislikes to give her in marriage to somebody else who would share with him the property she is sharing with him. And for this reason, that guardian prevents that orphan girl from marrying. So, this verse was revealed. Chapter on the Statement of Allah If a woman fears cruelty or desertion on her husband's part. Quran, chapter 4, verse 128. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the verse. If a woman fears cruelty or desertion on her husband's part. Quran, chapter 4, verse 128. It is about a man who has a woman, wife, and he does not like her and wants to divorce her. But she says to him, I make you free as regards myself. So this verse was revealed in this connection. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, the hypocrites will be in the lowest depths, grade of the fire. Quran, Chapter 4, Verse 145 Narrated Al-Aswad While we were sitting in a circle in Abdullah's gathering, Hudayfa came and stopped before us. and greeted us, and then said, People better than you became hypocrites. Al-Aswad said, Glory be to Allah. Allah says, Verily, the hypocrites will be in the lowest depths, grade of the fire. Quran, chapter 4, verse 145. On that, Abdullah smiled, and Hudayfa sat somewhere in the mosque. Abdullah then got up, and his companions, sitting around him, dispersed. Hosefa then threw a pebble at me to attract my attention. I went to him and he said, I was surprised at Abdullah's smile, though he understood what I said. Verily, people better than you became hypocrites and then repented, and Allah forgave them. Chapter on Allah's Statement Verily, we have sent revelation to you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, till as we sent revelation to Nuh, Noah, and Yunus, Jonah, Harun, Aaron, and Suleiman, Solomon. Quran, chapter 4, verse 163. Narrated Abdullah, the Prophet peace be upon him said, None has the right to say that I am better than Yunus, Jonah, bin Matta. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever says that I am better than Yunus, Jonah bin Matta, is a liar. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They ask you for a legal verdict. Say, Allah directs thus about Al-Kalala, those who leave neither descendants nor ascendants as heirs. If it is a man that dies, leaving a sister but no child, she shall have half the inheritance. If Such a deceased was a woman who left no child. Her brother takes her inheritance. Quran, chapter 4, verse 176.
Al-Kalala is the one who has neither a father, ascendants, nor any son, descendants to be his heir. Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, the last surah that was revealed was Bara, number 9, and the last verse that was revealed was, They ask you for a legal verdict. Say, Allah directs thus about Al-Kalala, those who leave neither descendants nor ascendants as heirs. Quran, chapter 4, verse 176. The commentary of Surah Al-Ma'idah, the table spread with food. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the statement of Allah. Game, also being unlawful, when you assume ihram for hajj or umrah, pilgrimage. Quran, chapter 5, verse 1. So because of their breach of their covenant. Quran, chapter 5, verse 13. Sufyan said, There is no verse harder on me in the entire Quran than this verse. Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him. O people of the scripture, Jews and Christians, you have nothing as regards guidance till you act according to the Torah, Torah, the Injil, Gospel, and what has been sent down to you from your Lord, the Qur'an. Qur'an, chapter 5, verse 68. Chapter on Allah's statement. This day, I have perfected your religion for you. Qur'an, chapter 5, verse 3. Narrated Tariq bin Shihab. The Jews said to Umar, You, that is Muslims, recite a verse, Quran, chapter 5, verse 3. And had it been revealed to us, we would have taken the day of its revelation as a day of festival, celebration. Umar said, I know very well when and where it was revealed, and where Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was when it was revealed. It was revealed on the day of Arafat, Hajj day, and by Allah, I was at Arafat. Sufyan, a sub-narrator said, I am in doubt whether the verse, This day I have perfected your religion for you, was revealed on a Friday or not. Chapter on Allah's statement, And you find no water, then perform tayammum with clean earth. Quran, chapter 5, Verse 6 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. We set out with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on one of his journeys. And when we were at Baida, or at Dhatil Jaish, a necklace of mine was broken and lost. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stayed there to search for it, and so did the people along with him. Neither were they at a place of water nor did they have any water with them. So the people went to Abu Bakr siddiq and said, Don't you see what Aisha has done? She has made Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and the people stay where there is no water and they have no water with them. Abu Bakr came while Allah's Messenger peace be upon him was sleeping with his head on my thigh. He said to me, You have detained Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and the people where there is no water and they have no water with them. So he admonished me and said what Allah wished him to say, and he hit me on my flank with his hand. Nothing prevented me from moving because of pain, but the position of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on my thigh. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got up 
when dawn broke and there was no water. So Allah revealed the verse of Tayammum. Usaid bin Hudayr said, It is not the first blessing of yours, O the family of Abu Bakr. Then the camel on which I was riding got up from its place, and the necklace was found beneath it. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. A necklace of mine was lost at Al-Baida while we were on our way to al Madina. The Prophet peace be upon him made his camel kneel down and dismounted and laid his head on my lap and slept. Abu Bakr came to me and hit me violently on the chest and said, You detained the people because of a necklace. I kept as motionless as a dead person because of the position of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him on my lap. Although Abu Bakr had hurt me with the slap. Then the Prophet peace be upon him woke up and it was the time for the morning prayer. Water was sought, but in vain, so the following verse was revealed. O you who believe, when you intend to offer a salah, the prayer. Quran, chapter 5, verse 6. Usaid bin Hudayr said, Allah has blessed the people for your sake. O the family of Abu Bakr, you are but a blessing for them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So go you and your Lord, and fight you too. We are sitting right here. Quran, chapter 5, verse 24. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, on the day of the Battle of Badr, Al-Miqdad said, O Allah's Messenger, we do not say to you as the children of Israel said to Musa, Moses, go you and your Lord and fight you too. We are sitting right here. Quran, chapter 5, verse 24. But, we say, proceed, and we are with you. That seemed to delight Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, greatly. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The recompense of those who wage war against Allah and his Messenger, and do mischief in the land, is only that they shall be killed or crucified, or their hands and feet be cut off from opposite sides. Quran, Chapter 5, Verse 33. To wage war against Allah means to reject faith in Him. Narrated Abu Qilaba that he was sitting behind Umar bin Abdul Aziz and the people repeatedly mentioned about Al-Qasama and they said various things and said that the caliphs had permitted it. Umar bin Abdul Aziz turned towards Abu Qilaba who was behind him and said What do you say, O Abdullah bin Zayd? Or said what do you say, O Abu Qilaba? Abu Qilaba said, I do not know that killing a person is lawful in Islam except in three cases. A married person committing illegal sexual intercourse, one who has murdered somebody unlawfully, or one who wages war against Allah and his messenger. Ambasa said, Anas narrated to us such and such. Abu Qilaba said, Anas narrated to me in this respect saying, Some people came to the Prophet peace be upon him, and they spoke to him, saying, The climate of this land does not suit us. The Prophet peace be upon him said, These are camels belonging to us, and they are to be taken out to the pasture. So take them out, and drink of their milk and urine as a medicine for their disease. They took them, and set out, and drank of their urine and milk. And having recovered, they attacked the shepherd, killed him, and drove away the camels. 
Why should there be any delay in punishing them as they murdered a person and waged war against Allah and His Messenger and frightened Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? Ambasa said, Glory be to Allah. Abu Qilaba said, Do you suspect me? Ambasa said, No. Anas narrated that hadith to us. Then Ambasa added, O the people of such and such country, you will remain in good state as long as Allah keeps this man and the like of this man amongst you. Chapter on Allah's Statement And Wounds Equal for Equal Al-Qisas That is, the law of equality in punishment. Quran Chapter 5 Verse 45 Narrated Anas bin Malik May Allah be pleased with him Al-Rubayr the paternal aunt of Anas bin Malik broke the incisor tooth of a young Ansari girl. Her family demanded Al-Qisas, and they came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, who passed the judgment of Al-Qisas. Anas bin an the paternal uncle of Anas bin Malik, said, O Allah's Messenger, by Allah, her tooth will not be broken. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Anas, the law prescribed in Allah's book is Al-Qisas. So later on, the people, that is, the relatives of the girl, gave up their claim and accepted blood money. On that, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Some of Allah's worshippers are such that if they take an oath, Allah will fulfill it for them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O Messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, proclaim the message which has been sent down to you from your Lord. Quran Chapter 5, verse 67 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Whoever tells that Muhammad peace be upon him concealed part of what was revealed to him is a liar. For Allah says, O Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, Proclaim the message which has been sent down to you from your Lord. Quran, chapter 5, verse 67 Chapter on Allah's Statement Allah will not punish you for what is unintentional in your oaths. Quran, chapter 5, verse 89. Narrated Aisha, This verse, Allah will not punish you for what is unintentional in your oaths. Quran, chapter 5, verse 89, was revealed about a man's statement during his talk. No, by Allah, and yes, by Allah. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, that her father, Abu Bakr, never broke his oath till Allah revealed the order of the legal expiation for oath. Abu Bakr said, If I ever take an oath to do something, and later find that to do something else is better, then I accept Allah's permission and do that which is better, and do the legal expiation for my oath. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, make not unlawful the tayyibat, all that is good as regards foods, things, deeds, beliefs, persons, which Allah has made lawful to you. Quran, chapter 5, verse 87. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, we used to participate in the holy fighting carried on by the Prophet peace be upon him, and we had no women, wives with us. So we said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Shall we castrate ourselves? But the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbade us to do that, and thenceforth 
he allowed us to marry a woman temporarily by giving her even a garment as mahar. And then he recited, O you who believe, make not unlawful the tayyibat, all that is good as regards foods, things, deeds, beliefs, persons, which Allah has made lawful for you. Footnote Temporary marriage, mutar, was allowed in the early days of Islam, but later, at the time of the Battle of Khaybar, it was prohibited. Chapter on Allah's Statement Intoxicants, all kinds of alcoholic drinks, gambling, al-ansab, and al-azlam, arrows for seeking luck or a decision, are an abomination of Satan's handiwork. Quran, Chapter 5 Verse 90 Footnote An-Nusub, plural, Ansab, were stone altars, whereon sacrifices were slaughtered at fixed places or graves, etc., during fixed period of occasions and seasons in the name of idols, jinn, angels, pious men, saints, etc., in order to honor them, or to expect some benefit from them. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the verse of prohibiting alcoholic drinks was revealed when there were in Al-Madina five kinds of alcoholic drinks, none of which was produced from grapes. Footnote Those drinks were produced from honey, dates, wheat, barley, and corn. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, we had no alcoholic drinks except that which was produced from dates, and which you call al-fadiq, which I was standing offering drinks to Abu Talha, and so and so, and so and so. A man came and said, Has the news reached you? They said, What is that? He said, Alcoholic drinks have been prohibited. They said, Spill the contents of these spots, O Anas. Then they neither asked about it. Alcoholic drinks nor return to it after the news from that man. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, some people drank alcoholic beverages in the morning of the day of the battle of Uhud, and on the same day they were killed as martyrs, and that was before these hard drinks, wine, etc. were prohibited. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, I heard Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, while he was on the pulpit of the Prophet peace be upon him, saying, Now then, O people, the revelation about the prohibition of alcoholic drinks has been revealed, and alcoholic drinks are extracted from five things, grapes, dates, honey, wheat, and barley, and the alcoholic drink is that which confuses and stupefies the mind. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those who believe and do righteous good deeds there is no sin on them for what they ate in the past. Quran, chapter 5, verse 93. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, the alcoholic drink which was spilled was al-fadliq. I used to offer alcoholic drinks to the people at the residence of Abu Talha. Then the order of prohibition of alcoholic drinks was revealed, and the Prophet peace be upon him ordered somebody to announce that. Abu Talha said to me, Go out and see what this voice, this announcement is. I went out, and on coming back said, This is somebody announcing that alcoholic beverages have been prohibited. 
Abu Talha said to me, Go and spill it. That is the wine. Then it, alcoholic drinks, was seen flowing through the streets of Al-Madina. At that time, the wine was Al-Fadiq. Some people said, Few persons, Muslims, were killed during the Battle of Uhud while wine was in their stomachs. So Allah revealed, Those who believe and do righteous good deeds, there is no sin on them for what they ate in the past. Quran, chapter 5, verse 93. Chapter on Allah's statement. Ask not about things which, if made plain to you, may cause you trouble. Quran, chapter 5, verse 101. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, delivered a khutbah, religious talk, the like of which I had never heard before. He said, If you but knew what I know, then you would have laughed little and wept much. On hearing that, the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, covered their faces, and the sound of their weeping was heard. A man asked, Who is my father? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, So and so. So this verse was revealed. O you who believe, ask not about things which, if made plain to you, may cause you trouble. Quran Chapter 5, verse 101 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, some people were asking Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, questions mockingly. A man would say, Who is my father? Another man, whose she-camel has been lost, would say, Where is my she-camel? So Allah revealed this verse in this connection. O you who believe, ask not about things which, if made plain to you, may cause you trouble. Quran, chapter 5, verse 101. And he recited the whole verse. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah has not instituted things like Bahira or Asa'iba or Awasila or Aham. Quran, chapter 5, verse 103. Footnote See the meanings of these terms in the following hadith, number 4623. Narrated Sa'id bin al-Musayyib. Bahira was a she-camel, whose milk used to be spared for the idols, and nobody was allowed to milk it. Sa'iba was a she-camel, which they, that is infidels, let loose for free pasture for their false gods, that is, idols, etc and nothing was allowed to be carried on it. Abu Huraira said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, I saw Amr bin Amir al-Khuzay in a dream dragging his intestines in the fire, and he was the person who established the tradition of setting freed animals for the sake of their false deities. Wasila was a she-camel set free for idols because it has given birth to a she-camel at its first delivery and then again gave birth to a she-camel as its second delivery. People in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance used to let that she-camel lose for their idols if it gave birth to two she-camels successively without giving birth to a male camel in between. Ham was a stallion camel freed from work for their idols after it has finished a number of copulations assigned for it. They would let it loose for their idols and excuse it from burdens so that nothing would be carried on it. And they called it Al-Hami. Abu Huraira said, 
I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying so. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, I saw hell and its different portions were consuming each other, and saw Amr dragging his intestines in it, and he was the first person to establish the tradition of letting loose for the idols, she camels, as Sawaib, plural of As-Saiba. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And I was a witness over them while I dwelled amongst them. But when you took me up, you were the watcher over them, and you are a witness to all things. Quran, Chapter 5, Verse 117 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, delivered a khutbah, religious talk, and said, O people, you will be gathered before Allah barefooted, naked, and not circumcised. Then quoting Quran, he said, as we began the first creation, we shall repeat it. It is a promise binding upon us. Truly, we shall do it. Quran, chapter 21, verse 104. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then said, The first of the human beings to be dressed on the day of resurrection will be Ibrahim, Abraham. Verily, some men from my followers will be brought and then the angels will drive them to the left side, hellfire. I will say, O my Lord, they are my companions. A reply will come, You do not know what they did after you. Then I will say as the pious slave, the prophet Isa, Jesus, peace be upon him, said, And I was a witness over them while I dwell amongst them. But when you took me up, you were the watcher over them. Quran, Chapter 5 Verse 117 Then it will be said, These people continued as apostates since you left them. Chapter on Allah's Statement If you punish them, they are your slaves. Quran, Chapter 5, Verse 118 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, You will be gathered on the day of resurrection and some people will be driven by the angels to the left side and taken to hell. Whereupon, I will say as the pious slave, Isa, Jesus said, And I was witness over them while I dwelt among them, till the Almighty, the All-Wise. Quran, chapter 5, verse 117 and 118. The Commentary of Suratul An'am The Cattle In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And with Him are the keys of the Ghaib, all that is hidden. None knows them but He. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 59 Footnote Al-Ghaib literally means a thing not seen. This word includes vast meanings. Belief in Allah, angels, holy books, Allah's messengers, day of resurrection, and al-ghadr, divine preordainments. It also includes what Allah and His messenger peace be upon Him informed about the knowledge of the matters of the past, present, and future things. For example, news about the creation of the heavens and earth, botanical, and zoological life, 
the news about the nations of the past, and about paradise and hell, etc. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, The keys of Al-Ghaib, the unseen, are five. Verily, Allah with him alone is the knowledge of the hour. He sends down the rain and knows that which is in the warms. No person knows what he will earn tomorrow, and no person knows in what land he will die. Verily, Allah is all-knower, all-aware of things. Quran, chapter 31, verse 34 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, He has power to send torment on you from above. Quran, chapter 6, verse 65 Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, when this verse was revealed, Say, He has power to send torment on you from above. Quran, chapter 6, verse 65 Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, I seek refuge with your face from this punishment. And when the verse, or send torment from under your feet, was revealed, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, I seek refuge with your face from this punishment. But when there was revealed, or to cover you with confusion in party strife, and make you to taste the violence of one another. Quran, chapter 6, verse 65. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, This is lighter, or this is easier. Footnote All what has been revealed in Allah's book, the Quran, as regards the sifat, qualities of Allah, the Most High, like His face, eyes, hands, shins, legs, His coming, His istawa, rising over, His throne, and others, His qualities, or all that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon Him, qualified Him in the true, authentic Prophet's hadith, narrations, as regards His qualities like Nuzul, His descent, or his laughing and others, etc. The religious scholars of the Qur'an and the Sunnah believe in these qualities of Allah, and they confirm that these are really his qualities, without ta'wil, interpreting their meanings into different things, etc., or tashbih, giving resemblance or similarity to any of the creatures, or ta'atil, that is, completely ignoring them, that is, there is no face, or eyes, or hands, or shins, etc. for Allah. These qualities befit or suit only for Allah alone, and He does not resemble to any of His creatures. As Allah's statement in the Qur'an, 1. There is nothing like unto Him, and He is the All-Hearer, the All-Seer. Qur'an, chapter 42, verse 11. 2. There is none comparable unto him. Quran, chapter 112, verse 4. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It is those who believe in the oneness of Allah, and worship none but him alone, and confuse not their belief with zulm, wrong, that is, by worshipping others besides Allah. Quran, chapter 6, verse 82. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, when, 
and confuse not their belief with zulm. Wrong. Quran, chapter 6, verse 82. Was revealed, the Prophet's companion said, Which of us has not done zulm? Wrong. Then there was revealed, Verily, joining others in worship with Allah is a great zulm. Wrong, indeed. Quran, chapter 31, verse 13. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Yunus, Jonah, and Lut, Lot, and each one of them we preferred above Al-Alameen, mankind and jinn, of their times. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 86 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Nobody has the right to say that I am better than Yunus, Jonah bin Matta. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Nobody has the right to say that I am better than Yunus. Jonah bin Matta. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They are those whom Allah had guided, so follow their guidance. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 90 Narrated Mujahid that he asked Ibn Abbas, Is there a prostration in Surah Sa'ad? Quran, chapter 38, verse 24. Ibn Abbas said, yes, and then recited, We bestowed, up to, so follow their guidance. Quran, chapter 6, verse 84 and 90. Then he said, He, Dawood, David, is one of them, that is, those prophets. Mujahid narrated, I asked Ibn Abbas regarding the above verse. He said, your Prophet, Muhammad peace be upon him, was one of those who were ordered to follow them. For details, see Fath al-Bari. Footnote And Daud, David guessed that we have tried him, and he sought forgiveness of his Lord, and he fell down, prostrate, and turned to Allah in repentance. Quran, chapter 38, verse 24. Chapter on Allah's Statement And unto those who are Jews, we forbade every animal with undivided hoof. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 146 Ibn Abbas said, Every animal with undivided hoof means the camel and the ostrich. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, May Allah curse the Jews. When Allah forbade them to eat the fat of animals, they melted it and sold it, and utilized its price. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Come not near to al-fawahish, shameful sins, illegal sexual intercourse, whether committed openly or secretly. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 151 Narrated Abu Wa'il, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, said, the Prophet peace be upon him said, None has more sense of ghayrah than Allah. Therefore, he has prohibited shameful sins, illegal sexual intercourse, whether committed openly or secretly. And none loves to be praised more than Allah does. And for this reason, he praises himself. I asked Abu Wa'il, Did you hear it from Abdullah? He said, Yes. I said, did Abdullah ascribe it to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? He said, 
Yes. Footnote. Ghayra. This word covers a wide meaning. Jealousy, as regards women, and also it is a feeling of great fury and anger when one's honor and prestige is injured or challenged. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, bring forward your witnesses. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 150 The word Halumma in the dialect of the people of Hijaz in Saudi Arabia is used for single, two, and more than two persons. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The day that some of the signs of your Lord do come, no good will it do to a person to believe. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 158 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, The hour will not be established until the sun rises from the west, and when the people see it, then whoever will be living on the surface of the earth will have faith, and that is the time when no good will it do to a person to believe then, if he believed not before. Quran, chapter 6, verse 158. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, The hour will not be established till the sun rises from the west, and when it rises from the west and the people see it, they all will believe then, and that is, the time when no good will it do to a person to believe then. Then he recited the whole verse. Quran, chapter 6, verse 158. Footnote. Do they then wait for anything other than that the angels should come to them, or that your Lord, Allah, should come, or that some of the signs of your Lord should come, that is, pertence of the hour? For example, rising of the sun from the west. The day that some of the signs of your Lord do come, no good will it do to a person to believe then. If he believed not before, nor earned good, by performing deeds of righteousness through his faith. Say, wait you, we too are waiting. Quran, chapter 6, verse 158. The Commentary of Surah Al-A'raf The Wall with Elevations In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him. But the things that my Lord has indeed forbidden are al-fawahish, great evil sins, every kind of unlawful sexual intercourse, whether committed openly or secretly. Quran, chapter 7, verse 33. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, None has more sins of ghayrah than Allah, and for this, he has forbidden al-fawahish, great evil sins, every kind of unlawful sexual intercourse, whether committed openly or secretly. And none loves to be praised more than Allah does. And for this, he praises himself. Footnote. Ghayra. The word covers a wide meaning, jealousy as regards women, and also it is a feeling of great fury and anger when one's honor and prestige is injured or challenged. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when Musa, Moses, 
came at the time and place appointed by us and his Lord, Allah spoke to him. He said, O my Lord, show me yourself that I may look upon you. Quran, chapter 7, verse 143. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him. A man from the Jews, having been slapped on his face, came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Muhammad, a man from your companions from the Ansar has slapped me on my face. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Call him. When they called him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Why did you slap him? He said, O Allah's Messenger, while I was passing by the Jews, I heard him saying, By him who selected Musa, Moses, above the human beings. I said, Even above Muhammad, peace be upon him? I became furious and slapped him on the face. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do not give me superiority over the other prophets. For on the day of resurrection, the people will become unconscious, and I will be the first to regain consciousness. Then I will see Musa, Moses, holding one of the pillars of the throne. I will not know whether he has come to his senses before me or that the shock he had received at the mountain during his worldly life was sufficient for him. Almanda, a kind of sweet gum, and asalwa, that is, quail, a kind of bird, Quran, chapter 7, verse 160. Narrated Sa'id bin Zaid, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Al-Kamar, truffle, that is, a kind of edible fungus, is like the manna, sweet resin or gum, as it grows naturally without human care, and its water is a medicinal cure for the eye diseases. See Hadith number 4478. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, O mankind, verily, I am sent to you all as the Messenger of Allah, to whom belongs the dominion of the heavens and the earth. La ilaha illa huwa None has the right to be worshipped but he. It is he who gives life and causes death. So believe in Allah and his Messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him. The Prophet, who can neither read nor write, that is Muhammad peace be upon him, who believes in Allah and his words, this Qur'an, the Torah, Torah, and the Injil, Gospel, and also Allah's word, be, and he was, that is Isa, Jesus, son of Maryam, Mary, peace be upon her, and follow him so that you may be guided. Qur'an, chapter 7, verse 158. Narrated Abu Ad-Darda There was a dispute between Abu Bakr and Umar, and Abu Bakr made Umar angry. So Umar left angrily. Abu Bakr followed him, requesting him to excuse him. But Umar refused to do so and closed his door in Abu Bakr's face. So Abu Bakr went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while we were with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, This friend of yours must have quarreled with somebody. In the meantime, Umar repented and felt sorry for what he had done. So he came, greeted those who were present, and sat with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and related the story to him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, became angry, and Abu Bakr started saying, O Allah's Messenger, by Allah, I was more at fault than Umar. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Are you people leaving for me my companion, Abu Bakr? 
Are you people leaving for me, my companion? When I said, O people, I am sent to you all as the messenger of Allah, you said, You tell a lie. While Abu Bakr said, You have spoken the truth. Chapter on Allah saying, And say, Hittadun, that is, O Allah, forgive our sins. Quran, Chapter 7, Verse 161. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, It was said to the children of Israel, Enter the gate, prostrate, bowing with humility, and say, Hittadun, O Allah, forgive our sins. Quran, Chapter 7, Verse 161. We shall forgive you, your wrongdoings. But they changed Allah's order and entered, dragging themselves on their buttocks, and said, Habbadun, a grain in a shara, a spike or a hair. See Hadith number 4479. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Show forgiveness, enjoin what is good, and turn away from the foolish. That is, don't punish them. Quran, Chapter 7, Verse 199. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Uayna bin Hassan bin Hudayfa came and stayed with his nephew, Al-Hur bin Qais, who was one of those whom Umar used to keep near him, as the Qurra. Learned men, knowing Qur'an by heart, were the people of Umar's meetings and his advisors, whether they were old or young. Uayna said to his nephew, O son of my brother, you have an approach to this chief, so get me the permission to see him. Al-Hur said, I will get the permission for you to see him. So Al-Hur asked the permission for Uraina, and Umar admitted him. When Uraina entered upon him, he said, Beware, O the son of Al-Khattab. By Allah, you neither give us sufficient provision nor judge among us with justice. Thereupon, Umar became so furious that he intended to harm him. But Al-Hur said, O chief of the believers, Allah said to his prophet, peace be upon him, Show forgiveness, enjoin what is good, and turn away from the foolish. Quran, chapter 7, verse 199. And this, that is, Wa'ina, is one of the foolish. By Allah, Umar did not overlook that verse when Al-Hur recited it before him. He observed the orders of Allah's book strictly. Narrated Abdullah bin Zubayr, the verse, Show forgiveness, enjoin what is good, was revealed by Allah except in connection with the character of the people. Abdullah bin Az-Zubayr said, Allah ordered his Prophet peace be upon him to forgive the people their misbehavior towards him. The Commentary of Suratul Anfal The Spoils of War In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah they ask you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, about Al-Anfal, the spoils of war. Say, the spoils are for Allah and the Messenger, peace be upon him. So, fear Allah and adjust all matters of difference among you. Quran, chapter 8, verse 1. Ibn Abbas said, Al-Anfal means war booty. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubayr. I asked Ibn Abbas regarding Suratul Anfal. He said, it was revealed in connection with the Battle of Badr. Chapter on the Statement of Allah
Verily, the worst of moving living creatures with Allah are the deaf and the dumb, those who understand not, that is, the disbelievers. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 22 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the verse, Verily, the worst of moving living creatures with Allah are the deaf and the dumb, those who understand not. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 22 The people referred to here were some persons from the tribe of Bani Abdul Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, answer Allah by obeying Him and His Messenger when He, peace be upon Him, calls you to that which will give you life. And know that Allah comes in between a man and his heart, that is, He prevents an evil person to decide anything. And verily, to him you shall all be gathered. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 24 Narrated Abu Sa'id bin al-Mu'alla, May Allah be pleased with him. While I was offering salah, prayer, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, passed by and called me. But I did not go to him till I had finished the salah, prayer. Then I went to him, and he said, What prevented you from coming to me? Didn't Allah say, O you who believe, answer Allah by obeying Him and His Messenger when He, peace be upon Him, called you? He then said, I will teach you the greatest surah in the Qur'an before I leave the mosque. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon Him, got ready to leave the mosque, I reminded Him. He said, It is, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All the praises and thanks be to Allah, the Lord of the Alameen. Mankind, jinn, and all that exists, which is Athabal Mathani, Surah Al Fatiha, the seven repeatedly recited verses. See Hadith number 4474, 4703, and 5006. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. And remember, when they said, O Allah, if this, the Quran, is indeed the truth revealed from you, then rain down stones on us. Quran, chapter 8, verse 32. Ibn Uayna said, Allah did not use the word mafar in the Quran except when it means a shower of torture. And Arabs call the rain ghaith, as a curse in the statement of Allah. And it is he who sends down the ghaith, rain after they have despaired, given up all hope. Quran, chapter 42. Verse 28 Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. Abu Jahl said, O Allah, if this, the Qur'an is indeed the truth revealed from you, then rain down stones on us from the sky, or bring on us a painful torment. So Allah revealed, and Allah would not punish them while you, Muhammad peace be upon him, are amongst them, nor will he punish them while they seek Allah's forgiveness. And why should not Allah punish them while they hinder men from Al-Masjid Al-Haram at Mecca? Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 33 and 34 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Allah would not punish them while you, Muhammad peace be upon him, are amongst them, nor will he punish them while they seek Allah's forgiveness. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 33 Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. 
Abu Jahl said, O oh Allah, if this, the Qur'an is indeed the truth revealed from you, then rain down stones on us from the sky, and bring on us a painful torment. So Allah revealed, and Allah would not punish them while you, Muhammad peace be upon him, are amongst them, nor will he punish them while they seek Allah's forgiveness. And why should not Allah punish them while they hinder men from Al-Masjid Al-Haram at Mecca? Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 33 and 34 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And fight them until there is no more fitna, disbelief, and polytheism. That is, worshipping others besides Allah and the religion, worship will be all for Allah alone in the whole of the world. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 39 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, that a man came to him while two groups of Muslims were fighting, and said, O Abu Abdurrahman, don't you hear what Allah has mentioned in his book? And if two parties or groups among the believers fall to fighting. Quran, chapter 49, verse 9. So what prevents you from fighting as Allah has mentioned in his book? Ibn Umar said, O son of my brother, I would rather be blamed for not fighting because of this verse than to be blamed because of another verse where Allah says, And whoever kills a believer intentionally. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93. Then that man said, Allah says, And fight them until there is no more fitna, disbelief, and polytheism, that is, worshipping other besides Allah, and the religion, worship will be all for Allah alone. Quran, chapter 8, verse 39. Ibn Umar said, We did this during the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, when the number of Muslims was small and a man was put to trial because of his religion. Al-Mushrikun, pagans, etc., would either kill or chain him. But when the Muslims increased and Islam spread, there was no persecution. When that man saw that Ibn Umar did not agree to his proposal, he said, What is your opinion regarding Ali and Uthman? Ibn Umar said, What is my opinion regarding Ali and Uthman? As for Uthman, Allah forgave him and you disliked to forgive him. And Ali is the cousin and son-in-law of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Then he pointed out with his hand and said, And that is his daughter's house, which you can see. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubair, Ibn Umar came to us and a man said to him, What do you think about Qital al-Fitna, fighting caused by al-Fitna? Ibn Umar said to him, And do you understand what al-Fitna is? Muhammad, peace be upon him, used to fight against al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him. And his fighting with them was against fitna. And his fighting was not like your fighting, which is carried on for the sake of ruling. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, urged the believers to fight. Quran Chapter 8, verse 65 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. When the verse, if there are twenty steadfast persons amongst you, they will overcome two hundreds. Quran, chapter 8, verse 65 was revealed.
Then it became obligatory for the Muslims that one Muslim should not flee from ten non-Muslims. Sufyan, the sub-narrator, once said, Twenty Muslims should not flee before two hundred non-Muslims. Then there was revealed, Now Allah has lightened your task. Quran, chapter 8, verse 66. So it became obligatory that one hundred Muslims should not flee before two hundred non-Muslims. Once Sufyan added, The verse urged the believers to fight. If there are twenty steadfast persons amongst you, Muslims, was revealed. Sufyan said, Ibn Shubruma said, I see that this order is applicable to the obligation of enjoining al-ma'aruf, Islamic monotheism, and all that Islam ordains, and forbidding al-munkar, disbelief, polytheism, and all that Islam forbids. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Now that Allah has lightened your task, for He knows that there is weakness in you. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 66 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, when the verse, If there are twenty steadfast persons amongst you, Muslims, they shall overcome two hundred non-Muslims, was revealed. It became hard on the Muslims when it became compulsory that one Muslim ought not to flee in war before ten non-Muslims. So Allah lightened the order by revealing. Now, Allah has lightened your task, for He knows that there is weakness in you. So if there are of you a hundred steadfast persons, they shall overcome two hundred non-Muslims. Quran, chapter 8, verse 66. So, when Allah reduced the number of enemies which Muslims should withstand, their patience and perseverance against the enemy decreased as much as their task was lightened for them. The Commentary of Surah At-Tawbah or Dara' The Repentance Chapter on Allah's Statement Freedom from all obligations is declared from Allah and His Messenger peace be upon Him to those of the Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in His Messenger Muhammad peace be upon Him with whom you made a treaty. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 1 Narrated Al-Bara' May Allah be pleased with him The last verse that was revealed was They ask you for a legal verdict Say Allah directs thus About Al-Kalala Those who leave neither descendants Nor ascendants as heirs Quran Chapter 4 Verse 176 And the last surah Which was revealed was Bara' Number 9 Chapter on the Statement of Allah So travel freely, O Mushrikun, for four months, as you will, throughout the land, but know that you cannot escape from the punishment of Allah, and Allah will disgrace the disbelievers. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 2 Narrated Humayd bin Abdul Rahman, Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, During that Hajj, in which Abu Bakr was the chief of the pilgrims, Abu Bakr sent me along with announcers on the day of Nahar, 10th of Dhul-Hijjah in Mina to announce, No mushrik, polytheist, pagan, idolater, and disbeliever in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, shall perform hajj after this year, 
and none shall perform the tawaf around the Kaaba in a naked state. Humayd bin Abdul Rahman added, Then Allah's Messenger peace be upon him sent Ali bin Abi Talib after Abu Bakr and ordered him to recite aloud in public Surat Bara. Abu Huraira added, So Ali, along with us, recited Bara loudly before the people at Mina on the day of Nahr and announced, No mushrik shall perform Hajj after this year, and none shall perform the tawaf around the Kaaba in a naked state. Chapter on Allah's Statement And a declaration from Allah and His Messenger Up to Mushrikun Quran Chapter 9 Verse 3 Narrated Humayd bin Abdul Rahman Abu Huraira said Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, sent me in that Hajj in which he was the chief of the pilgrims along with the announcers whom he sent on the day of Nahr to announce at Mina. No Mushrik Polytheist, pagan, idolater, and disbeliever in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him shall perform Hajj after this year, and none shall perform the Tawaf around the Kaaba in a naked state. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Except those of the Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him with whom You Muslims have a treaty. Quran, chapter 9, verse 4. Narrated Humayd bin Abdul Rahman. Abu Huraira said that Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, sent him during the Hajj, in which Abu Bakr was made the chief of the pilgrims by Allah's messenger peace be upon him, before the year of Hajjatul Wada, in a group of announcers to announce before the people. No mushrik, polytheist, pagan, idolater, and disbeliever in the oneness of Allah, and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, shall perform the Hajj after this year, and none shall perform the Tawaf around the Kaaba in a naked state. Humayd used to say, The day of Nahr is the day of Al-Hajj Al-Akbar, because of the narration of Abu Huraira. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Fight you, the leaders of disbelief, chiefs of Quraysh, Musrikun of Mecca, for surely their oaths are nothing to them. Quran, chapter 9, verse 12. Narrated Zayd bin Wahab, We were with Hudhaifa, and he said, None remains of the people described by this verse. Quran, chapter 9, verse 12. Except three, and of the hypocrites, except four. A Bedouin said, You, The companions of Muhammad, peace be upon him, tell us things that we do not know. What about those who break open our houses and steal our precious things? He, Huzaifa, replied, Those are al-fusaq, rebellious, wrongdoers, not disbelievers or hypocrites. Really, none remains of them hypocrite but four, one of whom is a very old man who, if he drinks water, does not feel its coldness. Footnote, that is, does not enjoy it because of Allah's punishment he has incurred. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And those who hoard up gold and silver, al-kanz, the money, the zakat of which has not been paid, and spend it not in the way of Allah, announce to them a painful torment. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 34 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The kans, money, gold, silver, etc., 
the zakat of which has not been paid of any one of you will appear in the form of bald-headed poisonous male snake on the day of resurrection. See Hadith number 1403. Narrated Zayd bin Wahab, I passed by, that is, visited Abu Thar at Ar-Rabazah, and said to him, What has brought you to this land? He said, We were at Sham, and I recited the verse, They who hoard up gold and silver, Al-Kanz, the money, the zakat of which has not been paid, and spend it not in the way of Allah, announce to them a painful torment. Quran, chapter 9, verse 34. Whereupon Mu'aviyah said, This verse is not for us, but for the people of the scripture. Then I said, But it is both for us, Muslim, and for them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah On the day when that, Al-Kanz, money, gold, and silver, etc., the zakat of which has not been paid, will be heated in the fire of hell, and with it will be branded their foreheads. Quran, chapter 9, verse 35 Narrated Khalid bin Aslam, We went out with Abdullah bin Umar, and he said, This verse was revealed before the prescription of zakat, and when zakat was prescribed, Allah made it a means of purifying one's wealth. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, the number of months with Allah is twelve months in a year, so was it ordained by Allah on the day when He created the heavens and the earth. Of them, four are sacred, that is, the first, the seventh, the eleventh, and the twelfth months of the Islamic calendar. That is the right religion, so wrong not yourself therein. Quran, chapter 9, verse 36. Narrated Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Time has come back to its original state, which it had when Allah created the heavens and the earth. The year is twelve months, four of which are sacred. Three of them are in succession, Dhul-Qarda, Dhul-Hijjah, and Al-Muharram, and the fourth being Rajab Mudar named after the tribe of Mudar, as they used to respect this month, which stands between Jamada Athani and Sharban. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The second of two, when they, Muhammad peace be upon him, and Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, were in the cave, and he, peace be upon him, said to his companion, Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, be not sad or afraid, surely Allah is with us. Quran, chapter 9, verse 40. Narrated Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, I was in the company of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the cave, and on seeing the traces of al-Mushrikun, I said, O Allah's Messenger, if one of them, Mushrikun, should lift up his foot, he will see us. He said, What do you think of two, the third of whom is Allah, as their protector and helper? Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, When there happened the disagreement between Ibn Zubayr and Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, I said to the latter, Why don't you give the bay'ah pledge to him, as his father is Az-Zubayr, and his mother is Asma, and his aunt is Aisha, and his maternal grandfather is Abu Bakr, and his grandmother is Safiya? Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, There was a disagreement between them, that is, Ibn Abbas, and Ibn Zubayr, may Allah be pleased with them. So I went to Ibn Abbas in the morning and said to him, 
Do you want to fight against Ibn Zubayr and thus make lawful what Allah has made unlawful? That is, fighting in Mecca? Ibn Abbas said, Allah forbid. Allah ordained that Ibn Zubayr and Bani Umayyah would permit fighting in Mecca. But by Allah, I will never regard it as permissible. Ibn Abbas added, The people asked me to give the Bayara pledge to Ibn Zubayr. I said, He is really entitled to assume authority for his father. As Zubayr was the helper of the Prophet, peace be upon him, his maternal grandfather, Abu Bakr, was the Prophet's companion in the cave. His mother, Asma, was Dhatun Nitaq. His aunt, Aisha, was the mother of the believers. His paternal aunt, Khadija, was the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. And the paternal aunt of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was his grandmother. He himself is pious and chaste in Islam, well versed in the knowledge of the Qur'an. By Allah, really, I left my relatives, Bani Umayyah for his sake though. They are my close relatives. And if they should be my rulers, they are equally apt to be so and are descended from a noble family. Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, we entered upon Ibn Abbas and he said, Are you not astonished at Ibn Zubayr's assuming the caliphate? I said to myself, I will support him and speak of his good traits as I did not do even for Abu Bakr and Umar, though they were more entitled to receive all good than he was. I said, He, that is, Ibn Zubayr is the son of the aunt of the Prophet peace be upon him, and the son of Az-Zubayr, and the grandson of Abu Bakr, and the son of Khadija's brother, and the son of Aisha's sister. Nevertheless, he considers himself to be superior to me, and does not want me to be one of his friends. So I said, I never expected that he would refuse my offer to support him, and I don't think he intends to do me any good. Therefore, if my cousins should inevitably be my rulers, it will be better for me to be ruled by them than by some others. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And for to attract the hearts of those who have been inclined towards Islam and to free the captives. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 60 Mujahid said, To attract their hearts by giving them gifts. Narrated Abu Sa'id, May Allah be pleased with him. Something was sent to the Prophet peace be upon him, and he distributed it amongst four men and said, I want to attract their hearts to Islam thereby. A man said to the Prophet peace be upon him, You have not done justice. Thereupon, the Prophet peace be upon him said, There will emerge from the offspring of this man some people who will renounce the religion. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those who defame such of the believers who give charity in Allah's cause voluntarily. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 79 Narrated Abu Mas'ud when we were ordered to give in sadaqah, charity, we used to start to work as porters to earn something we could give in charity. Abu Aqil came with one half of a sar, special measure for food grains, and another person brought more than he did. So the hypocrite said, Allah is not in need of the sadaqah of this, that is Aqil, and this other person did not give sadaqah but for showing off, then Allah revealed. Those who defame such of the believers who give charity in Allah's cause voluntarily, and those who could not find to give charity in Allah's cause except what is available to them. Quran, Chapter 9, 
verse 79. Narrated Shaqiq, Abu Mas'ud al-Ansari said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to order us to give in sadaqah, charity. So one of us would exert himself to earn one mudh, special measure of wheat or dates, etc., to give in charity, while today one of us may have one hundred thousand. Shaqiq said, as if Abu Mas'ud referred to himself. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, ask forgiveness for them, hypocrites, or ask not forgiveness for them, and even if you ask seventy times for their forgiveness, Allah will not forgive them. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 80 Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. When Abdullah bin Ubay died, his son Abdullah bin Abdullah came to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and asked him to give him his shirt in order to shroud his father in it. He gave it to him. And then Abdullah asked the Prophet peace be upon him to offer the funeral prayer for him, his father. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him got up to offer the funeral prayer for him. But Umar got up too and got hold of the garment of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and said, O Allah's Messenger, will you offer the funeral prayer for him though your Lord has forbidden you to offer the prayer for him? Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, But Allah has given me the choice by saying, whether you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, ask forgiveness for them, hypocrites, or ask not forgiveness for them, and even if you ask seventy times for their forgiveness. Quran, chapter 9, verse 80. So I will ask more than seventy times. Umar said, But he, Abdullah bin Ubayi, is a hypocrite. However, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him did offer the funeral prayer for him, whereupon Allah revealed, and never O Muhammad, peace be upon him, pray funeral prayer for any one of them, hypocrites, who dies, nor stand at his grave. Quran, chapter 9, verse 84. Narrated Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him. When Abdullah bin Ubayy bin Salul died, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was called in order to offer the funeral prayer for him. When Allah's Messenger got up to offer the prayer, I got hold of him and said, O Allah's Messenger, do you offer the prayer for Ibn Urbay, although he said so and so on such and such a day? I went on mentioning his sayings. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, smiled and said, Keep away from me, O Umar. But when I spoke too much to him, he said, I have been given the choice, and I have chosen this. And if I knew that if I asked forgiveness for him more than seventy times, he would be forgiven, I would ask it for more times than that. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offered the funeral prayer for him, and then left. But he did not stay long before the two verses of Surah Barah were revealed. And never, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, pray funeral prayer for any of them hypocrites who dies. Up to, while they were fasiqoon. Quran, chapter 9, verse 84. Later, I was astonished at my daring to speak like that to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. And Allah and His Messenger, peace be upon Him, know better. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And never, O Muhammad, peace be upon Him, pray funeral prayer for any of them, hypocrites, who dies, nor stand at His grave. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 84 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, when Abdullah bin Urbay died, 
his son Abdullah bin Abdullah came to Allah's messenger peace be upon him, who gave his shirt to him and ordered him to shroud his father in it. Then he stood up to offer the funeral prayer for the deceased, but Umar ibn al-Khattab took hold of his, the Prophet's, garment and said, Do you offer the funeral prayer for him, though he was a hypocrite? And Allah has forbidden you to ask forgiveness for hypocrites. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah has given me the choice, or Allah has informed me, saying, When you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, ask forgiveness for them, hypocrites, or ask not forgiveness for them, and even if you ask seventy times for their forgiveness, Allah will not forgive them. Quran, chapter 9, verse 80. Then he added, I will appeal to Allah for his sake more than seventy times. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offered the funeral prayer for him, and we too offered the prayer along with him. Then Allah revealed, And never, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, pray funeral prayer for any of them, hypocrites who dies, nor stand at his grave. Certainly, they disbelieved in Allah and his messenger and died while they were fasiqun, rebellious, disobedient to Allah and his messenger, peace be upon him. Quran, chapter 9, verse 84. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They will swear by Allah to you, Muslims, when you return to them, that you may turn away from them. Quran, chapter 9, Verse 95 Narrated Abdullah bin Garb I heard Garb bin Malik at the time he remained behind and did not join the battle of Tabuk, saying, By Allah, no blessing has Allah bestowed upon me, besides my guidance to Islam, better than that of helping me speak the truth to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Otherwise, I would have told the Prophet, peace be upon him, a lie, and would have been ruined like those who had told a lie when the divine revelation was revealed. They will swear by Allah to you, Muslims, when you return to them, up to Al-Fasiqun, rebellious, disobedient to Allah. Quran, chapter 9, verse 95 and 96. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They, the hypocrites, swear to you, Muslims, that you may be pleased with them, up to Al-Fasiqun, rebellious, disobedient to Allah. Quran, Chapter 9, verse 96 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And there are others who have acknowledged their sins. Quran, chapter 9, verse 102 Narrated Samura bin Jundab, May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Tonight, two visitors came to me in my dream and took me to a town built with gold bricks and silver bricks. There we met men who, by half of their bodies, look like the most handsome human beings you have ever seen, and by the other half, the ugliest human beings you have ever seen. Those two visitors said to those men, Go and dip yourselves in that river. So they dipped themselves therein and then came to us, their ugliness having disappeared and they were in the most handsome shape. The visitors said, This is the garden of Arden, paradise, and that is your dwelling place. Then they added, As for those people who were half ugly and half handsome, there were those who have mixed deeds that were good with deeds that were evil. But Allah forgave them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It is not proper for the Prophet peace be upon him and those who believe to ask for Allah's forgiveness for the mushrikun, polytheists, 
pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in His Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. Quran, chapter 9, verse 113. Narrated Al-Musayyib When Abu Talib's death approached, the Prophet peace be upon him went to him while Abu Jahl and Abdullah bin Abi Umayyah were present with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, O uncle, say La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, so that I may argue for your case with it before Allah. On that, Abu Jahl and Abdullah bin Abi Umayyah said, O Abu Talib, do you want to renounce Abdul Muttalib's religion? Then the Prophet peace be upon him said, I will keep on asking Allah for forgiveness for you unless I am forbidden to do so. Then there was revealed, It is not proper for the Prophet peace be upon him and those who believe to ask for Allah's forgiveness for al-mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, even though they be of kin, after it has become clear to them that they are the dwellers of the fire. Quran, chapter 9, verse 113. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah has forgiven the Prophet, peace be upon him, the Muhajirun and the Ansar. Quran, chapter 9, verse 117. Narrated Abdullah bin Ka'ab, I heard Ka'ab bin Malik talking about the verse, and he did forgive also the three who did not join the Tabuk expedition. Quran, chapter 9, verse 118, saying in the last portion of his talk, I said, as a part, sign of my repentance, I would like to give up all my property in the cause of Allah and His Messenger. The Prophet peace be upon him said to me, Keep some of your wealth as it is good for you. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And he did forgive also the three who did not join the Tabuk expedition till for them the earth, vast as it is, was straightened. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 118 Narrated Abdullah bin Ka'ab I heard Ka'ab bin Malik, who was one of the three who were forgiven, saying that, he had never remained behind Allah's Messenger peace be upon him in any Ghazwa, which he had fought except two Ghazawat, Ghazwa al-Usra, Tabuk, and Ghazwa Badr. He added, I decided to tell the truth to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him in the forenoon, and scarcely did he return from a journey he made, except in the forenoon, he would go first to the mosque and offer a Tulraqa Salah, prayer. The Prophet peace be upon him forbade others to speak to me or to my companions, but he did not prohibit speaking to any of those who had remained behind excepting us. So the people avoided speaking to us, and I stayed in that state till I could no longer bear it. And the only thing that worried me was that I might die, and the Prophet peace be upon him would not offer the funeral prayer for me, or Allah's Messenger peace be upon him might die, and I would be left in that social status among the people that nobody would speak to me or offer the funeral prayer for me. But Allah revealed His forgiveness for us to the Prophet peace be upon him in the last third of the night while Allah's Messenger peace be upon him was with Umm Salama. Umm Salama sympathized with me and helped me in my disaster. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, O Umm Salama, Garb has been forgiven. She said, Shall I send someone to him to give him the good tidings? He said, if you did so, the people would not let you sleep the rest of the night. So, 
When the Prophet peace be upon him had offered the Fajr prayer, he announced Allah's forgiveness for us. His face used to look as bright as a piece of the full moon whenever he was pleased. When Allah revealed his forgiveness for us, we were the three whose case had been deferred, while the excuse presented by those who had apologized had been accepted. But when there were mentioned those who had told the Prophet peace be upon him lies and remained behind the battle of the book and had given false excuses, they were described with the worst description one may be described with. Allah said, They, the hypocrites, will present their excuses to you, Muslims, when you return to them. Say, O Muhammad peace be upon him, present no excuses, we shall not believe you. Allah has already informed us of the news concerning you. Allah and his messenger will observe your deeds. Quran, chapter 9, verse 94. Chapter on the statement of Allah. O you who believe, be afraid of Allah, and be with those who are true in words and deeds. Quran, chapter 9, verse 119. Narrated Abdullah bin Ka'ab, I heard Ka'ab bin Malik talking about the story of the battle of Tabuk when he remained behind. By Allah, I do not know anyone whom Allah has helped for telling the truth more than me. Since I mentioned that truth to Allah's messenger peace be upon him till today, I have never intended to tell a lie, and Allah revealed to his messenger. Verily, Allah has forgiven the Prophet, the Muhajirun, up to, and be with those who are true in words and deeds. Quran, chapter 9, verse 117 to 119. See volume 5, hadith number 4418. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, there has come unto you a messenger, Muhammad peace be upon him, from amongst yourselves, that is, whom you know well. It grieves him that you should receive any injury or difficulty. Quran, Chapter 9, Verse 128 Narrated Zayd bin Thabid al-Ansari, may Allah be pleased with him, who was one of those who used to write the divine revelation. Abu Bakr sent for me after the heavy casualties among the warriors of the battle of Yamama, where a great number of Qurra, those who know the Qur'an by heart, were killed. Umar was present with Abu Bakr, who said, Umar has come to me and said, The people have suffered heavy casualties on the day of the battle of Yamama, and I am afraid that there will be more casualties among the Qurra at other battlefields, whereby a large part of the Qur'an may be lost unless you collect it, and I am of the opinion that you should collect the Qur'an. Abu Bakr added, I said to Umar, How can I do something which Allah's Messenger peace be upon him has not done? Umar said to me, By Allah, it is really a good thing. So Umar kept on pressing, trying to persuade me to accept his proposal, till Allah opened my bosom for it, and I had the same opinion as Umar. Zaid bin Thabit added, Umar was sitting with him, Abu Bakr, and was quiet. Abu Bakr said to me, You are a wise young man, and we do not suspect you of telling lies or of forgetfulness, and you used to write the divine revelation for Allah's Messenger peace be upon him. Therefore, look for the Qur'an and collect it in one manuscript. By Allah, if he, Abu Bakr, had ordered me to shift one of the mountains from its place, it would not have been harder for me than what he had ordered me concerning the collection of the Qur'an. I said to both of them, 
How dare you do a thing which the Prophet peace be upon him has not done? Abu Bakr said, By Allah, it is really a good thing. So I kept on arguing with him about it, till Allah opened my bosom for that, which he had opened the bosoms of Abu Bakr and Umar. So I started to search for the Quranic material, and to collect it from parchments, scapula, leaf stalks of date palms, and from the memories of men who knew it by heart. I found with Khuzayma two verses of Surah At-Tawbah, which I had not found with anybody else, and they were, Verily, there has come unto you a messenger, Muhammad peace be upon him, from amongst yourselves, that is, whom you know well. It grieves him that you should receive any injury or difficulty. He, Muhammad peace be upon him, is anxious over you to be rightly guided. Quran, chapter 9, verse 128. The manuscript on which the Quran was collected remained with Abu Bakr till Allah took him unto him, and then with Umar till Allah took him unto him. And finally, it remained with Hafsa, Umar's daughter. The Commentary of Surat Yunus The Prophet Yunus In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And we took the children of Israel across the sea, and Fir'aun, Pharaoh, and his hosts followed them in the oppression and enmity, till when the drowning overtook him, he said, I believe that, La ilaha illa huwa, None has the right to be worshipped but He, Allah, in whom the children of Israel believe, and I am one of the Muslims, those who submit to Allah's will. Quran, chapter 10, verse 90. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, arrived at Al-Madinah, the Jews were observing the Sawm, fast on Ashura, 10th of Muharram, and they said, this is the day when Musa, Moses, became victorious over Fir'aun, Pharaoh. On that, the Prophet peace be upon him said to his companions, You Muslims have more right to celebrate Musa's victory than they have. So observe the psalm on this day. The Commentary of Surah Hud The Prophet Hud In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah No doubt, they did fold up their breasts, that they may hide from Him. Surely, even when they cover themselves with their garments, He knows what they conceal and what they reveal. Verily, He is the All-Knower of the innermost secrets of the breasts. Quran, Chapter 11, Verse 5 Narrated Muhammad ibn Abbad ibn Ja'far that he heard Ibn Abbas reciting, no doubt, they did fold up their breasts. Quran, chapter 11, verse 5, and asked him about its explanation. He said, Some people used to hide themselves while answering the call of nature in an open space, lest they be exposed to the sky. And also, when they had sexual relation with their wives in an open space, lest they be exposed to the sky. So the above revelation was sent down regarding them. Narrated Muhammad ibn Abbad ibn Ja'far. Ibn Abbas recited, No doubt, they did fold up their breasts. I said, O Abu al-Abbas, what is meant by, they did fold up their breasts? He said, A man used to feel shy on having sexual relation with his wife, or on answering the call of nature, in an open space, 
so this verse was revealed. No doubt, they did fold up their breasts. Narrated Amr, Ibn Abbas recited, No doubt, they did fold up their breasts in order to hide from him. Surely, even when they cover themselves with their garments. Quran, Chapter 11, Verse 5 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And His Throne Was on the Water Quran, Chapter 11, Verse 7 Narrated Abu Hurairah, May Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Allah said, Spend, O man, and I shall spend on you. He also said, Allah's hand is full, and its fullness is not affected by the continuous spending night and day. He also said, Do you see what he has spent since he created the heaven and the earth? Nevertheless, what is in his hand is not decreased. And his throne was on the water, and in his hand there is the balance of justice, whereby he raises and lowers people. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And to the Madian, Midian, people, we sent their brother Shu'aib. Quran, Chapter 11, Verse 84 Chapter on the Statement of Allah The witnesses will say, These are the ones who lied. Quran, Chapter 11, Verse 18 Narrated Safwan bin Muhriz While Ibn Umar was performing the tawaf around the Kaaba, a man came up to him and said, O Abu Abdul Rahman, or said, O Ibn Umar, did you hear anything from the Prophet peace be upon him about An-Najwa? Ibn Umar said, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, The believer will be brought near his Lord. Hisham, a sub-narrator said, reporting the Prophet's words, The believer will come near his Lord till his Lord covers him with his screen and makes him confess his sins. Allah will ask him, Do you know that you did such and such sin? He will say twice, Yes, I know, I did commit those sins. Then Allah will say, I did screen your sins in the world, and I forgive them for you today. Then the record of his good deeds will be folded up. As for the others or the disbelievers, it, their evil acts, will be announced publicly before the witnesses. These are ones who lied against their Lord. Quran, Chapter 11 Verse 18. See Hadith number 2441. Footnote. An-Najwa. The private talk between Allah and each of his slaves on the day of resurrection. It also means a secret council or conference or consultation. See the Quran. Chapter 58. Verse 7 to 13. And also see the footnote of Quran. Chapter 11. Verse 18. See Sahih al-Bukhari. Hadith number 2441. Footnote. See Volume 3. Hadith number 2441. Then the book of his good deeds will be given to him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. Such is the seizure of your Lord when he seizes the population of towns while they are doing wrong. Verily, his seizure is painful and severe. Quran, chapter 11, verse 102. Narrated Abu Musa, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, 
Allah gives respite to a zalim, polytheist, wrongdoer, oppressor, etc. But when he seizes, catches him, he never releases him. Then he recited, Such is the seizure of your Lord when he seizes the population of towns while they are doing wrong. Verily, his seizure is painful and severe. Quran, chapter 11, verse 102. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And perform a salah, iqam salah at the two ends of the day, and in some hours of the night, that is, five compulsory salah, prayers. Verily, the good deeds remove the evil deeds, small sins. Quran, Chapter 11, Verse 114 Footnote Iqam salah The performance of as-salah, the prayers, this is not understood by many Muslims. It means A. Every Muslim, male or female, is obliged to offer his salah, prayers, regularly, five times a day at the specified times, the male in the mosque in congregation and the female at home. As the Prophet, peace be upon him, has said, Order your children to offer salah, prayers, at the age of seven, and beat them about it at the age of ten. The chief of a family, town, tribe, etc., and the Muslim ruler of a country are held responsible before Allah in case of non-fulfillment of this obligation by the Muslims under his authority. B. To perform the salah, prayers in a way just as Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him used to perform it, with all its rules and regulations, that is, standing, bowing, prostrating, sitting, etc., as he, peace be upon him, has said, perform your salah, prayer, the way you see me performing it. Please see a hadith numbers 735, 736, 737, 756, 823, and 824. Sahih al-Bukhari For the Prophet's way of offering salah, prayer, in the book of characteristics of the salah, prayer, and that the salah, prayer begins with takbir, Allahu Akbar, with the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha, etc., along with its various postures, standing, bowing, prostrations, sitting, etc., and it ends with taslim. Narrated Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him. A man kissed a woman and then came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and told him of that. So this divine revelation was revealed to the Prophet, peace be upon him. And perform a salah, iqam salah, at the two ends of the day and in some hours of the night, that is, the five compulsory salah, prayers. Verily, the good deeds remove the evil deeds, small sins. That is a reminder and advice for the mindful, those who accept advice. Quran, chapter 11, verse 114. The man said, Is this instruction for me only? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, It is for all those of my followers who encounter a similar situation. The Commentary of Surat Yusuf Joseph, the Prophet Yusuf In the name of Allah the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And perfect His favor on you and on the offspring of Ya'qub. Jacob Quran Chapter 12 Verse 6
narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, The Honorable, the Son of the Honorable, the Son of the Honorable, the Son of the Honorable, that is Yusuf, Joseph, the son of Yaqub, Jacob, the son of Ishaq, Isaac, the son of Ibrahim, Abraham. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, in Yusuf, Joseph, and his brethren, there were ayat, proofs, evidences, verses, lessons, signs, revelations, etc. for those who ask. Quran, Chapter 12, Verse 7 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was asked, Who are the most honorable of the people? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The most honorable of them with Allah are those who keep their duty to Allah and fear Him. They said, We do not ask you about that. He said, Then the most honorable of the people is Yusuf, Joseph, Allah's Prophet, the Son of Allah's Prophet, the Son of Allah's Prophet, the Son of Allah's Khalil, that is, Ibrahim, Abraham. They said, We do not ask you about that. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do you ask about metals, the virtues of the ancestry of the Arabs? They said, Yes. He said, Those who were the best amongst you in the pre-Islamic period are the best amongst you in Islam if they comprehend the religious knowledge. See Hadith number 3358. Footnote Khalil, the one whose love is mixed with one's heart, and it is superior to a friend or beloved. The Prophet, peace be upon him, had only one Khalil, that is Allah, but he had many friends. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He said, Nay, but your own selves have made up a tale. So for me, patience is most fitting. And it is Allah alone whose health can be sought against that lie which you describe. Quran, chapter 12, verse 18. Narrated Az-Zuhri, Urwa bin Az-Zubayr, Sa'id bin Al-Musayyib, Al-Qama bin Waqas, and Ubaidullah bin Abdullah related the narration of Aisha, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. When the slanderers had said about her what they had said, and Allah later declared her innocence. Each of them related a part of the narration, wherein the Prophet peace be upon him said to Aisha, If you are innocent, then Allah will declare your innocence. But if you have committed a sin, then ask for Allah's forgiveness and repent to Him. Aisha said, By Allah, I find no example for my case except that of Yusuf's, Joseph's father, when he said, So for me, patience is most fitting, and it is Allah alone whose help can be sought against that lie which you describe. Then Allah revealed the ten verses. Verily, those who brought forth the slander are a group among you. Quran, chapter 24, verse 11. Narrated Ummir Ruman, who was Aisha's mother, while I was with Aisha, Aisha got fever. Whereupon the Prophet peace be upon him said, Probably her fever is caused by the story related by the people about her. I said, Yes. Then Aisha sat up and said, My example and your example is similar to that of Yaqub, Jacob, 
and his sons. Nay, but your own selves have made up a tale, so for me, patience is most fitting, and it is Allah alone whose help can be sought against that lie which you describe. Quran, chapter 12, verse 18. Chapter on the statement of Allah. And she, in whose house he was, sought to seduce him to do an evil act. She closed the doors and said, Come on, O you. He said, I seek refuge in Allah, or Allah forbid. Quran, chapter 12, verse 23. Narrated Abu Wail, Abdullah bin Mas'ud recited, Hayta laka, come on, O you. And added, We recited as we were taught it. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, when the Prophet peace be upon him realized that the Quraysh had delayed in embracing Islam, he said, O Allah, protect me against their evil by afflicting them with seven years of drought, famine, like the seven years of Prophet Yusuf, Joseph. So they were struck with the year of drought, famine, that destroyed everything till they even ate bones, and a man would look towards the sky and see something like smoke between him and it. Allah said, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10. And Allah further said, Verily, we shall remove the torment for a while. Verily, you will revert to disbelief. Quran, chapter 44, verse 15. Will Allah relieve them from torture on the day of resurrection? The punishment of the smoke had passed, and al-Bathsha, the destruction of al-Mushrikun in the Battle of Badr, had also passed. See Hadith number 1007. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But when the Messenger came to him, Yusuf, Joseph, said, Return to your Lord. Up to, the women said, Allah forbid. Quran, Chapter 12 Verse 50 and 51 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, May Allah bestow his mercy on Prophet Luth, Lot, peace be upon him. Certainly, he used to lean on powerful support. And if I were to remain in prison for the period, Yusuf, Joseph had remained, and then the offer of freedom came to me, I would surely have accepted it. And we shall have more right to be in doubt than Ibrahim, Abraham. When Allah said to him, Do you not believe? Ibrahim said, Yes, I believe, but to be stronger in faith. Quran, chapter 2, verse 260. See Hadith number 3377. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They were reprieved until, when the messengers gave up hope, Quran, chapter 12, verse 110. Narrated Urwa bin Zubayr that when he asked Aisha about the statement of Allah, they were reprieved until when the messengers gave up hope. Quran, chapter 12, verse 110. She told him its meaning. Urwa added, I said, Did they, messengers, suspect that they were betrayed by Allah or that they were treated as liars by their people. Aisha said, They suspected that they were treated as liars by their people. I said, 
But they were sure that their people treated them as liars, and it was not a matter of suspicion. She said, "Yes, they were sure about it." I said to her, "So they, the messengers, suspected that they were betrayed by Allah." She said, "Allah forbid! The messengers never suspected their Lord of such thing." I said, "What about this verse then?" She said, "It is about the messengers." Followers who believed in their Lord and trusted their messengers, but the period of trials was prolonged, and victory was delayed till the messengers gave up all hope of converting those of the people who disbelieved them, and the messengers thought that their followers treated them as liars. Thereupon, Allah's help came to them. See Hadith number three thousand three hundred and eighty-nine. Narrated Orwa, I told her Aisha. Regarding the above narration, that they, messengers, were betrayed by Allah, she said, "Allah forbid," or said something similar. See Hadith number three thousand three hundred and eighty-nine. The commentary of Surah Al-Rad, the thunder, in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the statement of Allah. Allah knows what every female bears, and by how much the wombs fall short of their time or number. Quran, chapter thirteen, verse eight. Narrated Ibn Amr, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said, "The keys of al-Ghaib, unseen, are five, which none knows but Allah. None knows what will happen tomorrow but Allah. None knows what is in the wombs." A male child or a female, but Allah. None knows when it will rain, but Allah. None knows at what place one will die. None knows when the hour will be established, but Allah. See the Quran, chapter thirty-one, verse thirty-four. Footnote: Al Ghaib literally means a thing not seen. This word includes vast meanings. Belief in Allah, angels, holy books, Allah's messengers, day of resurrection, and al-qadr, divine preordainments. It also includes what Allah and His messenger, peace be upon him, informed about the knowledge of the matters of the past, present, and future things. For example, news about the creation of the heavens and earth, botanical and zoological life. The news about the nations of the past, and about paradise and hell, etc. Chapter on the statement of Allah: As a goodly tree, whose root is firmly fixed. Quran, chapter fourteen, verse twenty-four. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. While we were with Allah's messenger peace be upon him, he said, "Tell me of a tree which resembles a Muslim man." Its leaves do not fall, and it does not, and does not, and does not, and it gives its fruits every now and then. It came to my mind that such a tree must be the date palm, but seeing Abu Bakr and Umar saying nothing, I disliked to speak. So when they did not say anything, Allah's messenger peace be upon him said, "It is the date palm tree." When we got up from that place, I said to Umar, "O my father." By Allah, 
It came to my mind that it must be the date palm tree. Omar said, What prevented you from speaking? I replied, I did not see you speaking, so I disliked to speak or say anything. Omar then said, If you had said it, it would have been dearer to me than so and so. Footnote The narrator seems to have forgotten what the Prophet peace be upon him said. Therefore, he just repeats the expression does not three times to indicate that the Prophet peace be upon him described the tree with three other qualities. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah will keep firm those who believe with the word that stands firm. Quran Chapter 14 Verse 27 Narrated Al-Bara bin Azib May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, When a Muslim is questioned in his grave, he will testify that La ilaha illallah None has the right to be worshipped but Allah and that Muhammad peace be upon him is Allah's Messenger and that is what is meant by Allah's statement. Allah will keep firm those who believe with the word that stands firm in this world. That is, they will keep on worshipping Allah alone and none else and in the hereafter. Quran chapter 14 verse 27 See volume 2 hadith number 1369 Footnote Immediately after their death in their graves when the angels Munkar and Nakia will ask them three questions as to 1. Who is your Lord? 2. What is your religion? And 3. What do you say about this man, Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, who was sent to you? The believers will give the correct answers. That is, 1. My Lord is Allah. 2. My religion is Islam. And 3. This man, Muhammad peace be upon him, is Allah's messenger. And he came to us with clear signs, and we believed in him. While the wrongdoers who believed not in Muhammad peace be upon him, the message of Allah, will not be able to answer these questions. See Hadith number 1338. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Have you not seen those who have changed the blessings of Allah into disbelief? Quran, Chapter 14, Verse 28 Narrated Ata, when Ibn Abbas heard the verse, Have you not seen those who have changed the blessings of Allah into disbelief by denying Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and his message of Islam? Quran, chapter 14, verse 28. He said, Those were the disbelievers, pagans, etc. of Mecca. The Commentary of Surah Al-Hijr, The Rocky Tract In the name of Allah the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Except him, devil, that gains hearing by stealing, he is pursued by a clear flaming fire. Quran, Chapter 15, Verse 18 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, When Allah has ordained some affair in the heaven, the angels beat with their wings in obedience, to his statement, which sounds like a chain dragged over a rock. Ali and other sub-narrators said, The sound reaches them, so much so, that when fear is banished from their angels' hearts, they, angels say, 
What is it that your Lord has said? They say, The truth. And he is the most high, the most great. Quran, chapter 34, verse 23. Then he who gains a hearing by stealing, that is, the devil, will hear Allah's statement. Those who gain a hearing by stealing, stand one over the other like this. Sufyan, to illustrate this, spread the fingers of his right hand and place them on over the other horizontally. A clear flaming fire may overtake and burn the eavesdropper before conveying the news to the one below him, or it may not overtake him till he has conveyed it to the one below him, who in his turn conveys it to the one below him, and so on, till they convey the news to the earth. Or, probably, Sufyan said, till the news reaches the earth. Then the news is inspired to a sorcerer or a foreteller who would add a hundred lies to it. His prophecy will prove true as far as the heavenly news is concerned. The people will say, Didn't he tell us that one such and such a day, such and such a thing will happen? We have found that is true, because of the true news heard from heaven. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The same hadith above starting, when Allah has ordained some affair. In this narration, the word foreteller is added to the word wizard. See hadith number 4800. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And verily, the dwellers of Al-Hijr, rocky tract, that is, Thamud people, denied the messengers. Quran, chapter 15, verse 80. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, while we were going for the battle of Tabuk, and when we reached the places of dwellers of Al-Hijr, Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said to his companions, who were at Al-Hijr, or said about the dwellers of Al-Hijr to us, Do not enter the dwelling places of these people unless you enter weeping. But if you weep not, then do not enter upon them, lest you be afflicted with what they were afflicted with. See Volume 5, Hadith Number 4420 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And indeed, we have bestowed upon you seven al-Mathani, that is, seven repeatedly recited verses, that is, Suratul al-Fatiha, and the Grand Qur'an. Qur'an, chapter 15, verse 87. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Mu'alla, While I was offering salah, prayer, the Prophet peace be upon him passed by and called me, but I did not go to him till I had finished my salah, prayer. When I went to him, he said, What prevented you from coming? I said, I was offering salah, prayer. He said, Didn't Allah say, O you who believe, answer Allah by obeying Him and His Messenger. Quran, chapter 8, verse 24. He then said, May I teach you the greatest surah in the Quran before I go out of the mosque? When the Prophet, peace be upon him, intended to go out of the mosque, I reminded him, and he said, That is, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All the praises and thanks be to Allah, the Lord of the Alameen. Mankind, jinn, and all that exists, which is the seven repeatedly recited verses, Al-Mathani, Surah Al-Fatiha, 
and the Grand Qur'an which has been given to me. See Hadith number 4474. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, The Ummul Qur'an, that is, the mother of the Qur'an, is the seven repeatedly recited verses, Al-Mathani, Surah Al-Fatiha, and the Grand Qur'an. Chapter on the Statement of Allah who have made the Qur'an into parts, that is, believed in one part and disbelieved in the other. Qur'an, chapter 15, verse 91. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, those who have made the Qur'an into parts are the people of the scripture, who divided it into portions and believed in one part of it and disbelieved the other. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, concerning as we have sent down on the dividers, Quraysh pagans or Jews and Christians. Quran, chapter 15, verse 90. They believed in one part of it and disbelieved in the other, and they are the Jews and the Christians. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And worship your Lord until there comes unto you the certainty, that is, death. Quran, chapter 15, Verse 99 Salim said, The certainty means the death. The Commentary of Surah An-Nahl The Bees In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And of you there are some who are sent back to senility. Quran, Chapter 16, Verse 70 Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to invoke Allah, saying, O Allah, I seek refuge with you from miserliness, from laziness, from old senile age, from the punishment in the grave, from the fitna, trial and affliction of Ad-Dajjal, and from the fitna, trial and affliction of life and death. The Commentary of Surah Al-Isra The Journey by Night Also called Surah Bani Israel In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on Mention of Surah Bani Israel Narrated Ibn Mas'ud Surah Bani Israel and Al-Kahf and Maryam, Mary, are among my first old property. Chapter on the Statement of Allah and we decreed for the children of Israel. Quran, chapter 17, verse 4. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Glorified and exalted is He, Allah, above all that evil they associate with Him, who took His slave, Muhammad peace be upon Him, for a journey by night from Al-Masjid Al-Haram at Mecca to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa in Jerusalem. Quran, chapter 17, verse 1. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was presented with two cups, one containing wine and the other containing milk on the night of his journey by night at Jerusalem. He looked at both and took the milk. Jibril, Gabriel said, Thanks to Allah who guided you to the fitrah, that is, Islam. If you had taken the wine, your followers would have gone astray.
narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, When the people of Quraysh disbelieved me concerning my Al-Isra journey by night, I stood up in Al-Hijr, the unroofed portion of the Kaaba, and Allah displayed Bayt al-Maqdis in front of me, and I started describing it to them, Quraysh, while looking at it. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And indeed, we have honored the children of Adam. Quran, Chapter 17, Verse 70 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when we decide to destroy a town, population, we first send a definite order to obey Allah and be righteous to those among them, or we first increase in number those of its population who lead a life of luxury. Then they transgress therein. Quran, chapter 17, verse 16. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, during the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, if any tribe became great in number, we used to say, Amirah, the children of so and so. Footnote. In narration number 4711, the word Amirah means increase in number. The same word occurs in the verse above. Quran, chapter 17, verse 16. If we apply the same meaning to the word, then the translation of the verse will be, We first increase in number those of its population who are given the luxury of this life. Narrated Al-Humaydi Sufyan narrated to us something and used the word Amara. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O offspring of those whom we carried in the ship with Nuh, Noah, verily he was a grateful slave. Quran, Chapter 17, Verse 3 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Some cooked meat was brought to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and the meat of a forearm was presented to him, as he used to like it. He ate a morsel of it and said, I will be the chief of all the people on the day of resurrection. Do you know the reason for it? Allah will gather all the human beings of early generations as well as late generations on one plane, so that the announcer will be able to make them all hear his voice, and the watcher will be able to see all for them. The sun will come so close to the people that they will suffer such distress and trouble as they will not be able to tolerate it or to bear it. Then the people will say, Don't you see to what state you have reached? Won't you look for someone who can intercede for you with your Lord? Some people will say to some others, Go to Adam. So they will go to Adam and say to him, You are the father of mankind. Allah created you with his own hand and breathed into you the soul which he created for you and ordered the angels to prostrate before you, and they did. So please, intercede for us with your Lord. Don't you see in what state we are? Don't you see what condition we have reached? Adam will say, Today my Lord has become angry, as he has never become before, nor will ever become thereafter. He forbade me to eat the fruit of the tree, but I disobeyed him. Myself. 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 Go to someone else. Go to Noah. Noah. So they will go to Noah, 
and say to him, O Nuh, you are the first of Allah's messengers to the people of the earth, and Allah has named you a thankful slave. Please intercede for us with your Lord. Don't you see in what state we are? He will say, Today my Lord has become angry, as he has never become before, nor will ever become thereafter. I had in the world the right to make one definitely accepted invocation, and I made it against my nation. Myself, myself, myself. Go to someone else. Go to Ibrahim, Abraham. They will go to Ibrahim, Abraham, and say, O Ibrahim, Abraham, you are Allah's messenger and his Khalil from among the people of the earth. So please intercede for us with your Lord. Don't you see in what state we are? He will say to them, My Lord has today become angry, as he has never become before, nor will ever become thereafter. I had told three lies. Abu Hayyan, the sub-narrator, mentioned them in the hadith. Myself, myself, myself. Go to someone else. Go to Musa, Moses. The people will then go to Musa, Moses, and say, O Musa, Moses, you are Allah's messenger, and Allah gave you superiority above the others with his messenger and with his direct talk to you. Please, intercede for us with your Lord. Don't you see in what state we are? Musa, Moses will say, My Lord has today become angry as he has never become before nor will become thereafter. I killed a person whom I had not been ordered to kill. Myself. 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 Go to someone else. Go to Isa. Jesus. So they will go to Isa. Jesus and say, O Isa. Jesus. You are Allah's messenger and his word be and he was, which he sent to Maryam, Mary and a ruh, soul created by him. And you talk to the people while still young in the cradle. Please intercede for us with your Lord. Don't you see in what state we are? Isa, Jesus will say, My Lord has today become angry as he has never become before, nor will ever become thereafter. Isa, Jesus will not mention any sin, but will say, Myself, Myself, Myself. Go to someone else. Go to Muhammad, peace be upon him. So they will come to me and say, O Muhammad, you are Allah's messenger and the last of the prophets. And Allah forgave you all the past, present, and future sins. Please, intercede for us with your Lord. Don't you see in what state we are? The Prophet, peace be upon him, added, Then I will go beneath Allah's throne and fall in prostration before my Lord. And then, Allah will guide me to such praises and glorifications to him, as he has never guided anybody else before me. Then it will be said, O Muhammad, raise your head, ask, and it will be granted. Intercede. It, your intercession will be accepted. So I will raise my head and say, My followers, O my Lord, my followers, O my Lord. It will be said, O Muhammad, let those of your followers who have no accounts enter through such a gate of the gates of paradise as lies on the right. 
and they will share the other gates with the peoples. The Prophet peace be upon him further said, By him in whose hand my soul is, the distance between every two gate posts of paradise is like the distance between Mecca and Himyar, or between Mecca and Basra in Sham. Footnote Khalil The one whose love is mixed with one's heart and it is superior to a friend or beloved. The Prophet peace be upon him had only one Khalil, that is Allah, but he had many friends. Footnote Ruhullah According to the early religious scholars, from among the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him, and their students, and the Mujtahideen, there is a rule to distinguish between the two nouns in the genitive construction. A. When one of the two nouns is Allah, and the other is a person or a thing, for example, one, Allah's house, Baytullah, two, Allah's messenger, three, Allah's slave, Abdullah, for Allah's spirit, Ruhullah, etc. The rule of the above words is that the second noun, for example, house, messenger, slave, spirit, etc., is created by Allah and is honorable with Him, and similarly, Allah's spirit may be understood as the spirit of Allah. In fact, it is a soul created by Allah. That is, Isa, Jesus, and it was his word, B, and he was created like the creation of Adam. B, but when one of the two is Allah, and the second is neither a person nor a thing, then it is not a created thing, but is a quality of Allah. For example, 1. Allah's knowledge, ilmullah. 2. Allah's life, Hayatullah. 3. Allah's statement, Kalamullah. 4. Allah's self, Zatullah, etc. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And to Daud, David, we gave the Zabur, Psalms, Quran, Chapter 17, Verse 55. Narrated Abu Huraira. May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, The recitation of Zabur, Psalms, was made light and easy for Daud, David, that he used to have his riding animal be saddled while he would finish the recitation before the servant had saddled it. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, call upon those besides him whom you pretend to be gods. Quran, Chapter 17 Verse 56 Narrated Abdullah regarding the explanation of the verse Means of access to their Lord Allah Quran Chapter 17 Verse 57 Some persons from mankind used to worship some persons from jinn. Then those jinn who were worshipped became Muslims, embraced Islam. But those human beings stuck to their old religion. Al-Amsh added, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, call upon those besides him whom you pretend to be gods. Quran, chapter 17, verse 56. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those whom they call upon, like Isa, Jesus, the son of Maryam, Mary, Uzair, Ezra, angels, etc., 
desire for themselves means of access to their Lord. Allah. Quran, chapter 17, verse 57. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, regarding the verse. Those whom they call upon, like Isa, Jesus, the son of Maryam, Mary, Uzair, Isra, angels, etc., desire for themselves means of access to their Lord. Quran, chapter 17, verse 57. It was revealed regarding some jinn who used to be worshipped by human beings. They, jinn, later embraced Islam, while those people kept on worshipping them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And we made not the vision which we showed you, O Muhammad, as an actual eyewitness and not as a dream on the night of Al-Isra, but a trial for mankind. Quran, Chapter 17, Verse 60 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding, And we made not the vision which we showed you, O Muhammad, as an actual eyewitness, and not as a dream on the night of Al-Isra, but a trial for mankind. Quran, Chapter 17, Verse 60 It was an actual eyewitness, and not as a dream at the night of Al-Isra, which was shown to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, during the night he was taken on a journey. And the cursed tree is the tree of Azakum, a bitter pungent tree which grows at the bottom of hell. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, the recitation of the Qur'an in the early dawn, that is, the morning, Fajr prayer, is ever witnessed, attended by the angels in charge of mankind of the day and the night. Qur'an, Chapter 17, Verse 78 Mujahid said, the Qur'an at dawn means the Fajr, morning compulsory congregational salah, prayer. Narrated Ibn al-Musayyib, Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, A salah, prayer, performed in congregation is twenty-five times more superior in reward to a salah performed by a single person. The angels of the night and the angels of the day are assembled at the time of the morning salah, prayer. Abu Huraira added, If you wish, you can recite. Verily, the recitation of the Qur'an in the early dawn, that is, the morning, Fajr prayer, is ever witnessed, attended by the angels in charge of mankind of the day and the night. Qur'an, chapter 17, verse 78. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It may be that your Lord will raise you to Maqami Mahmud, a station of praise and glory, that is, the honor of intercession on the day of resurrection. Quran, Chapter 17, Verse 79 Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, on the day of resurrection the people will fall on their knees, and every nation will follow its prophet, and they will say, O so and so, intercede for us with Allah, till the right of intercession will be given to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and that will be the day when Allah will raise him to Al-Maqam Al-Mahmud, a station of praise and glory, that is, the honor of intercession on the day of resurrection. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Whoever after listening to the Adhan 
call for salah, prayer, says, O Allah, the Lord of this complete call and of this salah, which is going to be established, give Muhammad al-Wasila and al-Fadila and raise him to Maqami Mahmud, a station of praise and glory, that is, the honor of intercession on the day of resurrection, which you have promised him, will be granted my intercession for him on the day of resurrection. Footnote Al-Wasila is the biggest position in paradise which is granted to the Prophet peace be upon him particularly. Al-Fadila is the extra degree of honor which is bestowed on him above all creation. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And say truth, that is, Islamic monotheism or this Qur'an or jihad against polytheists has come and bathil, falsehood, that is, satin or polytheism, etc., has vanished. Qur'an, chapter 17, verse 81. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, entered Mecca in the year of the conquest, and there were 360 idols around the Kaaba. He then started hitting them with a stick in his hand, and he was saying, Truth, that is, Islamic monotheism or this Qur'an or jihad against polytheists has come, and bathil, falsehood, that is, satin or polytheism, etc., vanished. Surely, bathil is ever bound to vanish. Qur'an, chapter 17, verse 81. Al-Haqq, the truth, that is, the Qur'an and Allah's revelation has come, and Al-Bafil, falsehood, satin, Iblis, can neither create anything nor resurrect anything. Qur'an, chapter 34, verse 49. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And they ask you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, concerning the Ruh, the Spirit. Qur'an, chapter 17, Verse 85. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. While I was in the company of the Prophet, peace be upon him, on a farm, and he was reclining on a palm leaf stalk, some Jews passed by. Some of them said to the others, Ask him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the Ruh, spirit. Some of them said, What urges you to ask him about it? Others said, Don't ask him, lest he should give you a reply which you dislike. But they said, Ask him. So they asked him about the Ruh, spirit. The Prophet, peace be upon him, kept quiet and did not give them any answer. I knew that he was being inspired divinely, so I stayed at my place. When the divine revelation had been revealed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, And they ask you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, concerning the Ruh, the spirit, say, the Ruh is one of the things, the knowledge of which is only with my Lord. And of knowledge, you, mankind, have been given only a little. Qur'an, chapter 17, verse 85. See hadith number 125 and 7297. Chapter on the statement of Allah. And offer your salah, prayer, neither aloud nor in a low voice. Qur'an, chapter 17, verse 110. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding 
and offer your salah, prayer, neither aloud nor in a low voice. Quran, chapter 17, verse 110. This verse was revealed while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was hiding himself in Mecca. When he offered salah, prayer, with his companions, he used to raise his voice with the recitation of the Quran, and if al-mushrikun, pagans, etc., happened to hear him, they would abuse the Quran, the one who revealed it, and the one who brought it. Therefore, Allah said to his Prophet, peace be upon him, and offer your salah, prayer, neither aloud, that is, your recitation of the Quran, lest al-mushrikun, pagans, etc., should hear you, and abuse the Quran nor in a low voice, so that your companions could not hear you, but follow a way between. Qur'an, chapter 17, verse 110. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the above verse was revealed in connection with the invocation. The Commentary of Surah Kahf The Cave In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah but man is ever more quarrelsome than anything. Quran, chapter 18, verse 54. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, that one night Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to him and Fatima and said, Don't you both offer the tahajjud prayer? Ali said, When Allah wishes us to get up, we get up. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then recited, But man is ever more quarrelsome than anything. Quran, Chapter 18, verse 54. See volume 2, hadith number 1127. Footnote. The Prophet, peace be upon him, blamed himself for awakening them and then recited. Quran, chapter 18, verse 54. Chapter on the statement of Allah. And remember, when Musa, Moses said to his boy servant, I will not give up traveling until I reach the junction of the two seas, or until I spend years and years in traveling. Quran, chapter 18, verse 60. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubair, I said to Ibn Abbas, Nawfal Bikali claims that Musa, Moses, the companion of Al-Khidr, was not the Musa of the children of Israel. Ibn Abbas said, The enemy of Allah, Nawf, told a lie. Narrated Ubay bin Qarb that he heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him saying, Musa, Moses got up to deliver a speech before the children of Israel, and he was asked, Who is the most learned person among the people? Musa, Moses replied, I am the most learned. Allah admonished him, for he did not ascribe knowledge to Allah alone, so Allah revealed to him. At the junction of the two seas, there is a slave of ours, who is more learned than you. Musa, Moses asked, O my Lord, how can I meet him? Allah said, Take a fish, and put it in a basket, and then proceed. Set out, and where you will lose the fish, you will find him. So Musa, Moses took a fish, and put it in a basket, and set out along with this boy servant, Yusha bin Nun till they reached a rock on which they both lay their heads and slept. The fish moved vigorously in the basket and got out of it and fell into the sea, and there it took its way through the sea straight as in a tunnel. Quran, chapter 18, 
verse 61. Allah stopped the current of water on both sides of the way created by the fish, and so that way was like a tunnel. When Musa, Moses got up, his companion forgot to tell him about the fish, and so they carried on their journey during the rest of the day and the whole night. The next morning, Musa, Moses asked his boy servant, Bring us our early meal. Truly, we have suffered much fatigue in this, our journey. Quran, chapter 18, verse 62. Musa, Moses did not get tired till he had passed the place which Allah had ordered him to seek after. His boy servant then said to him, Do you remember when we betook ourselves to the rock? I indeed forgot the fish. None but Satan made me forget to remember it. It took its course into the sea in a straight way. Quran, chapter 18, verse 63. There was a tunnel for the fish, and for Musa, Moses, and his boy servant, there was astonishment. Musa, Moses said, That is what we have been seeking. So they went back retracing their footsteps. Quran, chapter 16, verse 64. They both returned, tracing their footsteps till they reached the rock. Behold, there they found a man covered with a garment. Musa, Moses greeted him. Al-Khidr said, astonishingly, Is there such a greeting in your land? Musa, Moses said, I am Musa. He said, Are you the Musa, Moses of the children of Israel? Musa, Moses said, Yes, and added, I have come to you so that you may teach me something of that knowledge which you have been taught. Al-Khizr said, You will not be able to have patience with me. Quran, chapter 18, verse 67. O Musa, Moses, I have some of Allah's knowledge which he has bestowed upon me, but you do not know it. And you too have some of Allah's knowledge which he has bestowed upon you but I do not know it. Musa, Moses said, If Allah wills, you will find me patient, and I will not disobey you in aught. Quran, chapter 18, verse 69. Al-Khizr said to him, Then, if you follow me, ask me not about anything till I myself mention it to you. Quran, chapter 18, verse 70. After that, both of them proceeded along the sea coast till a ship passed by, and they requested the crew to let them go on board. The crew recognized Al-Khizr and allowed them to get on board free of charge. When they got on board, suddenly Musa, Moses saw that Al-Khizr had pulled out one of the planks of the ship with an adze. Musa, Moses said to him, These people gave us a free lift. Yet you have scuttled their ship so as to drown its people. Verily, you have committed a thing, imr, a munkar, evil, bad, dreadful thing. Quran, chapter 18, verse 71. Al-Khizr said, Did I not tell you that you would not be able to have patience with me? Quran, chapter 18, verse 72. Musa, Moses said, Call me not to account for what I forgot, and be not hard upon me for my affair with you. Quran, chapter 18, verse 73. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The first excuse given by Musa, Moses, 
was that he had forgotten. Then a sparrow came and sat over the edge of the ship and dipped its beak once in the sea. Al-Khizr said to Musa, Moses, my knowledge and your knowledge compared to Allah's knowledge is like what this sparrow has taken out of the sea. Then they both got out of the ship, and while they were walking on the seashore, Al-Khizr saw a boy playing with other boys. Al-Khizr got hold of the head of that boy and pulled it out with his hands and killed him. Musa, Moses said, Have you killed an innocent person who had killed none? Verily, you have committed a nukr, a great munkar, prohibited, evil, dreadful thing. Quran, chapter 18, verse 74. He said, Did I not tell you that you would not be able to have patience with me? Quran, chapter 18, verse 75. The sub-narrator said, The second blame was stronger than the first one. Musa, Moses said, if I ask you about anything after this, keep me not in your company. You have received an excuse from me. Quran, chapter 18, verse 76. Then they both proceeded until they came to the inhabitants of a town. They asked them for food, but they refused to entertain them. Then they found there a wall on the point of falling down. Quran, chapter 18, Verse 77 Al-Khizr set it up straight with his own hands. Musa, Moses said, We came to these people, but they neither fed us nor received us as guests. If you had wished, you could surely have exacted some recompense for it. Al-Khizr said, This is the parting between me and you. Up to, that is the interpretation of those things over which you were unable to hold patience. Quran, chapter 18, verse 78 to 82. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, We wished Musa, Moses, had more patience so that Allah might have described to us more about their story. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But when they reached the junction of the two seas, they forgot their fish, and it took its way through the sea as in a tunnel. Quran, Chapter 18, Verse 61 Narrated Ibn Juraj, Ya'la bin Muslim, and Amr bin Dinar, and some others, narrated the narration of Sa'id bin Jubayr. Narrated Sa'id, while we were at the house of Ibn Abbas, Ibn Abbas said, Ask me any question. I said, O Abu Abbas, may Allah let me be sacrificed for you. There is a man at Kufa, who is a storyteller called Nauf who claims that he, Al-Khizr's companion, is not Musa, Moses of Bani Israel. As for Amr, he said to me, Ibn Abbas said, Nauf, the enemy of Allah, but Ya'la said to me, Ibn Abbas said, Ubay bin Karb said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Once Musa, Moses, preached the people till their eyes shed tears and their hearts became tender whereupon he finished his khutbah, religious talk. Then a man came to Musa, Moses, and asked, O Allah's Messenger, is there anyone on the earth who is more learned than you? Musa, Moses replied, No. So Allah admonished him, for he did not ascribe all knowledge to Allah. 
it was said on behalf of Allah. Yes, there is a slave of ours who knows more than you. Musa, Moses said, O my Lord, where is he? Allah said, At the junction of the two seas. Musa, Moses said, O my Lord, tell me of a sign whereby I will recognize the place. Amr said to me, Allah said, That place will be where the fish will leave you. Ya'la said to me, Allah said to Musa, Moses, Take a dead fish and your goal will be the place where it will become alive. So Musa, Moses took a fish and put it in a basket and said to his boy servant, I don't want to trouble you, except that you should inform me as soon as this fish leaves you. He said to Musa, Moses, you have not demanded too much, and that is as mentioned by Allah. And remember, when Musa, Moses said to his boy servant, Chapter 18, Verse 60 Yusha bin Nun Sa'id did not state that. The Prophet peace be upon him said, While the boy servant was in the shade of the rock at a wet place, the fish slept out alive, while Musa, Moses, was sleeping. His boy servant said to himself, I will not wake him, but when he woke up, he forgot to tell him. The fish slipped out and entered the sea. Allah stopped the flow of the sea where the fish was, so that its trace looked as if it was made on a rock. Amr, forming a hole with his two thumbs and index fingers, said to me, Like this, as if its trace was made on a rock. Musa, Moses said, We have suffered much fatigue on this, our journey. This was not narrated by Said. Then they returned back and found Al-Khizr. Uthman bin Abi Sulaiman said to me, They found him on a green carpet in the middle of the sea. Al-Khizr was covered with his garment, with one end under his feet and the other end under his head. When Musa, Moses greeted, he uncovered his face and said astonishingly, Is there such a greeting in my land? Who are you? Musa, Moses said, I am Musa, Moses. Al-Khizr said, Are you the Musa, Moses of Bani Israel? Musa, Moses said, Yes. Al-Khizr said, What do you want? Musa, Moses said, I came to you so that you may teach me something of that knowledge which you have been taught. Al-Khizr said, Is it not sufficient for you that the Torah, Torah, is in your hands and the divine revelation comes to you, O Musa? Moses, Verily, I have a knowledge that you ought not learn, and you have a knowledge which I ought not learn. At that time a bird took with its beak some water from the sea. Al-Khizr then said, By Allah, my knowledge and your knowledge, besides Allah's knowledge, is like what this bird has taken with its beak from the sea. Until when they went on board the ship, they found a small boat which used to carry the people from its seaside to the other seaside. The crew recognized Al-Khizr and said, The pious slave of Allah. He said to Sa'id, Was that Khizr? He said, Yes. The shipman said, We will not get him on board with fare. Al-Khizr scuttled the ship and then plugged the hole with a piece of wood. Musa, Moses said, Have you scuttled it in order to drown its people? Verily, you have committed a thing, Imr, a munkar, 
evil, bad, dreadful thing. Quran, chapter 18, verse 71. Mujahid said, Musa, Moses said so protestingly. Al-Khizr said, Did I not tell you that you would not be able to have patience with me? Quran, chapter 18, verse 72. The first inquiry of Musa, Moses, was done because of forgetfulness. The second caused him to be bound with a stipulation. And the third was done intentionally. Musa, Moses, said, Call me not to account for what I forgot, and be not hard upon me for my affair with you. Quran, chapter 18, verse 73. Then they found a boy, and Al-Khizr killed him. Ya'la said, Sa'id said, They found boys playing, and Al-Khizr got hold of a handsome infidel boy, laid him down, and then slew him with a knife. Musa, Moses said, Have you killed an innocent person who had killed none? Quran, chapter 18, verse 74. Then they proceeded and found a wall which was on the point of falling down, and Al-Khizr set it up straight. Sa'id moved his hand thus and said, Al-Khizr raised his hand, and the wall became straight. Ya'la said, I think Sa'id said, Al-Khizr touched the wall with his hand and it became straight. Musa, Moses said to Al-Khizr, If you had wished, you could have taken wages for it. Sa'id said, Wages that we might have eaten. And there was a king behind them. Quran, chapter 18, verse 79. And there was in front, ahead of them, Ibn Abbas recited, as there was a king in front, ahead of them. It is said on the authority of somebody other than Sa'id that the king was Hudad bin Budad. They say that the boy was called Haisur. As there was a king in front, ahead of them, who seized every ship by force. Quran, chapter 18, verse 79. So I wished that if that ship passed by him, he would leave it because of its defect, and when they have passed, they would repair it and get benefit from it. Some people said that they closed that hole with a bottle, and some said with tar. His parents were believers. And he, the boy, was a disbeliever. And we, Khizr, feared lest he would oppress them by rebellion and disbelief. Quran, chapter 18, verse 80. That is, that their love for him would urge them to follow him in his religion. So we, Khizr, desired that their Lord, Allah, should change him for them for one better in righteousness and near to mercy. Quran, chapter 18, verse 81. This was in reply to Musa's, Moses saying, Have you killed an innocent person? Quran, chapter 18, verse 74. Near to mercy means they will be more merciful to him than they were to the former whom Khizr had killed. Someone other than Sa'id said that they were compensated with a girl. Da'ud bin Abi Aslim said, on the authority of more than one, that this next child was a girl. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So, when they had passed further on, beyond that fixed place, Musa, Moses, said to his boy servant, Bring us our morning meal. 
Truly, we have suffered much fatigue in this, our journey, up to retracing their footsteps. Quran, chapter 18, verse 62 and 63. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He said, Do you remember when we betook ourselves to the rock? Quran, chapter 18, verse 63. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubayr. I said to Ibn Abbas, Nauf al-Bakali claims that Musa, Moses of Bani Israel, was not Musa, Moses, the companion of al-Khidr. Ibn Abbas said, Allah's enemy tells a lie. Ubay bin Ka'b narrated to us that Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said, Musa, Moses got up to deliver a khutbah, religious talk before Bani Israel, and he was asked, Who is the most learned person among the people? Musa, Moses replied, I am the most learned. Allah then admonished Musa, Moses, for he did not ascribe all knowledge to Allah alone. Then came the divine revelation. Yes, one of our slaves at the junction of the two seas is more learned than you. Musa, Moses said, O my Lord, how can I meet him? Allah said, Take a fish in a basket, and wherever the fish is lost, follow it. You will find him at that place. So Musa, Moses set out along with his boy servant, Yusha bin Nun, and they carried with them a fish till they reached a rock and rested there. Musa, Moses put his head down and slept. Sufyan, a sub-narrator, said that somebody other than Amr said, At the rock there was a water spring called Al-Hayat, and none came in touch with its water, but became alive. So some of the water of that spring fell over that fish, so it moved and slipped out of the basket and entered the sea. When Musa, Moses, woke up, he asked his boy servant, Bring our morning meal. Quran, chapter 18, verse 62. The narrator added, Musa, Moses did not suffer from fatigue except after he had passed the place he had been ordered to observe. His boy servant, Yushar bin Nun, said to him, Do you remember when we betook ourselves to the rock? I did indeed forget the fish. Quran, chapter 18, verse 63. The narrator added, So they came back, retracing their steps, and then they found in the sea the way of the fish looking like a tunnel. So there was an astonishing event for his boy servant, and there was tunnel for the fish. When they reached the rock, they found a man covered with a garment. Musa, Moses greeted him. The man said astonishingly, Is there any such greeting in your land? Musa, Moses said, I am Musa, Moses. The man said, Musa, Moses. Of Bani Israel? Musa, Moses said, Yes, and added, May I follow you so that you teach me something of the knowledge which you have been taught by Allah? Quran, chapter 18, verse 66. Al-Khidr said to him, O Musa, Moses, you have something of Allah's knowledge which Allah has taught you, and which I do not know. And I have something of Allah's knowledge which Allah has taught me, and which you do not know. Musa, Moses said, But I will follow you. Al-Khizr said, 
then if you follow me, ask me not about anything till I myself mention it to you. Quran, chapter 18, verse 70. After that, both of them proceeded along the seashore. There passed by them a ship whose crew recognized Al-Khizr and received them on board. A sparrow came and sat on the edge of the ship and dipped its beak into the sea. Al-Khizr said to Musa, Moses, My knowledge and your knowledge, and all the creation's knowledge compared to Allah's knowledge, is not more than the water taken by this sparrow's beak. Then Musa, Moses was startled by Al-Khizr's action of taking an adze and scuttling the boat with it. Musa, Moses said to him, Have you scuttled it in order to drown its people? Quran, chapter 18, verse 71. Then they both proceeded and found a boy playing with other boys. Al-Khizr took hold of him by the head and cut it off. Musa, Moses said to him, Have you killed an innocent person who has killed none? Verily, you have committed a thing, nukr, a great munkar, prohibited, evil, dreadful thing. Quran, chapter 18, verse 74. He said, did I not tell you that you can have no patience with me? Up to. But they refused to entertain them. Then they found therein a wall about to collapse. Quran, chapter 18, verse 75 to 77. Al-Khidr moved his hand thus and set it upright, repaired it. Musa, Moses said to him, When we entered this town, they neither gave us hospitality nor fed us. If you had wished, surely you could have taken wages for it. Al-Khizr said, This is the parting between you and me. I will tell you the interpretation of those things about which you were unable to hold patience. Quran, chapter 18, verse 78. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, We wished that Musa, Moses, could have been more patient, so that he, Allah, could have described to us more about their story. Ibn Abbas used to recite, As there was a king in front ahead of them who seized every ship by force. As for the boy, he was a disbeliever. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, Shall we tell you the greatest losers in respect of their deeds? Quran, Chapter 18, Verse 103 Narrated Musarab, I asked my father, Was the verse, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, Shall we tell you the greatest losers in respect of their deeds? Quran, chapter 18, verse 103, Revealed regarding Al-Haruriyah? He said, No, but it was revealed regarding the Jews and the Christians. For the Jews disbelieved Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the Christians disbelieved in paradise and say, that there are neither meals nor drinks therein. Al-Haruriyah are those people who break their pledge to Allah after they have confirmed that they will fulfill it. And Sa'ad used to call them Al-Fasiqeen, evildoers, who forsake Allah's obedience. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They are those who deny in the ayat, proofs, evidences, verses, lessons, signs, revelations, etc., of their Lord and the meeting with Him 
in the hereafter. So their works are in vain. Quran, chapter 18, verse 105. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, On the day of resurrection, a huge fat man will come who will not weigh the weight of the wing of a mosquito before Allah. And then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Read or recite, and on the day of resurrection, we shall assign no weight for them. Quran, chapter 18, verse 105. The Commentary of Surah Kaf Ha Ya Rain Sad. Maryam, Mary. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. And warn them, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, of the day of grief and regrets. Quran, chapter 19, verse 39. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, On the day of resurrection, death will be brought forward in the shape of a black and white ram. Then a call maker will call, O people of paradise. Thereupon, they will stretch their necks and look carefully. The caller will say, Do you know this? They will say, Yes. This is death. By then, all of them would have seen it. Then it will be announced again. O people of hell, they will stretch their necks and look carefully. The caller will say, Do you know this? They will say, Yes. This is death. And by then, all of them would have seen it. Then it, that ram, will be slaughtered, and the caller will say, O people of paradise, eternity for you, and no death. O people of hell, eternity for you, and no death. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited, and warned them, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, of the day of grief and regrets. When the case has been decided, while now they are in a state of carelessness, and they believe not. Quran, chapter 19, verse 39. Chapter on the statement of Allah. And we, angels, descend not except by the command of your Lord, O Muhammad peace be upon him. To him belongs what is before us and what is behind us, and what is between those two. Quran, chapter 19, verse 64. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to Jibreel, Gabriel, what prevents you from visiting us more often than you visit us now? So there was revealed. And we, angels, descend not except by the command of your Lord, O Muhammad, peace be upon him. To him belongs what is before us and what is behind us. Quran, chapter 19, verse 64. Chapter on the Statement of Allah have you seen him who disbelieved in our ayat, this Qur'an and Muhammad peace be upon him, and said, I shall certainly be given wealth and children. Qur'an, chapter 19, verse 77. Narrated Khabab, I came to Al-As bin Wa'il, As-Sahmi, and demanded something which he owed me. He said, I will not give you your money till you disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him. I said, No. I shall not disbelieve in Muhammad, peace be upon him, till you die, and then be resurrected. He said, 
Will I die and then be resurrected? I said, Yes. He said, Then I will have wealth and children there, and I will pay you there. So this verse was revealed. Have you then seen him who disbelieved in our ayat, this Qur'an and Muhammad peace be upon him, and said, I shall certainly be given wealth and children. Qur'an, chapter 19, verse 77. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Has he known the unseen, or has he taken a covenant from the most gracious, Allah? Qur'an, chapter 19, verse 78. Narrated Khabab, I was a blacksmith in Mecca. Once I made a sword for Al-As bin Wa'il al-Sahmi. When I went to demand its price, he said, I will not give it to you till you disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him. I said, I shall not disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him till Allah make you die and then bring you to life again. He said, If Allah should make me die and then resurrect me, and I would have wealth and children, so Allah revealed, Have you seen him who disbelieved in our ayat, this Qur'an and Muhammad peace be upon him, and said, I shall certainly be given wealth and children. Has he known the unseen or has he taken a covenant from the most gracious? Qur'an, chapter 19, verse 77 and 78. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Nay, we shall record what he says and we shall increase his torment in the hell. Qur'an, chapter 19, verse 79. Narrated Masruq, Khabab said, During the pre-Islamic period, I was a blacksmith, and Al-As bin Wa'il owed me a debt. So Khabab went to him to demand the debt. He said, I will not give you your due till you disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him. Khabab said, By Allah, I shall not disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him till Allah makes you die and then resurrects you. Al-As said, So leave me till I die and then be resurrected, for I will be given wealth and children whereupon I will pay your debt. So this verse was revealed. Have you seen him who disbelieved in our ayat, this Qur'an, and Muhammad peace be upon him, and yet says, I shall certainly be given wealth and children. Qur'an Chapter 19, verse 77 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And we shall inherit from him at his death all that he talks of, that is, wealth and children, which Allah has bestowed upon him in this world, and he shall come to us alone. Quran, chapter 19, verse 80 Narrated Khabab, I was a blacksmith, and Al-As bin Wail owed me a debt, so I went to him to demand it. He said to me, I will not pay you your debt till you disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him. I said, I will not disbelieve in Muhammad peace be upon him till you die, and then be resurrected. He said, Will I be resurrected after my death? If so, I shall pay you there, if I should find wealth and children. So there was revealed. Have you seen him who disbelieved in our ayat? this Qur'an, and Muhammad peace be upon him, and said, I shall certainly be given wealth and children. Has he known the unseen, or has he taken a covenant from the most gracious Allah? Nay, we shall record what he says, and we shall increase his torment in the hell, and we shall inherit from him all that he talks of, that is, wealth and children, 
which Allah has bestowed upon him in this world, and he shall come to us alone. Quran, chapter 19, verse 77 to 80. The Commentary of Surah Taha In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And I have chosen you for myself. Quran, chapter 20, verse 41. That is, for my revelation and my message, or created you for myself or strengthened and taught you as to how to preach my message to my worshippers. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Adam and Musa, Moses met, and Musa, Moses said to Adam, You are the one who made people miserable and turned them out of paradise. Adam said to him, You are the one whom Allah selected for his message, and whom he selected for himself, and upon whom he revealed the Torah, Torah. Musa, Moses said, Yes. Adam said, Did you blame me for a thing which Allah has ordained for me before my creation? Musa, Moses said, Yes. So Adam overcame Musa, Moses, with this argument. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And indeed, we revealed to Musa, Moses, saying, Travel by night with Ibadi, my slaves, and strike a dry path for them in the sea, fearing neither to be overtaken by Fir'aun, Pharaoh, nor being afraid of drowning in the sea. Then Fir'aun, Pharaoh, pursued them with his hosts, but the sea water completely overwhelmed them and covered them up. And Fir'aun, Pharaoh, led his people astray, and he did not guide them. Quran, chapter 20, verse 77 to 79. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, arrived at Al-Madinah, he found the Jews observing Salm, fast, on the day of Ashura, 10th of Muharram. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked them about it, and they replied, This is the day when Musa, Moses, became victorious over Pharaoh. Pharaoh. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to the Muslims, We are nearer to Musa, Moses, than they. So observe Salm, fast on this day. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So let him not get you both out of paradise, so that you be distressed. Quran, chapter 20, verse 117. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Musa, Moses argued with Adam and said to him, Adam, you are the one who got the people out of paradise by your sin and thus made them miserable. Adam replied, O Musa, Moses, you are the one whom Allah selected for his message and for his direct talk. Yet, you blame me for a thing which Allah had ordained for me before he created me? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, further said, So Adam overcame Musa, Moses, by this argument. The Commentary of Surah Al-Anbiya The Prophets In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, The Surah of Bani Israel Al-Kahf, Maryam, Taha, and Al-Anbiya are from the earliest revealed surah which I learned by heart, and they are my first property.
Chapter on the Statement of Allah As we began the first creation, we shall repeat it. It is a promise binding upon us. Truly, we shall do it. Quran, Chapter 21, Verse 104 Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him delivered a khutbah, religious talk, and said, You people will be gathered before Allah on the day of resurrection, barefooted, naked, and uncircumcised. The Prophet peace be upon him then recited, As we began the first creation, we shall repeat it. It is a promise binding upon us. Truly, we shall do it. Quran, chapter 21, verse 104, and added, The first man who will be dressed on the day of resurrection will be Ibrahim, Abraham. Verily, some men from my followers will be brought and taken towards the left side, whereupon I will say, O Lord, these are my companions. It will be said, you do not know what new things they introduced into the religion after you. I will then say, as the righteous pious slave, Isa, Jesus said, I was a witness over them while I dwelt amongst them, up to, and you are a witness to all things. Quran, chapter 5, verse 117. Then it will be said, O Muhammad peace be upon him, these people continued as apostates since you left them. See Hadith number 4625. The Commentary of Surah Al-Hajj, The Pilgrimage In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And you shall see mankind as in a drunken state. Quran, Chapter 22, Verse 2 Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, On the day of resurrection, Allah will say, O Adam, Adam will reply, Labbaik, our Lord, and Sadaik. I respond to your call. I am obedient to your orders. Then there will be a loud call, saying, Allah orders you to take out from amongst your offspring the group for the hellfire. Adam will say, O Lord, who are the group for the hellfire? Allah will say, Out of each thousand, take out nine hundred and ninety-nine. At that time, every pregnant female will drop her load, have a miscarriage, and a child will have gray hair. And you shall see mankind as in a drunken state. Yet they will not be drunken, but severe will be the torment of Allah. Quran, Chapter 22, verse 2 When the Prophet peace be upon him mentioned this, the people were so distressed and afraid that their faces got changed in color, whereupon the Prophet peace be upon him said, From Ya'juj and Majuj, Gog and Magog, 999 will be taken out and one from you. You Muslims, compared to the large number of other people, will be like a black hair on the side of a white ox, or a white hair on the side of a black ox. And I hope that you will be one-fourth of the people of paradise. On that, we said, Allahu Akbar. Then he said, I hope that you will be one-third of the people of paradise. We again said, Allahu Akbar.
Then he said, I hope that you will be half of the people of paradise. So we said, Allahu Akbar. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And among mankind is he who worships Allah as it were, upon the very edge, that is, in doubt. Quran, Chapter 22, Verse 11 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the verse, And among mankind is he who worships Allah as it were, on the very edge, that is, in doubt. Quran, Chapter 22, Verse 11 A man used to come to Al-Madinah, and if his wife brought a son, and his mares produced offspring, he would say, This religion, Islam, is good. But if his wife did not give birth to a child, and his mares produced no offspring, he would say, This religion is bad. Chapter on the Statement of Allah These two opponents, believers and disbelievers, dispute with each other about their Lord. Quran, chapter 22, verse 19. Narrated Qais bin Ubad, Abu Dhar, may Allah be pleased with him, used to take an oath confirming that the verse, these two opponents, believers and disbelievers, dispute with each other about their Lord. Quran, chapter 22, verse 19, was revealed in connection with Hamza and his two companions, and Utbah, and his two companions on the day when they came out to combat on the day of the Battle of Badr. Footnote Hamza and his companions were Muslims, while the others were Al-Mushrikun, pagans. Narrated Qais bin Ubad, Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I will be the first to kneel down before the Most Gracious, Allah, on the day of resurrection, because of the dispute. Qais said, This verse, these two opponents, believers and disbelievers, dispute with each other about their Lord. Quran, chapter 22, verse 19, was revealed in connection with those who came out for the battle of Badr. That is, Ali, Hamza, Ubaida, and Shayba bin Rabia, Utba bin Rabia, and Al-Walid bin Utba. The Commentary of Surah An-Nur The Light in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And for those who accuse their wives, but have no witness except themselves. Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 6 Narrated Sahal bin Sa'ad, Uwaymer came to Asim bin Adi, who was the chief of Bani Ajlan, and said, what do you say about a man who has found another man with his wife? Should he kill him whereupon you would kill him, that is, the husband, or what should he do? Please ask Allah's Messenger peace be upon him about this matter on my behalf. Aslim then went to the Prophet peace be upon him and said, O Allah's Messenger, and asked him that question. But Allah's Messenger peace be upon him disliked the question and considered it shameful. When Uwaymir Asked Asim about the Prophet's answer, Asim replied that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, disliked such questions and considered it shameful. Waymir then said, By Allah, I will not give up asking unless I ask Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about it. Waymir came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, a man has found another man with his wife. Should he kill him, whereupon you would kill him, the husband, 
in Al-Qisas, or what should he do? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Allah has revealed regarding you and your wife's case in the Qur'an. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered them to perform the Mul'ana according to what Allah had mentioned in his book. So Uwaymir did Mul'ana with her and said, O Allah's Messenger, if I kept her, I would oppress her. So Uwaymir divorced her. And so divorce became a tradition after them for those who happened to be involved in a case of Mul'ana. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, then said, Look, if she, Ruwaymir's wife, delivers a black child with deep black large eyes, big hips, and fat legs, then I will be of the opinion that Ruwaymir has spoken the truth. But if she delivers a red child looking like a wahara, then we will consider that Ruwaymir has told a lie against her. Later on, she delivered a child carrying the qualities which Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had mentioned as a proof for Uraymir's claim. Therefore, the child was ascribed to its mother henceforth. Footnote Al-Qisas, Retaliation, Equality in Punishment Footnote Mul'ana, the act of performing li'an an oath which is taken by both the wife and the husband when the husband accuses his wife of committing illegal sexual intercourse. The Qur'an, Surah An-Nur, Chapter 24, Verse 6, 7, 8, and 9. Footnote, Wahara, a short red animal. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And the fifth testimony should be the invoking of the curse of Allah on him, if he is of those who tell a lie against her. Quran, chapter 24, verse 7. Narrated Sahal bin Sa'ad, A man came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, suppose a man saw another man with his wife, should he kill him, whereupon you might kill him, that is, the killer, in Al-Qisas, or what should he do? So Allah revealed concerning their case what is mentioned of the order of Mul'ana. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to the man, The matter between you and your wife has been decided. So they did Mul'ana in the presence of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and I was present there. And then the man divorced his wife. So it became a tradition to dissolve the marriage of those spouses who were involved in a case of Mul'ana. The woman was pregnant and the husband denied that he was the cause of her pregnancy. So the son was later ascribed to her. Then it became a tradition that such a son would be the heir of his mother, and she would inherit of him what Allah prescribed for her. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But it shall avert the punishment of stoning to death from her. Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 8 Narrated Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with them. Hilal bin Umayyah accused his wife of committing illegal sexual intercourse with Sharik bin Sahma and filed a case before the Prophet peace be upon him. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Hilal, Either you bring forth a proof, four witnesses, or you will receive the legal punishment, lashes on your back. Hilal said, O Allah's Messenger, if any one of us saw a man over his wife, would he go to seek after witnesses? The Prophet, peace be upon him, kept on saying, Either you bring forth the witnesses, or you will receive the legal punishment, lashes on your back. 
Hilal then said, By him who sent you with the truth, I am telling the truth, and Allah will reveal to you what will save my back from legal punishment. Then Jibreel, Gabriel, came down and revealed to him. And for those who accuse their wives, Quran, chapter 24, verse 6 to 9. The Prophet, peace be upon him, recited it till he reached, Her husband speaks the truth. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, left and sent for the woman, and Hilal went and brought her, and then took the oaths, confirming the claim. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was saying, Allah knows that one of you is a liar. So will any of you repent? Then the woman got up and took the oaths, and when she was going to take the fifth one, the people stopped her and said, It, the fifth oath, will definitely bring Allah's curse on you if you are guilty. So she hesitated and recoiled from taking the oath, so much so that we thought that she would withdraw her denial. But then she said, I will not dishonor my family all through these days, and carried on the process of taking oaths. The Prophet peace be upon him then said, Watch her. If she delivers a black-eyed child with big hips and fat shins, then it is Shariq bin Sahma's child. Later, she delivered a child of that description. So the Prophet peace be upon him said, If the case was not settled by Allah's law, I would punish her severely. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And the fifth testimony should be that the wrath of Allah be upon her if he, her husband, speaks the truth. Quran, chapter 24, verse 9. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. A man accused his wife of illegal sexual intercourse and denied his paternity to her conceived child during the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered them both to do mula'ana as Allah decreed and then gave his decision that the child would be for the mother and a divorce decree was issued for the couple involved in a case of mula'ana. Footnote Mula'ana is the act of performing li'an, an oath which is taken by both the wife and the husband when the husband accuses his wife of committing illegal sexual intercourse. The Qur'an, Surah Nur, Chapter 24, Verse 6, 7, 8, and 9 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, those who brought forth the slander against Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, are a group among you. Quran, chapter 24, verse 11. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the verse, and as for him among them who had the greater share. Quran, chapter 24, verse 11, was Abdullah bin Urbayi bin Salul. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Why then did not the believers, men and women, when you heard it, the slander, think good of their own people and say, This charge is an obvious lie. Up to, then with Allah, they are the liars. Quran, chapter 24, verse 12 to 13 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Whenever Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, intended to go on a journey, he would to draw lots among his wives and would take with him the one on whom the lot fell. Once he drew lots when he wanted to carry out a ghazwa, and the lot fell upon me. So I proceeded with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, 
after Allah's order of veiling, the women had been revealed. And thus, I was carried in my haudaj, on a camel, and dismounted while still in it. We carried on our journey, and when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had finished his ghazwa and returned, and we approached Al-Madinah, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered to proceed at night. When the army was ordered to resume the homeward journey, I got up and walked on till I left the army camp behind to answer the call of nature. After finishing, I went towards my haudaj, but behold, a necklace of mine made of jazz, asfar, a kind of black bead, was broken and I looked for it, and my search for it detained me. The group of people who used to carry me on the camel came and carried my haudaj on the back of my camel on which I was riding, thinking that I was therein. At that time, women were light in weight and thin and lean, for they used to eat little food. So those people did not feel the difference in the heaviness of the haudaj lifting it up, and I was still a young lady, less than fifteen years old. They drove away the camel and proceeded. Then I found my necklace after the army had gone. I came to their camp, but found nobody therein, so I went to the place where I used to stay, thinking that they would discover my absence and come back in my search. While I was sitting at my place, I felt sleepy and slept. Safan bin al-Mu'atal al-Sulami al-Zakhwani was behind the army. He had started in the last part of the night and reached my stationing place in the morning. When he saw the figure of a sleeping person, he came to me and recognized me on seeing me, for he used to see me before veiling. I got up because of his saying, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Truly to Allah we belong, and truly to Him we shall return, which He uttered on recognizing me. I covered my face with my garment, and by Allah He did not say to me a single word except, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon, till He made His she-camel kneel down, whereupon He put His leg on the front legs of the camel, and I mounted it. Then Safan set out walking, leading the she-camel that was carrying me by the rope till we reached the army who had halted to take rest at midday. Then whoever was meant for destruction fell into destruction. Some people accused me falsely, and the leader of the false accusers was Abdullah bin Urbayi bin Salul. After this, we arrived at Al-Madinah and I became ill for one month, while the people were spreading the forged statements of the people who brought forth the slander, and I was not aware of anything thereof. But what aroused my doubt while I was sick was that I was no longer receiving from Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, the same kindness as I used to receive when I fell sick. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, would enter upon me, say a greeting, and add, How is that lady? And then depart. That aroused my suspicion, but I was not aware of the propagated evil till I recovered from my ailment. I went out with Ummi Mista to answer the call of nature towards Al-Manasi, the place where we used to relieve ourselves, and we used not to go out for this purpose except from night to night. And that was before we had lavatories close to our houses, and this habit of ours was similar to the habit of the old Arabs living in the deserts or in the tents, concerning the evacuation of the bowels. For we considered it troublesome and harmful to take lavatories in the houses. So I went out with Umm Mistah, who was the daughter of Abi Ruhm bin Abdi Manaf, 
and her mother was the daughter of Sakhr bin Amir, who was the aunt of Abi Bakr al-Siddiq, and her son was Mistar bin Ruthatha. When we had finished, Ummi Mistar and I came back towards my house. Ummi Mistar stumbled over her robe, whereupon she said, Let Mistar be ruined. I said to her, You are saying a bad word. Why are you abusing a man who took part in the Battle of Badr? She said, O Hanta, you there, didn't you hear what he has said? I said, And what did he say? Then she told me the rumors of the false accusers, which added to my ailment. When I returned home, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to me, and after greeting, he said, How is that lady? I said, Will you allow me to go to my parents? At that time, I intended to be sure of the news through them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, allowed me, and I went to my parents and asked my mother, O my mother, what are the people talking about? My mother said, O my daughter, don't worry much about this matter. By Allah, there is no charming lady who is loved by her husband who has other wives, but that those wives would find fault with her or forge false news about her. I said, Subhanallah, are the people really talking of this matter? That night I kept on weeping and could not sleep till morning. My tears never stopped, nor did I sleep, and morning broke while I was still weeping. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, called Ali ibn Abi Talib and Uthama bin Zayd. May Allah be pleased with them. When he saw the divine revelation delayed, in order to consult them as to the idea of divorcing his wife, Usama bin Zayd told Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, of what he knew of the good reputation of his wives, and added, O Allah's Messenger, keep your wife, for by Allah, we do not know anything about her but good. Ali ibn Abi Talib said, O Allah's Messenger, Allah does not impose restrictions on you, and there are many of women other than she, yet you may ask the women's servant, who will tell you the truth. Raisha added, So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, called for Barida and said, O Barida, did you ever see anything which might have aroused your suspicion as regards Raisha? Barida said, By Allah, who has sent you with the truth, I have never seen anything faulty except that she is a girl of immature age who sometimes sleeps and leaves the dough of her family unprotected so that the domestic goats come and eat it. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got up and addressed the people and asked for somebody who would support him in punishing Abdullah bin Arbay bin Salul. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while on the pulpit, said, O Muslims, who will support me to punish that man, Abdullah bin Nurbayi bin Salul, who has hurt me by slandering the reputation of my family? By Allah, I know nothing except good about my family and they have accused a person about whom I know nothing except good, and he never entered my house except in my company. Sa'ad bin Mu'adh al-Ansari got up and said, O Allah's Messenger, by Allah, I will relieve you from him. If he be from the tribe of Bani al-Aws, then I will chop his head off. And if that man is from our brethren, the Khazraj, then order us, and we will fulfill your order. On that, Sa'ad bin Urbada, chief of the Khazraj, and before this incident, he had been a pious man, got up, motivated by his zeal for his tribe. He said to Sa'ad bin Mu'adh, 
By Allah, the Eternal, you have told a lie. You cannot kill him, and you will never be able to kill him. On that, Rusayd bin Hudayr, the cousin of Sa'ad bin Mu'adh, got up and said to Sa'ad bin Ubadah, You are a liar. By Allah, the Eternal, we will surely kill him, and you are a hypocrite, defending the hypocrites. On this, two tribes of Al-Aws and Al-Khazraj got excited till they were on the point of fighting with each other while Allah's Messenger peace be upon him was standing on the pulpit. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him continued quietening them till they became silent whereupon he became silent too. On that day, I kept on weeping so much that neither did my tears stop nor could I sleep. In the morning, my parents were with me and I had wept for two nights and a day without sleeping and with incessant tears till they thought that my liver would burst with weeping. While they were with me, and I was weeping, an Ansari woman asked permission to see me. I admitted her, and she sat and started weeping with me. While I was in that state, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to us, greeted, and sat down. He had never sat with me since the day they forged the accusation. No divine revelation regarding my case came to him for a month. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, recited the Tashahud after he had sat down and then said, Then after, O Aisha, I have been informed such and such about you. If you are innocent, Allah will reveal your innocence. And if you have committed a sin, then repent to Allah and ask Him to forgive you. For when a person confesses his sin and asks Allah for forgiveness, Allah accepts his repentance. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had finished his speech, my tears ceased completely, and there remained not even a single drop of it. Then I requested my father, reply to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on my behalf. He said, By Allah, I do not know what to say to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Then I said to my mother, reply to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. She said, I do not know what to say to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. I was a young girl and did not have much knowledge of the Qur'an. I said, By Allah, I know that you heard the story of the ifk, so much so that it has been planted in your minds, and you have taken it as a truth. Now, if I tell you I am innocent, and Allah knows that I am innocent, you will not believe me. And if I confess to you falsely that I am guilty, and Allah knows that I am innocent, you would believe me. By Allah, I cannot find of you and I an example except that of Yusuf's, Joseph's father, that is, Ya'qub, Jacob, peace be upon him. So for me, patience is most fitting, and it is Allah alone whose help can be sought against the lie which you describe. Quran, chapter 12, verse 18. Then I turned to the other side and lay on my bed, and I knew that I was innocent, and that Allah would reveal my innocence. But by Allah, I never thought that Allah would send down divine revelation about my affair that would be recited forever, as I considered myself too inferior to be talked off by Allah with something that was to be recited. But I hoped that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, might have a vision in which Allah would prove my innocence. By Allah, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had not left his seat 
and nobody had left the house when the divine revelation came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. So there overtook him the same state which used to overtake him when he used to receive divine revelation. He was sweating so much so that the drops of sweat were dropping like pearls, though it was a cold wintry day. And when that state of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was over, he was smiling, and the first word he said was, Aisha, Allah has declared your innocence. My mother said to me, Get up and go to him. I said, By Allah, I will not go to him, and I will not thank anybody but Allah. So Allah revealed, Verily, those who brought forth the slander against Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, are a group among you. Consider it not a bad. Quran, chapter 24, verse 11 to 20. When Allah revealed this declaration of my innocence, Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, who used to provide for Mislah bin Urthatha because of his kinship and poverty, said, By Allah, I will never provide for Mislah anything after what he has said about Aisha. So Allah revealed, And let not those among you who are blessed with graces and wealth swear not to give any sort of help to their kinsmen. Al-Masakin, poor, and those who left their homes for Allah's cause, let them pardon and forgive. Do you not love that Allah should forgive you? And Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 24, verse 22. Abu Bakr said, Yes, by Allah, I like that Allah should forgive me, and resumed giving Mislah the aid he used to give him before, by saying, by Allah, I will never withhold it from him at all. Aisha further said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, also asked Zainab bin Jahash about my saying, O Zainab, what do you know and what did you see? She replied, O Allah's Messenger, I refrain to claim hearing or seeing what I have not heard or seen. I know nothing except goodness about Aisha. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, added, of all the wives of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, Zainab was competing with me in her beauty and the Prophet's love. Yet, Allah protected her from being malicious, for she had piety. But her sister, Hamma, kept on fighting on her behalf. So she was destroyed as were those who invented and spread the slander. Footnote The Shahud That is, La ilaha illallah وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدَ الرَّسُولُ اللَّهِ None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad is Allah's Messenger. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Had it not been for the grace of Allah and His mercy unto you in this world and in the hereafter, a great torment would have touched you for that whereof you had spoken. Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 14. Narrated Umm Ruman, Aisha's mother, when Aisha was accused, she fell down unconscious. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When you were propagating it with your tongues and uttering with your mouths that whereof you had no knowledge. Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 15. Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, I heard Aisha reciting, 
when you were inventing a lie with your tongues. Quran, chapter 24, verse 15. Footnote. The difference in the translation of this verse comes from the way one word is read, that is, talqawnahu, you were propagating it, or talqawnahu, you invented a lie. The popular recitation is talqawnahu, while Aisha recited it, talqawnahu. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And why did you not, when you heard it, say, It is not right for us to speak of this? Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 16 Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika Ibn Abbas asked permission to visit Aisha before her death, and at that time she was in a state of agony. She then said, I am afraid that he will praise me too much. And then it was said to her, He is the cousin of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and one of the prominent Muslims. Then she said, Allow him to enter. When he entered, he said, How are you? She replied, I am all right if I fear Allah. Ibn Abbas said, If Allah will, you are all right, and you are the wife of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. And he did not marry any virgin except you, and proof of your innocence was revealed from the heaven. Later on, Ibn Zubayr entered after him, and Aisha said to him, Ibn Abbas came to me and praised me greatly, but I wish that I was a thing forgotten and out of sight. Narrated Al-Qasim, Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, asked Aisha's permission to enter. Al-Qasim then narrated the whole hadith as the above, but did not mention a thing forgotten and out of sight. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And warns you not to repeat the like of it forever. Quran, Chapter 24, Verse 17 Narrated Masruq, Aisha, May Allah be pleased with her, said that Hassan bin Thabit came and asked permission to visit her. I said, How do you permit such a person? She said, Hasn't he received a severe torment penalty? Sufyan, the sub-narrator, said, She meant the loss of his sight. Thereupon, Hassan said the following poetic verse, A chaste, pious woman who arouses no suspicion. She never talks about chaste, heedless women behind their backs. On that, she said, but you are not so. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Allah makes the ayat, proofs, evidences, verses, lessons, signs, revelations, etc. plain to you. And Allah is all-knowing, all-wise. Quran, Chapter 24 Verse 18 Narrated Masruq Hassan came to Aisha and said the following poetic verse A chaste, pious woman who arouses no suspicion She never talks against chaste, heedless women behind their backs Aisha said, But you are not I said to Aisha Why do you allow such a person to enter upon you after Allah has revealed And as for him among them who had the greater share therein. Quran, chapter 24, verse 11. She said, What punishment is worse than blindness? She added, And he used to defend Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, against al-Mushrikun with his poetry. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, 
Those who like that the crime of illegal sexual intercourse should be propagated about those who believe, up to, and that Allah is full of kindness, most merciful. Quran, chapter 24, verse 19 and 20. And let not those among you who are blessed with graces and wealth swear not to give any sort of help to their kinsmen, al-masakin, the poor, up to, and Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 24, verse 22. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, when there was said about me what was said, which I myself was unaware of, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got up and addressed the people. He recited the shahud, and after glorifying and praising Allah as he deserved, he said, Amma ba'du, now then, O people, give me your opinion regarding those people who made a forged story against my wife. By Allah, I do not know anything bad about her. By Allah, they accused her of being with a man about whom I have never known anything bad. And he never entered my house unless I was present there. And whenever I went on a journey, he went with me. Sa'ad bin Mu'adh got up and said, O Allah's Messenger, allow me to chop their heads off. Then a man from Al-Khazraj, Sa'ad bin Urbada, to whom the mother of the poet, Hassan bin Thabit, was a relative, got up and said to Sa'ad bin Mu'adh, You have told a lie. By Allah, if those persons were from the Aus tribe, you would not like to chop their heads off. It was probably that some evil would take place between the Aus and the Khazraj in the mosque, and I was unaware of all that. In the evening of that day, I went out for some of my needs, that is, to relieve myself, and Umm Mislah was accompanying me. On our return, Umm Mislah stumbled and said, Let Mislah be ruined. I said to her, O mother, why do you abuse your son? On that, Umm Mislah became silent for a while, and stumbling again, she said, Let Mislah be ruined. I said to her, Why do you abuse your son? She stumbled for the third time and said, Let Mislah be ruined. Whereupon, I rebuked her for that. She said, By Allah, I do not abuse him except because of you. I asked her, Concerning what of my affairs? So, she disclosed the whole story to me. I said, Has this really happened? She replied, Yes, by Allah. I returned to my house, astonished and distressed, that I did not know for what purpose I had gone out. Then I came sick, and said to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, Send me to my father's house. So he sent a slave with me, and when I entered the house, I found Umm Ruman, my mother, downstairs, while my father, Abu Bakr, was reciting something upstairs. My mother asked, What has brought you, O my daughter? I informed her and mentioned to her the whole story, but she did not feel it as I did. She said, O my daughter, don't worry much about this matter, for there is never a charming lady loved by her husband who has other wives, but that they feel jealous of her and speak badly of her. But she did not feel about it as I did. I asked her, Does my father know about it? She said, Yes. I asked, Does Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, know about it too? She said, Yes. Allah's Messenger does too. 
So the tears filled my eyes, and I wept. Abu Bakr, who was reading upstairs, heard my voice and came down and asked my mother, What is the matter with her? She said, She has heard what has been said about her, as regards the story of Al-Ifq. On that, Abu Bakr wept and said, I beseech you by Allah, O my daughter, to go back to your home. I went back to my home, and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had come to my house and asked my maid servant about me, my character. The maid servant said, By Allah, I do not know of any fault or defect in her character except that she sleeps and let the sheep enter her house and eat her dough. On that, some of the Prophet's companions spoke harshly to her and said, Tell the truth to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Finally, they told her of the affair of the slander. She said, Subhanallah, by Allah, I know nothing against her except what goldsmith knows about a piece of pure gold. Then this news reached the man who was accused. And he said, Subhanallah, by Allah, I have never uncovered the private parts of any woman. Later, that man was martyred in Allah's cause. Next morning, my parents came to pay me a visit, and they stayed with me till Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to me, after he had offered the Asr prayer. He came to me while my parents were sitting around me on my right and my left. He praised and glorified Allah and said, Now then, O Aisha, if you have committed a bad deed, or you have wronged yourself, then repent to Allah, as Allah accepts the repentance from his slaves. An Ansari woman had come and was sitting near the gate. I said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Isn't it improper that you speak in such a way in the presence of this lady? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, then gave a piece of advice, and I turned to my father and requested him to answer him on my behalf. My father said, What should I say? Then I turned to my mother and asked her to answer him. She said, What should I say? When my parents did not give a reply to the Prophet, peace be upon him, I said, I testify that, La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that, Muhammad, peace be upon him, is his messenger. And after praising and glorifying Allah as he deserves, I said, Now then, by Allah, if I were to tell you that I have not done this evil action, and Allah is a witness that I am telling the truth, that would not be of any use to me on your part, because you people have spoken about it, and your hearts have observed it as truth. And if I were to tell you that I have done this sin, and Allah knows that I have not done it, then you will say, She has confessed her guilt. By Allah, I do not see a suitable example for me, and you accept the example of, I try to remember, Yaqub's, Jacob's name, but couldn't, Yusuf's, Joseph's father, when he said, So for me, patience is most fitting, and it is Allah alone, whose help can be sought against that lie which you describe. At that very hour, the divine revelation came to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and we remained silent. Then the revelation was over, and I noticed the signs of happiness on his face while he was removing the sweat from his forehead and saying, Have the good tidings, O Aisha. Allah has revealed your innocence. At that time, I was extremely angry, 
My parents said to me, Get up and go to him. I said, By Allah, I will not do it, and will not thank him nor thank either of you, but I will thank Allah, who has revealed my innocence. You have heard this story, but neither of you have denied it, nor you have changed it to defend me. Aisha used to say, But as regards Zainab binti Jahash, the Prophet's wife, Allah protected her because of her piety, so she did not say anything except good about me. But her sister, Hamna, was ruined among those who were ruined. Those who used to speak evil about me were Mistar, Hassan bin Thabit, and the hypocrite Abdullah bin Arbay, who used to spread that news and tempt others to speak of it. And it was he and Hamna who had the greater share therein. Abu Bakr took an oath that he would never do any favor to Mistar at all. Then Allah revealed the divine verse, Let not those among you who are blessed with graces and wealth, that is Abu Bakr, swear not to give any sort of help to their kinsmen, al-masakin, the poor, and the poor. Abtu, do you not love that Allah should forgive you? And Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 24, verse 22. On that, Abu Bakr said, Yes, by Allah, O our Lord, we wish that you should forgive us. So Abu Bakr again started giving to Mislar the expenditure which he used to give him before. Footnote The Shahud The recitation of the invocation At-Tahiyyatu Lillahi Abtu Wa Ashhadu Anna Muhammadan Rasulullah While in Qurud That is, sitting posture in Salah, prayer See Sahih al-Bukhari, Hadith number 831 And it also means to testify La ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadan rasulullah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. And Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And to draw their veils all over their juyubihinna, that is, their bodies, faces, necks, and bosoms. Quran, chapter 24, verse 31. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. May Allah bestow his mercy on the early immigrant women. When Allah revealed, and to draw their veils all over their juyubihinna, that is, their bodies, faces, necks, and bosoms. Quran, chapter 24, verse 31. They tore their murud, woolen dresses, or waist-binding clothes, or aprons, etc., and covered their heads and faces with those torn muruts. Narrated Safiya binti Shayba. Aisha used to say, When the verse, and to draw their veils all over their juhubihinna, that is, their bodies, faces, necks, and bosoms, etc., Quran, chapter 24, verse 31, was revealed, the ladies cut their waist sheets from their margins and covered their heads and faces with those cut pieces of cloth. The Commentary of Surah Al-Furqan The Criterion In the Name of Allah The Most Gracious, The Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah Those who will be gathered to hell prone on their faces Quran, Chapter 25, Verse 34 
narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. A man said, O Allah's Prophet, will Allah gather a disbeliever prone on his face on the day of resurrection? He, peace be upon him, said, Will not the one who made him walk on his feet in this world be able to make him walk on his face on the day of resurrection? Qatada, a sub-narrator said, Yes, by the power of our Lord. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And those who invoke not any other ilah, God, along with Allah, nor kill such person. Quran, chapter 25, verse 68 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, I, or somebody, asked Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, which is the biggest sin in consideration with Allah? He said, that you set up a rival in worship to Allah, though he alone created you. I asked, what is next? He said, to kill your son, lest he should share your food with you. I asked, what is next? He said, to commit illegal sexual intercourse with the wife of your neighbor. Then the following verse was revealed to confirm the statement of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Those who invoke not any other ilah, God, along with Allah, nor kill such person as Allah has forbidden except for just cause, nor commit illegal sexual intercourse. Quran, chapter 25, verse 68. See hadith number 4477. Narrated Al-Qasim bin Abi Bazza that he asked Sayyid bin Jubair, Is there any repentance for the one who has murdered a believer intentionally? Then I recited to him, Nor kill such life as Allah has forbidden except for a just cause. Sayyid said, I recited this very verse before Ibn Abbas as you have recited it before me. Ibn Abbas said, This verse was revealed in Mecca and it has been abrogated by a verse in Surah An-Nisa, which was later revealed in Al-Madina. Footnote. In Surah Al-Furqan, Allah gives the chance to one who has murdered a believer to repent, except those who repent and believe in Islamic monotheism and do righteous deeds. For those, Allah will change their sins into good deeds. And Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 25, verse 70. While in Surah An-Nisa, Allah says, And whoever kills a believer intentionally, his recompense is hell to abide therein, and the wrath and curse of Allah are upon him, and a great punishment is prepared for him. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93. Ibn Abbas thinks that the latter verse has abrogated the former. In Hadith number 4764, he says, that the former verse was applicable only to al-mushrikun, pagans, before embracing Islam. The latter verse is concerned with those who have embraced Islam. See hadith number 4764, 4765, and 4766. Narrated Said bin Jubayr, the people of Kufa deferred as regards the killing of a believer. So I entered upon Ibn Abbas and asked him about that. Ibn Abbas said, The verse in Surah An-Nisa, Quran, chapter 4, verse 93, was the last thing revealed in this respect 
and nothing cancelled its validity. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubair, I asked Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, about Allah's saying, His recompense is hell. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93. He said, No repentance is accepted from him, that is, the murderer of a believer. I asked him regarding the saying of Allah. And those who invoke not any other ilah, God, along with Allah. Quran, chapter 25, verse 68. He said, This verse was revealed concerning al-Mushrikun, pagans of the pre-Islamic period. Footnote. See the previous footnote of hadith number 4762 and hadith number 4765. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The torment will be doubled to him on the day of resurrection, and he will abide therein in disgrace. Quran, chapter 25, verse 69 Narrated Sa'id bin Jubair Ibn Abza said to me, Ask Ibn Abbas regarding the statement of Allah, and whoever kills a believer intentionally, his recompense is hell. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93. And also his statement, Nor kill such life as Allah has forbidden, except for just cause, up to, except those who repent and believe in Islamic monotheism. Quran, chapter 25, verse 68 to 70. So I asked Ibn Abbas, and he said, When this, Quran, chapter 25, verse 68 and 69, was revealed, the people of Makkah said, we have invoked other gods with Allah, and we have murdered such lives which Allah has made sacred, and we have committed illegal sexual intercourse before embracing Islam. So Allah revealed, except those who repent and believe in Islamic monotheism, and do righteous deeds, up to, and Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 25, verse 70. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Except those who repent and believe in the Islamic monotheism and do righteous deeds, for those Allah will change their sins into good deeds, and Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 25, verse 70 Narrated Sa'id bin Jubayr, Abdurrahman bin Abza ordered me to ask Ibn Abbas regarding the two verses, the first of which was, and whoever kills a believer intentionally. Quran, chapter 4, verse 93. So I asked him, and he said, Nothing has abrogated this verse, about the other verse, and those who invoke not any other ilah, God, along with Allah. He said, It was revealed concerning al-Mushrikun. Footnote. See Hadith number 4765. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So the torment will be yours forever. Quran, Chapter 25, Verse 77 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, Five great events have passed. The smoke, the moon, the Romans, the mighty grasp and constant punishment which occurs in So the torment will be yours forever. Quran Chapter 25, verse 77 Footnote The events referred to here 
are all mentioned in the Noble Qur'an. A. The smoke here means what al-mushrikun of Mecca imagined to see in the sky because of their severe hunger when Allah afflicted them with drought, famine. Qur'an, chapter 44, verse 10. B. The event of the splitting of the moon which took place in the lifetime of the Prophet peace be upon him and was witnessed by al-mushrikun, his companions, and some believers. Qur'an, chapter 54, Verse 1. One of the miracles from Allah to the Prophet peace be upon him. C. The Romans were defeated by the Persian Mushrikun, whereupon the Quraysh Mushrikun of Mecca rejoiced. Quran, chapter 30, verse 2 to 4. D. The mighty grasp is that which Allah sent upon al-Mushrikun of Quraysh in the battle of Badr. Quran, chapter 74. Verse 16. E. Constant punishment will definitely be inflicted upon those who rejected faith. Abdullah regards this future inevitable event as definite as any past event. Therefore, he includes it in the four other events. F. See the Noble Quran. A miracles from Allah to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The Commentary of Surah Ash-Shu'ara The Poets In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And disgrace me not on the day when all the creatures will be resurrected. Quran, Chapter 26, Verse 87 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, On the day of resurrection, Ibrahim, Abraham, peace be upon him, will see his father covered with ghabara and qathara, that is, having a dark face. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Ibrahim, Abraham, will meet his father on the day of resurrection and will say, O my Lord, you promised me that you would not let me in disgrace on the day when people will be resurrected. Allah will say, I have forbidden paradise for the disbelievers. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And warn your tribe, O Muhammad peace be upon him, of near kindred, and be kind and humble to the believers who follow you. Quran, Chapter 26, Verse 214 to 215 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, when the verse, And warn your tribe, O Muhammad peace be upon him of near kindred was revealed. The Prophet peace be upon him ascended the As-Safa mountain and started calling, O Bani Fihr, O Bani Adi, addressing various tribes of Quraysh till they were assembled. Those who could not come themselves sent their messengers to see what was there. Abu Lahab and other people from Quraysh came and the Prophet peace be upon him then said, Suppose, I told you that there is an enemy cavalry in the valley intending to attack you. Would you believe me? They said, Yes, for we have not found you telling anything other than the truth. He then said, I am a plain warner to you of a coming severe punishment. Abu Lahab said to the Prophet peace be upon him, May you perish all this day. Is it for this purpose you have gathered us? Then it was revealed. 
perish the two hands of Abu Lahab, an uncle of the Prophet, and perish he, his wealth, and his children, etc., will not benefit him. Quran, chapter 111, verse 1 and 2. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got up when the verse, And warn your tribe, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, of near kindred. Quran, chapter 26, verse 214, was revealed, and said, O Quraysh people, or he said a similar word, by yourselves. I cannot save you from Allah if you disobey him. O Bani Abdi Manaf, I cannot save you from Allah if you disobey him. O Abbas, the son of Abdul Muttalib, I cannot save you from Allah if you disobey him. O Safiyyah, the aunt of Allah's Messenger, I cannot save you from Allah if you disobey him. O Fatima, the daughter of Muhammad peace be upon him, ask what you wish from my property, but I cannot save you from Allah if you disobey him. The Commentary of Surah Al-Qasas The Narration In the Name of Allah the most gracious, the most merciful. The statement of Allah, Everything will perish, save his face. Quran, chapter 28, verse 88. Chapter on the statement of Allah. Verily, you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, guide not whom you like, but Allah guides whom he wills. Quran, chapter 28, verse 56. Narrated Al-Musayyib, when Abu Talib was on his deathbed, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to him and found with him Abu Jahal and Abdullah bin Abi Umayyah bin Al-Mughira. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O uncle, say, La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, a sentence with which I will defend you, argue for your case with it before Allah. On that, Abu Jahal, and Abdullah bin Abi Umayyah said to Abu Talib, Do you want to denounce Abdul Muttalib's religion? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, kept on inviting him to say that sentence, while the other two kept on repeating their sentence before him, till Abu Talib said as his last statement. He said to them, I am on the religion of Abdul Muttalib, and refused to say, La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. On that, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, By Allah, I will keep on asking Allah's forgiveness for you, unless I am forbidden by Allah to do so. So Allah revealed, It is not proper for the Prophet and those who believe to ask Allah's forgiveness for mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah, even though they be of kin after it has become clear to them that they are the dwellers of the fire, because they died in a state of disbelief. Quran, chapter 9, verse 113. And then Allah revealed especially about Abu Talib. Verily, you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, guide not whom you like, but Allah guides whom he wills. Quran, chapter 28, verse 56. See Hadith number 1360. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, He who has given you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, the Qur'an. Qur'an, 
Chapter 28, verse 85 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, will bring you to Ma'ad, place of return, means to Mecca. The Commentary of Surat Ar-Rum, The Romans In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on Allah's Statement Alif Lam Mim The Romans have been defeated in a nearby land, yet, following their defeat, they will triumph. Quran, Chapter 30, Verse 1-3 Narrated Masruq While a man was delivering a speech in the tribe of Kinda, he said, Smoke will prevail on the day of resurrection, and will deprive the hypocrites their faculties of hearing and seeing. The believers will be afflicted with something like cold only thereof. That news carried us. So I went to Abdullah ibn Mas'ud while he was reclining, and told him the story. Whereupon he became angry, sat up, and said, He who knows a thing can say it, but if he does not know, he should say, Allah knows better, for it is an aspect of knowledge to say, I do not know, if you do not know a certain thing. Allah said to his prophet, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, no ways do I ask of you for this, the Qur'an, nor I am one of the mutakallifun, those who pretend and fabricate things which do not exist. Qur'an, chapter 38, verse 86. The Quraysh delayed in embracing Islam for a period. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, invoked evil on them, saying, O Allah, help me against them by sending on them seven years of drought, famine, like those of Yusuf, Joseph. So they were afflicted with such a severe year of drought, famine, that they were destroyed therein and ate dead animals and bones. They started seeing something like smoke between the sky and the earth because of severe hunger. Abu Sufyan then came to the Prophet peace be upon him and said, O Muhammad, you came to order us for to keep good relations with kith and kin, and your kinsmen have now perished, so please invoke Allah to relieve them. Then Ibn Mas'ud recited, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke. Up to you will revert. Qur'an, chapter 44, verse 10 to 15. Ibn Mas'ud added, Then the punishment was stopped, but truly they reverted to heathenism, their old way. So Allah threatened them thus, On the day when we shall seize you with the greatest grasp. Qur'an, chapter 44, verse 16. And what was the day of the battle of Badr? Allah saying, Lidhama, the punishment, refers to the day of the battle of Badr. Allah's statement, Alif Lam Mim, the Romans have been defeated, up to, will be victorious. Quran, chapter 30, verse 1 to 3. This verse, indicates that the defeat of Byzantines has already passed. Chapter on Allah's Statement No change let there be in Khalqillah, that is, the religion of Allah, Islamic monotheism. Quran, chapter 30, verse 30
that is religion of the awwaleen ancients quran chapter 26 verse 137 and al-fitra that is islam that is islamic monotheism narrated abu huraira may allah be pleased with him allah's messenger peace be upon him said no child is born except on al-fitra pure islamic monotheism and then his parents convert him to judaism or to christianity or to Magianism, as an animal gives birth to a perfect baby animal. Do you find it mutilated? Then he recited, Allah's fitra, that is, Allah's Islamic monotheism, with which he has created mankind. No change let there be in the khalqillah, that is, the religion of Allah, Islamic monotheism, that is, the straight religion. Quran, chapter 30, verse 30. See Hadith number 1359. The Commentary of Surat Luqman In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Join not in worship others with Allah. Verily, joining others in worship with Allah is a great zulm. Wrong indeed. Quran, Chapter 31, Verse 13 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. When there was revealed, it is those who believe in the oneness of Allah and worship none but him alone, and confuse not their belief with zulm. Wrong. Quran, chapter 6, verse 82. It was very hard for the companions of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. So they said, Which of us has not confused his belief with zulm? Wrong. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The verse does not mean this. Don't you hear Luqman's statement to his son? Verily, joining others in worship with Allah is a great zulm. Wrong indeed. Quran, chapter 31, verse 13. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, Allah, with him alone, is the knowledge of the hour. Quran, Chapter 31, verse 34 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. One day, while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was sitting with the people, a man came to him walking and said, O Allah's Messenger, what is faith? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Faith is to believe in Allah, his angels, his books, his messengers, and the meeting with him, and to believe in the resurrection. The man asked, O Allah's Messenger, what is Islam? The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, Islam is to worship Allah alone and not to worship anything besides Him, to perform iqam salah to pray zakat, and to observe Saum, fast, during the month of Ramadan. The man further asked, O Allah's Messenger, what is Ihsan, perfection or benevolence? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Ihsan is to worship Allah as if you see Him. And if you do not achieve this state of devotion, then you must consider that Allah is looking at you. The man further asked, O Allah's Messenger, when will the hour be established? The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, The answerer has no better knowledge than the questioner, but I will describe to you its portents. 
When a lady slave gives birth to her mistress, that will be of its importance. When the barefooted, naked people become the chiefs of the people, that will be of its importance. The hour is one of the five things which nobody knows except Allah. The Prophet peace be upon him then recited, Verily, Allah with him alone is the knowledge of the hour. He sends down the rain and knows that which is in the wombs. No person knows what he will earn tomorrow and no person knows in what land he will die. Quran chapter 31 verse 34 Then that man left. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Call him back to me. They went to call him back but could not see him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, That was the angel Jibreel, Gabriel, who came to teach the people their religion. See also volume 1, Hadith number 50. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, The keys of Al-Ghaib, the unseen, are five. And then he recited, Verily, Allah with him alone is the knowledge of the hour. Quran chapter 31 verse 34. See hadith number 4627 and chapter 1 for details. Footnote. Iqam as-salah. The performance of as-salah, the prayers, this is not understood by many Muslims. It means A. Every Muslim, male or female, is obliged to offer his salah prayers regularly five times a day at the specified times, the male in the mosque in congregation and the female at home. As the Prophet peace be upon him has said, order your children to offer salah prayers at the age of seven and beat them about it at the age of ten. The chief of a family, town, tribe, etc., and the Muslim ruler of a country are held responsible before Allah in case of non-fulfillment of this obligation by the Muslims under his authority. b. To perform the salah, prayers, in a way just as Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him used to perform it with all its rules and regulations, that is, standing, bowing, prostrating, sitting, etc. As he, peace be upon him, has said, perform your salah, prayer the way you see me performing it. Please see a hadith numbers 735, 736, 737, 756, 823, and 824. Sahih al-Bukhari for the Prophet's way of offering salah, prayer, in the book of characteristics of the salah, prayer, and that the salah, prayer, begins with takbir, Allahu Akbar with the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha, etc., along with its various postures, standing, bowing, prostrations, sitting, etc., and it ends with Taslim. The Commentary of Surah As-Sajda, The Prostration In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah No person knows what is kept hidden for them of joy. Quran Chapter 32, verse 17 Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Allah said, I have prepared for my pious worshippers such things as no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard of, 
and nobody has ever thought of. Abu Huraira added, If you wish, you can read. No person knows what is kept hidden for them of joy. Quran, chapter 32, verse 17. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah said, I have prepared for my pious worshippers such things as no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard of, and nobody has ever even imagined of. All that is reserved, besides which, all that you have seen is nothing. Then he recited, No person knows what is kept hidden for them of joy as a reward for what they used to do. Quran, chapter 32, verse 17. The Commentary of Surah Al-Ahzab, The Confederates In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah The Prophet is closer to the believers than their own selves. Quran, chapter 33, verse 6 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, There is no believer but I, of all the people. I am the closest to him both in this world and in the hereafter. Recite, if you wish. The Prophet is closer to the believers than their own selves. Quran, chapter 33, verse 6. So if a believer dies, leave some property, then his relatives will inherit that property. But if he is in debt or he leaves poor children, let those creditors and children come to me, that I may pay the debt and provide for the children. For then I am his mawla, supporter and protector. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Call them adopted sons by the names of their fathers. That is more just with Allah. Quran, chapter 33, verse 5. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. We used not to call Zayd bin Haditha, the freed slave of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, except Zayd bin Muhammad, till the Quranic verse was revealed. Call them adopted sons by the names of their fathers. That is more just with Allah. Quran, chapter 33, verse 5. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Of them, some have fulfilled their obligations, that is, have been martyred, and some of them are still waiting, but they have never changed, that is, they never proved treacherous to their covenant which they concluded with Allah, in the least. Quran, Chapter 33, Verse 23 Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. We think that the verse, Among the believers are men who have been true to their covenant with Allah. That is, they have gone out for jihad, holy fighting, and showed not their backs to the disbelievers. Quran, chapter 33, verse 23, was revealed in favor of Anas bin An-Nadhr. Narrated Zayd bin Thabit, When we collected the fragmentary manuscripts of the Quran into copies, I missed one of the verses of Surah Al-Ahzab, which I used to hear Allah's Messenger peace be upon him reciting. Finally, I did not find it with anybody except Khuzayma al-Ansari, 
whose witness was considered by Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, equal to the witness of two men. And that verse was, Among the believers are men who have been true to their covenant with Allah. Quran, chapter 33, verse 23. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O Prophet, Muhammad, peace be upon him, say to your wives, If you desire the life of this world and its glitter, then come. I will make a provision for you and set you free in a handsome manner. Divorce. Quran, chapter 33, verse 28. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to me when Allah ordered him to give option to his wives. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, started with me, saying, I am going to mention to you something, but you should not hasten to give your reply unless you consult your parents. He knew that my parents would not order me to leave him. Then he said, Allah says, A prophet, Muhammad peace be upon him, say to your wives. Quran, chapter 33, verse 28 and 29. On that I said to him, Then why should I consult my parents? Verily, I desire Allah, his messenger, and the home of the hereafter. Chapter on the Statement of Allah But if you desire Allah and His Messenger, and the home of the hereafter, then verily, Allah has prepared for al-Mursinat, good doers, amongst you, an enormous reward. Quran, chapter 33, verse 29 Regarding the verse, And remember, O you, the members of the Prophet's family, the graces of your Lord, that which is recited in your houses of the verses of Allah and Al-Hikmah. Quran, chapter 33, verse 34. Qatala said, Al-Hikmah means the Quran and the Prophet's Sunnah. Narrated Aisha, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was ordered to give option to his wives, he started with me, saying, I am going to mention to you something, but you shall not hasten to give your reply, unless you consult your parents. The Prophet, peace be upon him, knew that my parents would not order me to leave him. Then he said, Allah says, O Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, say to your wives, if you desire the life of this world and its glitter, up to an enormous reward. Quran, chapter 33 verse 28 and 29. I said, Then why should I consult my parents? Verily, I desire Allah, His Messenger, and the home of the hereafter. Then all the other wives of the Prophet did the same as I did. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when you said to him, Zayd bin Haditha, may Allah be pleased with him, the freed slave of the Prophet peace be upon him, on whom Allah has bestowed grace by guiding him to Islam, and you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him too, have done favor by manumitting him. Keep your wife to yourself and fear Allah. But you did hide in yourself. That is, what Allah has already made known to you that he will give her to you in marriage, that which Allah will make manifest. You did fear people, that is, Muhammad peace be upon him married the divorced wife of his manumitted slave, whereas Allah had a better right 
that you should fear Him. Quran, chapter 33, verse 37. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, the verse, and remember, when you said to him, Zayd bin Haritha, may Allah be pleased with him, the freed slave of the Prophet peace be upon him, on whom Allah has bestowed grace by guiding him to Islam, and you, O Muhammad peace be upon him too, have done favor by manumitting him. Keep your wife to yourself and fear Allah, but you did hide in, that is, what Allah has already made known to you, that He will give her to you in marriage, yourself, that which Allah was about to make manifest. Quran, chapter 33, verse 37, was revealed concerning Zayna binti Jahash and Zayd bin Haritha. Chapter on the Statement of Allah You, O Muhammad peace be upon him, can postpone the turn of whom you will of them, your wives and you may receive whom you will, and whomsoever you desire of those whom you have set aside. Her turn temporarily. It is no sin on you to receive her again. Quran, chapter 33, verse 51. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I used to look down upon those ladies who had given themselves to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and I used to say, Can a lady give herself to a man? But when Allah revealed, You, a Muhammad peace be upon him, can postpone the turn of whom you will of them, your wives, and you may receive whom you will, and whomsoever you desire of those whom you have set aside her turn temporarily, it is no sin on you to receive her again. Quran, chapter 33, verse 51. I said to the Prophet peace be upon him, I feel that your Lord hastens in fulfilling your wishes and desires. Narrated Mu'adha, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to take the permission of that wife with whom he was supposed to stay overnight if he wanted to go to one other than her. After this verse was revealed, You, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, can postpone the turn of whom you will of them, your wives and you may receive whom you will, and whomsoever you desire of those whom you have set aside, her turn temporarily. It is no sin on you to receive her again. Quran, chapter 33, verse 51. I asked Aisha, What did you use to say in this case? She said, I used to say to him, If I could deny you the permission to go to your other wives, I would not allow your favor to be bestowed on any other person than I. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, enter not the Prophet's houses, except when leave is given to you for a meal, up to, verily, with Allah that shall be an enormity. Quran, chapter 33, verse 53 Narrated Omar, may Allah be pleased with him, I said, O Allah's Messenger, good and bad persons enter upon you. So I suggest that you order the mothers of the believers, that is, your wives, to observe veils. Then Allah revealed the verses of Al-Hijab. Footnote Al-Hijab The observing of veils, a complete body cover excluding the eyes by the Muslim women. See chapter number 12 and hadith number 4758 and 4,759.
narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. When Allah's Messenger peace be upon him married Zainab binti Jahash, he invited the people to a meal. They took the meal and remained sitting and talking. Then the Prophet peace be upon him showed them as if he is ready to get up. Yet they did not get up. When he noticed that there was no response to his movement, he got up and the others too got up except three persons who kept on sitting. The Prophet peace be upon him came back in order to enter his house. But he found those people still sitting. So he went away again. Then they left. Whereupon I set out and went to the Prophet peace be upon him to tell him that they had departed. So he came and entered his house. I wanted to enter along with him, but he put a screen between me and him. Then Allah revealed, O you who believe, enter not the Prophet's houses. Quran Chapter 33, verse 53 Narrated Anas bin Malik, I, of all the people who know best this verse of Al-Hijab, when Allah's Messenger peace be upon him married Zainab bin Jahash, may Allah be pleased with her, she was with him in the house, and he prepared a meal and invited the people to it. They sat down after finishing their meal and started chatting. So the Prophet peace be upon him went out and then returned several times while they were still sitting and talking. So Allah revealed the verse, O you who believe, enter not the Prophet's houses, except when leave is given to you for a meal, and then not so early as to wait for its preparation, up to, from behind a screen. Quran, chapter 33, verse 53. So the screen was set up, and the people went away. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, a wedding banquet of bread and meat was held on the occasion of the marriage of the Prophet peace be upon him to Zainab binti Jahash. I was sent to invite the people to the banquet, and so the people started coming in groups. They would eat and then leave. Another batch would come, eat and leave. So I kept on inviting the people till I found nobody to invite. Then I said, O Allah's Prophet, I do not find anybody to invite. He said, carry away the remaining food. Then a batch of three persons stayed in the house, chatting. The Prophet peace be upon him left and went towards the dwelling place of Aisha and said, Peace and Allah's mercy be on you, O the people of the house. She replied, Peace and the mercy of Allah be on you too. How did you find your wife? May Allah bless you. Then he went to the dwelling places of all his other wives and said to them the same as he said to Aisha, and they said to him the same as Aisha had said to him. Then the Prophet peace be upon him returned, and found a group of three persons still in the house, chatting. The Prophet peace be upon him was a very shy person. So he went out for the second time, and went towards the dwelling place of Aisha. I do not remember whether I informed him that the people have gone away. So he returned, and as soon as he entered the gate, he drew the curtain between me and him, and then the verse of Al-Hijab was revealed. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, when Allah's Messenger peace be upon him married Zainab binti Jahash, he made the people eat meat and bread to their fill by giving a walima banquet. Then he went out to the dwelling places of the mothers of the believers, his wives, as he used to do in the morning of his marriage. He would greet them, and invoke good on them. And they too would return his greetings 
and invoke good on him. When he returned to his house, he found two men talking to each other. And when he saw them, he went out of his house again. When those two men saw Allah's Messenger peace be upon him going out of his house, they quickly got up and departed. I do not remember whether I informed him of their departure or he was informed by somebody else. So he returned, and when he entered the house, he lowered the curtain between me and him, and the verse of Al-Hijab was revealed. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Sauda, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him, went out to answer the call of nature after it was made obligatory for all the Muslim ladies to observe the veil. She was a fat, huge lady, and everybody who knew her before could recognize her. So Umar ibn al-Khattab saw her and said, O Sauda, by Allah, you cannot hide yourself from us. So think of a way by which you should not be recognized on going out. Sauda returned while Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, was in my house, taking his supper, and a bone covered with meat was in his hand. She entered and said, O Allah's messenger, I went out to answer the call of nature, and Umar said to me, so and so. Then Allah revealed upon him, the Prophet peace be upon him, and when the state of revelation was over, and the bone was still in his hand, as he had not put it down, he said to Sauda, You women have been allowed to go out for your needs. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Whether you reveal anything or conceal it, verily, Allah is ever all-knower of everything. Up to, verily, Allah is ever all-witness over everything. Quran, chapter 33, verse 54 and 55. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Aflah, the brother of Abi al-Qawais, asked permission to visit me after the order of al-Hijab was revealed. I said, I will not permit him unless I take permission of the Prophet peace be upon him about him. For it was not the brother of Abi al-Qawais, but the wife of Abi al-Qawais that nursed me. The Prophet peace be upon him entered upon me, and I said to him, O Allah's Messenger, Aflah, the brother of Abi al-Qawais, asked permission to visit me, but I refused to permit him unless I took your permission. The Prophet peace be upon him said, What stopped you from permitting him? He is your uncle. I said, O Allah's Messenger, the man was not the person who had nursed me, but the woman, the wife of Abi al-Qawais, had nursed me. He said, Admit him, for he is your uncle, Taribat Yaminuki. May your right hand be in dust. Urwa, the sub-narrator added, For that, Aisha used to say, Consider those things which are illegal because of blood relations as illegal because of the corresponding foster-suckling relations. See Volume 8, Hadith Number 6156 and Chapter 93. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah sends His Salah, graces, honors, blessings, and mercy on the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and also his angels. Ask Allah to bless and forgive him. Quran, chapter 33, verse 56. Abu al-Aliyah said, Allah's blessings in this verse means his compliments to him before the angels and the blessings of angels means their invocations. Narrated Ka'b bin Udra. It was said, O Allah's Messenger, we know how to greet you 
but how to send salat to you. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin kama sallayta ala ali Ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin kama barakta ala ali Ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. O Allah, send your salat, blessings, graces, honors, and mercy on Muhammad and his family or the followers of Muhammad peace be upon him as you send your salat, blessing, graces, honors, and mercy on Ibrahim's, Abraham, or the followers of Abraham family. O Allah, send your blessings on Muhammad and his family as you sent your blessings on Ibrahim's family. You are praiseworthy, most gracious. See Volume 4, Hadith Number 3357, Volume 8, Hadith Number 6357 and 6358 for details. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri We said, O Allah's Messenger, we know this greeting to you, but how shall we send salat on you? He said, Say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika kama sallayta ala ali Ibrahima wa barik ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin kama barakta ala Ibrahima. O Allah, send your salat upon Muhammad, your slave and your messenger as you send your salat on Ibrahim's Abraham family or the followers of Abraham and send your blessings upon Muhammad and his family or the followers of Muhammad, peace be upon him, as you sent your blessings upon Ibrahim. Allah said, Ala Muhammadin wa ala ali Muhammadin kama barakta ala ali Ibrahim. Narrated Ibn Abi Hazim and Ad-Darawardi, Yazid said, Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa barik ala Muhammadin wa ali Muhammadin kama barakta ala Ibrahim Footnote. The same invocation as in hadith number 4797 and hadith number 4798 with a little modification in form. Note. Salat from Allah means here his blessings, mercy, graces, and honors upon Muhammad peace be upon him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah be you not like those who annoyed Musa, Moses. Quran, chapter 33, verse 69. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Musa, Moses was a shy man. And that is what the statement of Allah means. O you who believe, be not like those who annoyed Musa, Moses. But Allah cleared him of that which they alleged, and he was honorable before Allah. Quran, chapter 33, verse 69. See volume 4, hadith number 3404 for details. The Commentary of Surah Sabah Sheba In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So much so, 
that when fear is banished from their angels' hearts, they, angels say, What is it that your Lord has said? They say, The truth, and He is the Most High, the Most Great. Quran, chapter 34, verse 23. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, said, When Allah decrees some order in the heaven, the angels flutter their wings indicating complete surrender to his saying, which sounds like chains being dragged on rock. And when the state of fear is banished from their angels' hearts, they, angels say, What is it that your Lord has said? They say, The truth. And he is the most high, the most great. Quran, chapter 34, verse 23. Then the stealthy listeners, devils, hear this order, and these stealthy listeners are like this, one over the other. Sufyan, a sub-narrator, demonstrated that by holding his hand upright and separating the fingers. A stealthy listener hears a word which he will convey to that which is below him, and the second will convey it to that who is below him, till the last of them will convey it to the wizard or foreteller. Sometimes a flame, fire, may strike the devil before he can convey it, and sometimes he may convey it before the flame, fire strikes him, whereupon the wizard adds to that word a hundred lies. The people will then say, Didn't he, that is, magician, tell such and such thing on such and such date? So that magician is said to have told the truth, because of the statement which has been heard from the heavens. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He, Muhammad peace be upon him, is only a warner to you in face of a severe torment. Quran, Chapter 34, Verse 46 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. One day, the Prophet peace be upon him ascended a Safa mountain and said, Ya Sabaha! All the Quraysh gathered round him and said, What is the matter? He said, Look, if I told you that an enemy is going to attack you in the morning or in the evening, would you not believe me? They said, Yes, we will believe you. He said, I am a warner to you in face of a terrible punishment. On that, Abu Lahab said, May you perish. Is it for this thing that you have gathered us? So Allah revealed, Perish the two hands of Abu Lahab. Quran, chapter 111, verse 1. Footnote. Ya Sabaha. An expression used for calling to assemble because of an emergency. The Commentary of Surat Yasin. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on Allah's statement. And the sun runs on its fixed course for a term appointed. That is the decree of the Almighty, the All-Knowing. Quran, chapter 36, verse 38. Narrated Abu Dhar. Once I was with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the mosque at the time of sunset. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Abu Dhar, do you know where the sun sets? I replied, Allah and His Messenger know better. He said, 
it goes and prostrates underneath Allah's throne. And that is Allah's statement. And the sun runs on its fixed course for a term appointed. And that is the decree of the Almighty, the All-Knowing. Quran, chapter 36, verse 38. Narrated Abu Dhar, I asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the statement of Allah. And the sun runs on its fixed course for a term appointed. Quran, chapter 36, verse 38. He said, Its course in underneath Allah's throne. See Hadith number 3199. The Commentary of Surat As-Safat Those Ranged in Racks In the Name of Allah The Most Gracious, The Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And verily, Yunus, Jonah, was one of the messengers. Quran, Chapter 37, Verse 139 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Nobody has the right to be better than Yunus, Jonah, Ibn Matta. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He who says that I am better than Yunus, Jonah, bin Matta, tells a lie. The Commentary of Surat Saad In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They are those whom Allah had guided, so follow their guidance. Narrated Al-Awwam I asked Mujahid regarding the prostration in Surat Sad. He said, Ibn Abbas was asked the same questions, and he said, They are those whom Allah had guided, so follow their guidance. Quran, Chapter 6, Verse 90. Ibn Abbas used to perform a prostration on reading this surah. See hadith number 3421. Narrated Al-Abbam. I asked Mujahid regarding the prostration in Surat Sad. He said, I asked Ibn Abbas, What evidence makes you prostrate? He said, Don't you recite? And among his progeny, Daud, David, and Sulaiman, Solomon, Quran, chapter 6, verse 84. They are those whom Allah had guided, so follow their guidance. Quran, chapter 6, verse 90. So Daud, David, was the one of those prophets whom Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was ordered to follow. Daud, David, peace be upon him, prostrated. So Allah's Messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, performed this prostration too. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He, Solomon, said, My Lord, forgive me, and bestow upon me a kingdom such as shall not belong to any other after me. Verily, you are the bestower. Quran, chapter 38, verse 35 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Last night, a demon from the jinn came to me, or the Prophet, peace be upon him, said a similar sentence, to disturb my salah, prayer. But Allah gave me the power to overcome him. I intended to tie him to one of the pillars of the mosque till the morning, so that all of you could see him. But then I remembered the statement of my brother Sulaiman, 
Solomon, and bestow upon me a kingdom such as shall not belong to any other after me. Quran, chapter 38, verse 35. The narrator added, Then he, the Prophet peace be upon him, dismissed him, rejected. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Nor am I one of the mutakallifun, those who pretend and fabricate things which do not exist. Quran, chapter 38, verse 86 Narrated Masruq, We came upon Abdullah bin Mas'ud, and he said, O people, if somebody knows something, he can say it. But if he does not know it, he should say, Allah knows better. For it is an aspect of knowledge to say about something which one does not know. Allah knows better. Allah said to his Prophet, peace be upon him, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, No wage do I ask of you for this, the Qur'an, nor am I one of the mutakallifun, those who pretend and fabricate things which do not exist. Qur'an, chapter 38, verse 86. Now I will tell you about Ad-Dukhan, the smoke. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, invited the Quraysh to embrace Islam, but they delayed in their response. So he said, O Allah, help me against them by sending on them seven years of drought, famine, like those seven years of drought of Yusuf, Joseph. So the drought, famine, years overtook them, and everything was destroyed, till they ate dead animals and skins. People started imagining to see smoke between them and the sky because of severe hunger. Allah said, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke, covering the people. This is a painful torment. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10 and 11. So they invoked Allah, saying, Our Lord, remove the torment from us. Really, we shall become believers. How can there be for them an admonition at the time when the torment has reached them, when a messenger explaining things clearly has already come to them? Then they had turned away from him, Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, and said, He is one, Muhammad peace be upon him, taught by a human being, a madman? Verily, we shall remove the torment for a while. Verily, you will revert to disbelief. Quran Chapter 44, verse 12 to 15 It was asked of Abdullah, Will the punishment be removed on the day of resurrection? Abdullah said, The punishment was removed from them for a while, but they reverted to disbelief, so Allah destroyed them on the day of the battle of Badr. Allah said, On the day when we shall seize you with the greatest grasp, punishment, verily, we will exact Retribution. Quran, chapter 44, verse 16. The Commentary of Surat Az-Zumar. The Groups. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. Say, O Ibadi, my slaves who have transgressed against themselves by committing evil deeds and sins. Despair not of the mercy of Allah. Quran, chapter 39, verse 53. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Some al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger, 
Muhammad peace be upon him, who committed murders in great number and committed illegal sexual intercourse excessively, came to Muhammad peace be upon him and said, O Muhammad, whatever you say and invite people to is good, but we wish if you could inform us whether we can make an expiation for our past evil deeds. So the following divine verses were revealed. And those who invoke not any other ilah, God, along with Allah, nor kill such person as Allah has forbidden, except for just cause, nor commit illegal sexual intercourse. Quran, chapter 25, verse 68. And there was also revealed, Say, O Ibadi, my slaves, who have transgressed against themselves by committing evil deeds and sins, despair not of the mercy of Allah. Quran, chapter 39, verse 53. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They made not a just estimate of Allah, such as is due to Him. Quran, chapter 39, verse 67 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. A Jewish, Rabbi, came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and he said, O Muhammad, we learn that Allah will put all the heavens on one finger, and the earths on one finger, and the trees on one finger, and the water and the dust on one finger and all the other created beings on one finger. Then he will say, I am the king. Thereupon, the Prophet peace be upon him smiled, so that his premolar's teeth became visible, and that was the confirmation of the Rabbi. Then Allah's Messenger peace be upon him recited, They made not a just estimate of Allah, such as is due to him. Quran, chapter 39, verse 67. Chapter on the Statement of Allah and on the day of resurrection, the whole of the earth will be grasped by his hand, and the heavens will be rolled up in his right hand. Quran, chapter 39, verse 67. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Allah will grasp the whole planet of earth by his hand, and roll all the heavens up with his right hand. And then he will say, I am the king. Where are the kings of the earth? Chapter on the Statement of Allah And the trumpet will be blown, and all who are in the heavens and all who are on earth will swoon away, except him whom Allah wills. Quran, chapter 39, verse 68 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, I will be the first to raise my head after the second blowing of the trumpet and will see Musa, Moses, holding or clinging to the throne of Allah. And I will not know whether he had been in that state all the time or after the blowing of the trumpet. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Between the two blowings of the trumpet there will be forty. The people said, O Abu Huraira, forty days? I refused to reply. They said, Forty years? I refused to reply, and added, Everything of a human body will waste away, or perish, or decay, except the last coccyx bone of the tail, and from that bone, Allah will reconstruct the human body. The Commentary of Surat Ghafir, or Al-Mu'min, The Forgiver or The Believer In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Narrated Urwa bin al-Zubayr 
I asked Abdullah bin Amr bin Al-As to inform me of the worst thing, Al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah, and in his messenger, Muhammad peace be upon him, had done to Allah's messenger peace be upon him. He said, While Allah's messenger peace be upon him was performing salah, prayer, in the courtyard of the Kaaba, Uqba bin Abi Mu'ayyid came and seized Allah's messenger peace be upon him by the shoulder and twisted his garment round his neck and throttled him severely. Abu Bakr came and seized Uqba's shoulder and threw him away from Allah's messenger peace be upon him and said, Would you kill a man because he says, My Lord is Allah and has come to you with clear signs, proofs from your Lord? Quran, Chapter 40, Verse 28 the Commentary of Surat Hamim As-Sajda The Prostration or Surat Fussilat They are explained in detail. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Sa'id said, A man said to Ibn Abbas, I find in the Quran certain things which seem to me contradictory. For example, Allah says, There will be no kinship among them that day, nor will they ask for one another. Quran, chapter 23, verse 101. Yet he says, And they will turn to one another and question one another. Quran, chapter 37, verse 27. But they will never be able to hide a single fact from Allah. Quran, chapter 4, verse 42. Yet he reports what al-mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him will say by Allah our Lord we were not those who joined others in worship with Allah Quran chapter 6 verse 23 according to this verse they will hide some facts Allah says or is the heaven that he constructed up to he spread the earth Quran chapter 79 Verse 27 to 30. In this verse, he mentions the creation of the heavens before the creation of the earth. Then he says, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, do you verily disbelieve in him who created the earth in two days? Up to willingly. Quran, chapter 41, verse 9 to 11. So he mentions in this verse the creation of the earth before the heavens, and he says, Verily, Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 4, verse 23. Allah is ever most powerful, all wise. Quran, chapter 4, verse 56. Allah is ever all hearer, all seer. Quran, chapter 4, verse 58. This seems to be something that was and has passed. Then Ibn Abbas answered, there will be no relationship between them. That is on the first blowing of the trumpet. And so the trumpet will be blown, and all who are in the heavens, and all who are on the earth, will swoon away except him whom Allah wills. Quran, chapter 39, verse 68. Then, there will be no relationship between them. And at that time, one will not ask another. Then when the trumpet will be blown for the second time, they will turn to one another and question one another. As for his statement, we were not who joined others in worship with Allah, but 
they will not be able to hide a single fact from Allah. Allah will forgive the sins of those who were sincere in their worship. Whereupon, Al-Mushrikun will say to teach other, Come, let's say we never worshipped others besides Allah. But their mouths will be sealed and their hands will speak the truth. At that time, it will be evident that no speech can be concealed from Allah. And those who disbelieved and disobeyed, the Messenger, peace be upon him, will wish that they were buried in the earth. But they will never be able to hide a single fact from Allah. Quran, chapter 4, verse 42. Allah created the earth in two days, and then created the heavens. Then he turned towards the heavens and gave it perfection in two other days. Then he spread the earth, and its spreading means the bringing of water and pasture out of it. He then created the mountains, the camels, and the hillocks, and whatever is in between them, the earth and the heaven, in two other days. That is the meaning of Allah's saying. He spread it, and his saying, and he created the earth in two days. So the earth and whatever is on it was created in four days, and the heavens were created in two days. Concerning his saying, And Allah is oft forgiving, he named himself like that, so the naming has passed, but the contents of his saying is still valid. For if Allah ever wants to do something, he surely fulfills what he wants. So you should not see contradiction in the Qur'an, for all of it is from Allah. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And you have not been hiding yourself in the world, lest your ears and your eyes and your skins should testify against you. Quran chapter 41 verse 22 Narrated Ibn Mas'ud regarding the verse, And you have not been hiding yourself, lest your ears and your eyes and your skins should testify against you. Quran chapter 41 verse 22 while two persons from Quraysh and their brother-in-law from Thaqif, or two persons from Thaqif and their brother-in-law from Quraysh were in a house. They said to each other, Do you think that Allah hears our talks? Some said, He hears a portion thereof. Others said, If he can hear a portion of it, he can hear all of it. Then the following verse was revealed. And you have not been hiding yourself, lest your ears and your eyes, and your skins should testify against you. Quran, chapter 41, verse 22. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And that thought of yours which you thought about your Lord has brought you to destruction, and you have become this day of those utterly lost. Quran, chapter 41, verse 23. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, there gathered near the house, that is, the Garba, two Qurayshi persons, and a person from Thaqif, or two persons from Thaqif, and one from Quraysh, and all of them with very fat bellies, but very little intelligence. One of them said, Do you think that Allah hears what we say? Another said, He hears us when we talk in a loud voice, but He doesn't hear us when we talk in a hidden low voice. The third said, if he can hear when we talk in a loud voice, then he can also hear when we speak in a low voice. Then Allah, the Honorable, the Majestic, 
revealed. And you have not been hiding yourself, lest your ears and your eyes and your skins should testify against you. Quran, chapter 41, verse 22. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then if they bear the torment patiently, then the fire is the home for them. Quran, chapter 41, verse 24. The Commentary of Surat Hamim Ain Sin Qaf or Surat Ash-Shara The Consultation in the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah Except to be kind to me for my kinship with you Quran, Chapter 42, Verse 23 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them that he was asked regarding except to be kind to me for my kinship with you. Quran, chapter 42, verse 23. Sa'id bin Jubayr, who was present then, said, It means here, to show what is due for, the relatives of Muhammad peace be upon him. On that, Ibn Abbas said, You have hurried in giving the answer. There was no branch of the tribe of Quraysh, but the Prophet peace be upon him had relatives therein. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I do not want anything from you except to be kind to me for my kinship with you. The Commentary of Surah Hamim Az-Zukhruf The Gold Adornments In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And they will cry, O Malik, Keeper of Hell, let your Lord make an end of us. He will say, Verily, you shall abide forever. Quran, chapter 43, verse 77. Narrated Ya'la, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him reciting while he was on the pulpit. And they will cry, O Malik, keeper of hell, let your Lord make an end of us. Quran, chapter 43, verse 77. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Shall we then warn you not and take away the reminder, this Qur'an from you, because you are a people, Musrifun, Qur'an, chapter 43, verse 5. Footnote, Musrifun, these who transgress the limits as sinners, polytheists, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. And the statement of Allah, Then we destroyed men stronger in power than these, and the example of the ancients has passed away before them. Quran, chapter 43, verse 8. The commentary of Surat Hamim al-Dukhan, The Smoke. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful, Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10 Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. Five things have passed, that is, the smoke, the defeat of the Romans, the splitting of the moon, Al-Bathsha, the defeat of the infidels in the Battle of Badr, and Al-Lizam, the punishment. Footnote, see hadith number 
4767 and number 4774. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Covering the People This is a Painful Torment Quran Chapter 44 Verse 11 Narrated Abdullah May Allah be pleased with him It, that is, the imagined smoke was because when the Quraysh refused to obey the Prophet peace be upon him he invoked Allah to afflict them with years of drought famine similar to those of Prophet Yusuf Joseph and so they were stricken with drought and severe hunger, exhaustion so much so that they ate even bones. A man would look towards the sky and imagine seeing something like smoke between him and the sky because of severe hunger, exhaustion. So Allah revealed, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke covering the people. This is a painful torment. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10 and 11. Then someone, Abu Sufyan, came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, invoke Allah to send rain for the tribes of Mudar, as they are on the verge of destruction. On that, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, astonishingly, Shall I invoke Allah for the tribes of Mudar? Verily, you are a brave man. But the Prophet, peace be upon him, prayed for rain, and it rained for them. Then the verse was revealed. Verily, you will revert to disbelief. Quran, chapter 44, verse 15. When the famine was over and they restored prosperity and welfare, they reverted to their ways of heathenism, whereupon Allah revealed, On the day when we shall seize you with the greatest seizure, punishment, verily, we will exact retribution. Quran, chapter 44, verse 16. The narrator said, That was the day of the Battle of Badr. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They will say, Our Lord, remove the torment from us. Really, we shall become believers. Quran, Chapter 44, Verse 12 Narrated Abdullah It is an aspect of knowledge that when you do not know something, you say, Allah knows better. Allah said to his Prophet, peace be upon him, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him. No wage do I ask of you for this, the Qur'an, nor am I one of the mutakallifun, those who pretend and fabricate things which do not exist. Qur'an, chapter 38, verse 86. When the Quraysh troubled and stood against Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, O Allah, help me against them by sending on them seven years of drought, famine, like the seven years of drought of Yusuf, Joseph. So they were afflicted with a year of drought, famine, during which they ate bones and dead animals because of too much suffering. And one of them would see something like smoke between him and the sky because of hunger, exhaustion. Then they said, Our Lord, remove the torment from us. Really, we shall become believers. Quran, chapter 44, verse 12. And then it was said to the Prophet peace be upon him by Allah, If we remove it from them, they will revert. So the Prophet peace be upon him invoked his Lord, who removed the punishment from them, but later they reverted to heathenism. Whereupon Allah punished them on the day of the battle of Badr. And that is what 
Allah's statement indicates. Then wait for the day that the sky will bring forth a visible smoke. Up to, verily, we will exact retribution. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10 to 16. Chapter on the Statement of Allah How can there be for them an admonition at the time when the torment has reached them, when a messenger explaining things clearly has already come to them? Quran, chapter 44, verse 13 Narrated Masruq I came upon Abdullah, and he said, When Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, invited Quraysh to Islam, they disbelieved him and stood against him. So he, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, help me against them by sending on them seven years of drought, famine, like those seven years of drought of Yusuf, Joseph. So they were afflicted with such a year of drought that destroyed everything. And they started eating of dead animals. And if one of them got up, he would see something like smoke between him and the sky from the severe fatigue, exhaustion, and hunger. Abdullah then recited, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke covering the people. This is a painful torment. Till he reached, Verily, we shall remove the torment for a while. Verily, you will revert. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10 to 15. Abdullah added, Will the punishment be removed from them on the day of resurrection? He added, The greatest grasp was the day of the battle of Badr. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then they had turned away from him, Messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him, and said, He is taught by a human being, a madman. Quran, chapter 44, verse 14. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah sent the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and said, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, No wage do I ask for you for this, the Quran, nor am I one of the mutakallifun, those who pretend and fabricate things which do not exist. Quran, chapter 38, verse 86. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saw the Quraysh standing against him, he said, O Allah, help me against them by sending on them seven years of drought, famine, like those seven years of drought of Yusuf, Joseph. So they were afflicted with a year of drought that destroyed everything, and they ate bones and hides. One of them said, And they ate hides and dead animals, and it seemed to them that something like smoke was coming out of the earth. So Abu Sufyan came to the Prophet peace be upon him and said, O Muhammad, your people are on the verge of destruction. Please invoke Allah to relieve them. So the Prophet peace be upon him invoked Allah for them, and it rained, and the drought, famine disappeared. He said to them, You will revert to heathenism after that. Abdullah then recited, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke. Up to, verily, you will revert. Quran, chapter 44, verse 10 to 15. He added, Will the punishment be removed from them in the hereafter? The smoke and the grasp and the al-lizam have all passed. One of the sub-narrators said, The splitting of the moon. And another said, The defeat of the Romans has also passed.
Chapter on the Statement of Allah On the day when we shall seize you with the greatest seizure, punishment, verily, we will exact retribution. Quran, Chapter 44, Verse 16 Narrated Abdullah Five things have passed. Al-Lizam The defeat of the Romans The greatest grasp The splitting of the moon And the smoke. The Commentary of Surat Hamim Al-Jathiyah The Kneeling In the Name of Allah The Most Gracious The Most Merciful Narrated Abu Hurairah May Allah be pleased with him Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said Allah said The son of Adam annoys me For he abuses Ad-Dahar The time Though I am Ad-Dahar The time In my hands are all things and I caused the revolution of day and night. Footnote Ad-Dahar I am Ad-Dahar means I am the creator of time and I manage the affairs of all creation including time. One should not attribute anything whether cheerful or disastrous to time for everything is in the hands of Allah and only He is the disposer of everything. The Commentary of Surat Al-Ahqaf The Curved Sand Hills In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah But he who says to his parents, Fie upon you both, do you hold out the promise to me that I shall be raised up again, up to the tales of the ancient? Quran Chapter 46 Verse 17 Narrated Yusuf bin Mahak, Marwan had been appointed as the governor of Hijaz by Muawiyah. He delivered a khutbah and mentioned Yazid bin Muawiyah so that the people might give the bay'ah pledge to him as the successor of his father, Muawiyah. Then Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr told him something whereupon Marwan ordered that he be arrested. But Abdul Rahman entered Aisha's house and they could not arrest him. Marwan said, It is he, Abdul Rahman, about whom Allah revealed this verse. But he who says to his parents, Fie upon you both, do you hold out the promise to me? On that, Aisha said from behind a screen, Allah did not reveal anything from the Quran about us except what was connected with the declaration of my innocence of the slander. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Then, when they saw it as a dense cloud coming towards their valleys. Quran, chapter 46, verse 24. Narrated Aisha, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. I never saw Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, laughing loudly enough to enable me to see his uvula, but he used to smile only. Aisha added, And whenever he, peace be upon him, saw clouds or winds, signs of deep concern would appear on his face. I said, O Allah's Messenger, when people see clouds, they usually feel happy, hoping that it would rain, while I see that when you see clouds, one could notice signs of dissatisfaction on your face. He said, O Aisha, what is the guarantee for me that there will be no punishment in it, since some people were punished with a wind? Verily, some people saw received the punishment. But while seeing the cloud, they said, 
This cloud will give us rain. The Commentary of Surat Muhammad or Al-Qital Muhammad peace be upon him or the fighting. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the statement of Allah and sever your ties of kinship. Quran chapter 47 verse 22 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah created his creation, and when he had finished it, the womb got up and caught hold of Allah. Whereupon Allah said, What is the matter? On that it said, I seek refuge with you from Al-Qati'ah, those who sever the ties of gift and kin. On that Allah said, Will you accept, be satisfied if I bestow my favors on him who keeps your ties, and withhold my favors from him who severs your ties? On that it said, Yes, O my Lord. Then Allah said, That is for you. Abu Huraira added, If you wish, you can recite. Would you then, if you were given the authority, do mischief in the land and sever your ties of kinship? Quran Chapter 47, verse 22 Narrated Abu Huraira As above, hadith number 4830, but added, Then Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Recite if you wish. Would you then, if you were given the authority, do mischief in the land and sever your ties of kinship? Quran, chapter 47, verse 22 Narrated Mu'afiyah bin Abi al-Muzarid, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Recite if you wish. Would you then? Quran, chapter 47, verse 22. The Commentary of Surah Al-Fatr, The Victory, In the Name of Allah, The Most Gracious, The Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. Verily, we have given you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, a manifest, Victory, Qur'an, chapter 48, verse 1. Narrated Aslam, While Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was proceeding at night during one of his journeys, and Umar ibn al-Khattab was traveling beside him, Umar asked him about something, but Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, did not reply. He asked again, but he did not reply. And then he asked for the third time, but he did not reply. On that, Umar ibn al-Khattab said to himself, Thakilad Ummu Umar, May Umar's mother lose her son. I asked Allah's Messenger peace be upon him three times, but he did not reply. Umar then said, I made my camel run faster and went ahead of the people, and I was afraid that some Quranic verse might be revealed about me. But before getting involved in any other matter, I heard somebody calling me. I said to myself, I fear that some Qur'anic verses have been revealed about me. And so I went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and greeted him. He, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Tonight a surah has been revealed to me, and it is dearer to me than that on which the sun rises, that is, the world. Then he, peace be upon him, recited, Verily, we have given you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, a manifest victory. Qur'an Chapter 48, verse 1 Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. Verily, we have given you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, a manifest victory. Refers to Al-Hudaybiyah, peace treaty.
Narrated Abdullah bin Mughaffal On the day of the conquest of Makkah, the Prophet peace be upon him recited Surah Al-Fatr in a vibrating and pleasant voice. Mu'aviyah, the sub-narrator said, If I could imitate the recitation of the Prophet peace be upon him, I would do so. Chapter on the Statement of Allah that Allah may forgive you your sins of the past and the future and complete his favor on you and guide you on the straight path. Quran, chapter 48, verse 2. Narrated Al-Mughira, the Prophet peace be upon him used to offer night salah prayers till his feet became swollen. Somebody said to him, Allah has forgiven you your sins of the past and the future. On that, he said, Shouldn't I be a thankful slave of Allah? Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The Prophet peace be upon him used to offer it salah, prayer at night for such a long time that his feet used to crack. I said, O Allah's Messenger, why do you do it since Allah has forgiven you your sins of the past and the future? He said, Shouldn't I love to be a thankful slave of Allah? When he became old, he offered salah, prayer while sitting. But if he wanted to perform a bowing, he would get up, recite some other verses, and then perform the bowing. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, we have sent you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, as a witness, as a bearer of glad tidings, and as a warner. Quran, Chapter 48, Verse 8 Narrated Abdullah bin Amr bin Al-As, may Allah be pleased with them, this verse, Verily, we have sent you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, as a witness, as a bearer of glad tidings, and as a warner. Quran, Chapter 48, Verse 8, which is in the Quran, appears in the Torah. Torah. Thus, Verily, we have sent you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, as a witness, as a bearer of glad tidings, and as a warner, and as a protector for the illiterates, that is, the Arabs. You are my slave and my messenger, and I have named you Al-Mutawakkil, one who depends upon Allah. You are neither hard-hearted, nor a fierce character, nor one who shouts in the markets. You do not return evil for evil, but excuse and forgive. Allah will not take you unto him till he guides through you a crocked, curved nation on the right path by causing them to say, La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. With such a statement, he will cause to open blind eyes, deaf ears, and hardened hearts. See Hadith number 2125. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He it is who sent down a sakina, tranquility and calmness into the hearts of the believers. Quran, chapter 48, verse 4 Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, while a man from the companions of the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him was reciting the Quran and his horse was tied in the house, the horse got startled and started jumping. The man came out, looked around, but could not find anything, yet the horse went on jumping. The next morning, he mentioned that to the Prophet peace be upon him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, That was the as tranquility and reassurance along with angels, 
which descended because of the recitation of the Qur'an. See Hadith number 5011. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When they gave their bay'ah, pledge, to you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, under the tree. Qur'an, chapter 48, verse 18 Narrated Jabir, We were 1,400 on the day of Al-Hudaybiyah. Narrated Uqba bin Suhban, Abdullah bin Mughaffal, Al-Muzani, who was one of those who witnessed the event of the tree, those who gave the bay'ah, pledge to the Prophet peace be upon him beneath the tree at Al-Hudaybiyah, said, The Prophet peace be upon him forbade the throwing of small stones with two fingers. Abdullah bin Al-Mughaffal Al-Muzani also said, The Prophet peace be upon him also forbade urinating at the place where one takes a bath. Narrated Thabit bin Al-Dahaq, may Allah be pleased with him, who was one of the companions of the tree, that is, those who gave the bayar pledge to the Prophet, peace be upon him, beneath the tree at Al-Hudaybiyah. Narrated Habib bin Abi Thabit, I went to Abu Wa'il to ask him about those who had rebelled against Ali. On that, Abu Wa'il said, We were at Sifin, a city on the bank of the Euphrates, the place where the battle took place between Ali and Mu'awiyah. A man said, Will you be on the side of those who are called to consult Allah's book to settle the dispute? Ali said, Yes, I agree that we should settle the matter in the light of the Qur'an. Some people objected to Ali's agreement and wanted to fight. On that, Sahal bin Hunayf said, Blame yourselves. I remember how, on the day of Al-Hudaybiyah, that is, the peace treaty between the Prophet peace be upon him and the Quraysh Mushrikun, if we had been allowed to choose fighting, we should have fought the Mushrikun. At that time, Umar came to the Prophet peace be upon him and said, Aren't we on the right path and they, the Mushrikun, in the wrong? Won't our killed persons go to paradise and theirs in the fire? The Prophet replied, Yes. Umar further said, Then why should we let our religion be degraded and return before Allah has settled the matter between us? The Prophet peace be upon him said, O oh, the son of Al-Khattab, no doubt, I am Allah's messenger, and Allah will never neglect me. So Umar left the place angrily, and he was so impatient that he went to Abu Bakr and said, O oh, Abu Bakr, aren't we on the right path, and they, the Mushrikun, on the wrong? Abu Bakr said, O oh, son of Al-Khattab, he is Allah's messenger, and Allah will never neglect him. Then Surat Al-Fath the victory was revealed. The Commentary of Surat Al-Hujarat The Dwellings In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, raise not your voices above the voice of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Quran, Chapter 49, Verse 2 Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika The two righteous persons were about to be ruined. They were Abu Bakr and Umar who raised their voices in the presence of the Prophet peace be upon him when a mission from Bani Tamim came to him. One of the two recommended Al-Aqra bin Habis, the brother of Bani Mujashi, to be their governor, while the other recommended somebody else. Nafir, the sub-narrator said, I do not remember his name. Abu Bakr said to Umar, You wanted nothing but to oppose me. Umar said, 
I did not intend to oppose you. Their voices grew loud in that argument. So Allah revealed, O you who believe, raise not your voices above the voice of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Quran, chapter 49, verse 2. Ibn Zubayr said, Since the revelation of this verse, Umar used to speak in such a low tone that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had to ask him to repeat his statements. But Ibn Zubayr did not mention the same about his maternal grandfather, that is, Abu Bakr. Narrated Anas bin Malik, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, missed Thabit bin Qais for a period, so he inquired about him. A man said, O Allah's Messenger, I will bring you his news. So he went to Thabit and found him sitting in his house and bowing his head. The man said to Thabit, What is the matter with you? Thabit replied that it was an evil affair, for he used to raise his voice above the voice of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and so all his good deeds had been annulled, and he considered himself as one of the people of the fire. Then the man returned to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and told him that Thabit had said so and so. Musa bin Anas said, The man returned to Thabit with great glad tidings. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to the man, Go back to him and say to him, You are not from the people of the hellfire, but from the people of paradise. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, those who call you from behind the dwellings, most of them have no sense. Quran, Chapter 49, Verse 4 Narrated Abdullah bin Zubayr A group of Bani Tamim came to the Prophet peace be upon him and requested him to appoint a governor for them. Abu Bakr said, Appoint Al-Qarqa bin Marbad. Umar said, Appoint Al-Aqra bin Habith. On that, Abu Bakr said to Umar, You did not want but to oppose me. Umar replied, I did not intend to oppose you. So both of them argued till their voices grew loud. So the following verse was revealed. O you who believe, make not a decision in advance before Allah and His Messenger, peace be upon Him. Quran, Chapter 49, Verse 1 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And if they had patience till you could come out to them, it would have been better for them. Quran, Chapter 49, Verse 5 The Commentary of Surah Qaf in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on Allah's Statement It, Hell, will say, Are there any more to come? Quran, Chapter 50, Verse 30 Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The people will be thrown into the hell fire, and it will say, Are there any more to come? Quran, chapter 50, verse 30. Till Allah will put his foot over it, and it will say, Qat, Qat, enough, enough. Narrated Abu Hurairah, that the Prophet peace be upon him said, It will be said to the hell, Are you filled? It will say, Are there any more to come? On that, Allah will put his foot on it, and it will say, Qat, Qat, enough, enough. Narrated Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, 
Paradise and the fire, hell argued. And the fire, hell said. I have been given the privilege of receiving the arrogance and the tyrants. Paradise said. What is the matter with me? Why do only the weak and the humble among the people enter me? On that, Allah said to Paradise, You are my mercy, which I bestow on whoever I wish of my slaves. Then Allah said to the hellfire, You are my means of punishment by which I punish whoever I wish of my slaves, and each of you will have its fill. As for the fire, hell, it will not be filled till Allah will put his foot over it, whereupon it will say, Qat, Qat, enough, enough. At that time it will be filled, and its different parts will come closer to each other, and Allah will not wrong any of his created beings. As regards paradise, Allah will create a new creation to fill it with. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And glorify the praises of your Lord before the rising of the sun and before its setting. That is, the Fajr, Luhur, and Asr prayers. Quran, Chapter 50, Verse 39 Narrated Jarir bin Abdullah we were in the company of the Prophet peace be upon him on a fourteenth night of the lunar month, and he looked at the full moon and said, You will see your Lord as you see this moon, and you will have no trouble in looking at him. So, whoever can, should not miss the offering of salah, prayers, before sunrise, fajr prayer, and before sunset, asr prayer. Then the Prophet peace be upon him recited, and glorify the praises of your Lord before the rising of the sun and before its setting. Quran, chapter 50, verse 39. Narrated Mujahid, Ibn Abbas said, Allah ordered his Prophet peace be upon him to glorify his praises after all salah, prayers. He referred to Allah's statement, after the salah, prayers. Quran, chapter 50, verse 40. See Volume 1, Hadith Number 843 The Commentary of Surah Tul, The Mount In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Narrated Umm Salama I complained to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, that I was sick. So he said, Perform the Tawaf of Garba at Mecca, while riding behind the people who are performing the Tawaf on foot. So I performed the tawaf, while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was offering the salah, prayer by the side of the Kaaba, and was reciting. By the Tur, Mount, and by the Book, Inscribed. Quran, Chapter 52, Verse 1 and 2 Narrated Jubair bin Mutarim, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, reciting Surah Tur in the Maghrib prayer. And when he reached the verse, were they created by nothing? Or were they themselves the creators? Or did they create the heavens and the earth? Nay, but they have no firm belief. Or are with them the treasures of your Lord? Or are they the tyrants with the authority to do as they like? Quran, chapter 52, verse 35 to 37. My heart was about to fly when I realized this firm argument.
The Commentary of Suratul Najm, The Star, in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on Did Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, see his Lord? Narrated Masruq, I said to Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. O mother, did Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, see his Lord? Aisha said, What you have said makes my hair stand on end. No, that if somebody tells you one of the following three things, he is a liar. Whoever tells you that Muhammad, peace be upon him, saw his Lord, is a liar. Then Aisha recited the verse, No vision can grasp him, but he grasps all vision. He is a latif, the most subtle and courteous, well acquainted with all things. Quran, chapter 6, verse 103. It is not given to any human being that Allah should speak to him unless it be by revelation or from behind a veil. Quran, chapter 42, verse 51. Aisha further said, And whoever tells you that the Prophet peace be upon him knows what is going to happen tomorrow is a liar. She then recited, No person knows what he will earn tomorrow. Quran, chapter 31, verse 34. She added, And whoever tells you that he, that his Prophet peace be upon him, concealed some of Allah's orders, is a liar. Then she recited, O Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, proclaim the message which has been sent down to you from your Lord. Quran chapter 5 verse 67 Aisha added, But the Prophet peace be upon him saw Jibreel, Gabriel, in his true form twice. Chapter on the Statement of Allah and was at a distance of two bows length or even nearer. Quran, chapter 53, verse 9. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, regarding the verses, and was at a distance of two bows length or even nearer. So Allah revealed to his slave, Muhammad peace be upon him through Jibreel, Gabriel, peace be upon him, whatever he revealed. Quran, chapter 53, verse 9 and 10. Ibn Mas'ud narrated to us that the Prophet peace be upon him had seen Jibril, Gabriel, with 600 wings. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So Allah revealed to his slave, Muhammad peace be upon him through Jibril, Gabriel, whatever he revealed. Quran, Chapter 53, Verse 10 Narrated al-Shaybani, I asked Zir about the Statement of Allah and was at a distance of two bows length or even nearer. So Allah revealed to his slave, Muhammad peace be upon him through Jibreel, Gabriel, peace be upon him, whatever he revealed. Quran, chapter 53, verse 10. He said, Abdullah bin Mas'ud informed us that Muhammad peace be upon him had seen Jibreel, Gabriel, with 600 wings. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Indeed, he Muhammad peace be upon him did see of the greatest signs of his Lord, Allah. Quran, chapter 53, verse 18. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, regarding the revelation. Indeed, he, Muhammad peace be upon him, did see of the greatest signs of his Lord, Allah.
Quran, chapter 53, verse 18. The Prophet, peace be upon him, saw a green screen covering the horizon. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Have you then considered Allah and Al-Uzza? Quran, chapter 53, verse 19. Footnote Lat and Uzza were two idols worshipped by the pagan Arabs during the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding Allah's statement about Allah and Al-Uzza. Lat was originally a man who used to mix Sawiq for the pilgrims. Footnote Sawiq A kind of mash made of powdered roasted wheat or barley grain also with sugar and dates. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Whoever takes an oath in which he forgetfully mentions Allah and Al-Uzza should say, La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. And whoever says to his companion, Come along, let us gamble, must give in charity as an expiation for his sin. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Manat, another idol of the pagan Arabs, the other third. Quran, chapter 53, verse 20. Narrated Urwa, I asked Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the sa'i between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. She said, Out of reverence to the idol Manat, which was placed in Al-Mushallil, those Al-Mushrikun, who used to assume ihram in its name, used not to perform sa'i between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. So Allah revealed, Verily, As-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains at Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. Quran, chapter 2, verse 158. Thereupon, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and the Muslims used to perform sa'i between them. Sufyan said, The idol, Manat, was at Al-Mushallil in Qudayd. Aisha added, The verse was revealed in connection with the Ansar. They and the tribe of Ghassan used to assume ihram in the name of Manat before they embraced Islam. Aisha added, there were men from the Ansar who used to assume Ihram in the name of Manath, which was an idol between Mecca and Al-Madinah. They said, O Allah's Messenger, we used not to perform the Tawaf, Sa'i, between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, out of reverence to Manath. Footnote Those Al-Mushrikun who used to assume Ihram in its name used not to perform Sa'i between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Because there were two other idols between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, which did not belong to them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So fall you down in prostration to Allah, and worship Him alone. Quran, chapter 53, verse 62 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him performed a prostration when he finished reciting Surah Al-Najm and all the Muslims, and al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah, and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, and jinn, and human beings prostrated along with him. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the first surah in which a prostration was mentioned was Surah Al-Najm, the star. 
Allah's Messenger peace be upon him prostrated while reciting it, and everybody behind him prostrated except a man whom I saw taking a handful of dust in his hand and prostrated on it. Later, I saw that man killed as an infidel, and he was Rumayyah bin Khalaf. The Commentary of Surah Al-Qamar The Moon In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And the moon has been cleft asunder. The people of Mecca requested Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him to show them a miracle. So he showed them the splitting of the moon. And if they see a sign, they turn away. Quran, chapter 54, verse 1 and 2. Narrated Ibn Mas'ud, During the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, the moon was split into two parts. One part remained over the mountain, and the other part went beyond the mountain. On that, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Witness this miracle. Footnote See the miracles from Allah to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Introduction, Volume 1 Narrated Abdullah the moon was cleft asunder, while we were in the company of the Prophet peace be upon him, and it became two parts. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Witness, witness this miracle. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the moon was cleft asunder during the lifetime of the Prophet peace be upon him. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, the people of Mecca asked the Prophet peace be upon him to show them a sign Miracle. So he showed them the miracle of the cleaving of the moon. Narrated Anas. The moon was cleft asunder into two parts. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. Floating under our eyes. And reward for him who had been rejected. Quran. Chapter 54. Verse 14. Qafada said, Allah preserved Nur's, Noah's ark, till the early converts of this nation saw it. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, the Prophet peace be upon him used to recite, فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرْ Then is there any that will remember or receive admonition? Chapter on the Statement of Allah And we have indeed made the Qur'an easy to understand and remember. Then is there anyone who will remember or receive admonition? Quran, chapter 54, verse 17. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him used to recite, Then is there any that will remember or receive admonition? Chapter on the Statement of Allah As if they were uprooted stems of date palms, then how terrible was my torment and my warnings? Quran, Chapter 54, verse 20 and 21. Narrated Abu Ishaq, a man asked Al-Aswad, Is it Fahal Mim Muddakir or Muzakir? Al-Aswad replied, I have heard Abdullah bin Mas'ud reciting it, Fahal Mim Muddakir. I too heard the Prophet peace be upon him reciting it, Fahal Mim Muddakir, with D. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And they became like the dry stubble of a fold builder. And indeed, we have made the Qur'an easy to understand and remember. 
then is there any that will remember or receive admonition? Quran, chapter 54, verse 31 and 32. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, recited, Fahal mim muddakir. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And verily, an abiding torment sees them early in the morning. Then taste you my torment and my warnings. Quran, chapter 54, verse 38 and 39. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, recited, Fahal mim muddakir. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. I recited before the Prophet, peace be upon him, Fahal mim muddakir. The Prophet said, It is Fahal mim muddakir. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Their multitude will be put to flight. Quran, Chapter 54, Verse 45 Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while in a tent on the day of the Battle of Badr, said, O Allah, I request you to fulfill your promise and your covenant. O Allah, if you will, that none should worship you after today. On that, Abu Bakr held the Prophet, peace be upon him, by the hand and said, That is enough. O Allah's Messenger, you have appealed to your Lord too pressingly. While the Prophet, peace be upon him, was putting on his armor, and then he went out reciting, Their multitude will be put to flight, and they will show their backs. Quran, chapter 54, verse 45. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Nay, but the hour is their appointed time for their full recompense, and the hour will be more grievous and more bitter. Quran, chapter 54, verse 46. Narrated Yusuf bin Mahak, I was in the house of Aisha, mother of the believers. She said this revelation, Nay, but the hour is their appointed time for their full recompense, and the hour will be more grievous and more bitter. Quran, chapter 54, verse 45, was revealed to Muhammad, peace be upon him, at Mecca, while I was a playful little girl. Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. While in his tent on the day of the battle of Badr, the Prophet peace be upon him said, O Allah, I request you to fulfill your promise and your covenant. O Allah, if you will, that none should worship you after today. On that, Abu Bakr held the Prophet peace be upon him by the hand and said, That is enough, O Allah's Messenger. You have appealed to your Lord too pressingly. The Prophet peace be upon him was wearing his armor and then he went out reciting, Their multitude will be put to flight, and they will show their backs. Nay, but the hour is their appointed time, for their full recompense, and the hour will be more grievous and more bitter. Quran, chapter 54, verse 45 and 46. The Commentary of Surat Ar-Rahman, The Most Gracious in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And besides these two, there are two other gardens, that is, in paradise. Quran, chapter 55, verse 62 Narrated Abdullah bin Qais, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Two gardens of silver, 
their utensils, and whatever is in them, and two other gardens of gold, their utensils, and whatever is in them. And nothing will prevent the people who will be in the Aden paradise from seeing their Lord except the curtain of majesty over his face. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Hur, Beautiful Fair Females, Guarded in Pavilions Quran, Chapter 55, Verse 72 Narrated Abdullah bin Qais Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, In Paradise, there is a pavilion made of a single hollow pearl, sixty miles wide, in each corner of which there are wives who will not see those in the other corners, and the believers will visit and enjoy them. And there are two gardens of silver, their utensils and whatever is in them, and two gardens of so-and-so, that is of gold, their utensils and whatever is in them, and nothing will prevent the people who will be in the Aden paradise from seeing their Lord except the curtain of majesty over his face. The Commentary of Surat Al-Waqi'ah The Event In the Name of Allah, The Most Gracious, The Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And in Shade Long Extended Quran Chapter 56 Verse 30 Narrated Abu Hurairah May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, In paradise there is a tree which is so huge that a rider can travel in its shade for one hundred years without crossing it. And if you wish, you can recite. And in shade long extended. Quran chapter 56 verse 30 The Commentary of Surat Al-Hashr The Gathering In the name of Allah the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on Surat Al-Hashr was revealed in connection with Bani Al-Nadir. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubayr, I asked Ibn Abbas about Surat At-Tawbah, and he said, Surat At-Tawbah? It is the exposure of all the evils of the infidels and the hypocrites, and it continued revealing the oft-repeated expression, and of them, and of them, till they started thinking that none would be left unmentioned therein. I said, What about Surat Al-Anfal? He replied, Surat Al-Anfal was revealed in connection with the Battle of Badr. I said, What about Surat Al-Hashr? He replied, It was revealed in connection with Bani Al-Nadir. Footnote, Bani Al-Nadir was a Jewish tribe in Al-Madina. Narrated Sa'id, I asked Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them about Surat Al-Hashr. He replied, Say Surat Al-Nadir. Chapter on the Statement of Allah What you, O Muslims, cut down of the palm trees of the enemy. Quran, Chapter 59, Verse 5 Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, burnt and cut down the palm trees of Bani Al-Nadir, which were at Al-Buwayra a place near Al-Madinah. Thereupon, Allah revealed, What you, O Muslims, cut down of the palm trees of the enemy, or you left them standing on their stems, it was by leave of Allah, and in order that he might disgrace Al-Fasiqun, the rebellious, disobedient to Allah. Quran, chapter 59, verse 5. Chapter on the Statement of Allah 
what Allah gave as booty, fa, to his messenger, peace be upon him. Quran, chapter 59, verse 7. Narrated Umar, may Allah be pleased with him. The properties of Bani An-Nadir were among the booty that Allah gave to his messenger, peace be upon him. Such booty were not obtained by any expedition on the part of Muslims, neither with cavalry nor with camelry. So those properties were for Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, only. And he used to provide thereof the yearly expenditure for his wives and dedicate the rest of its revenues for purchasing arms and horses as war material to be used in Allah's cause. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And whatsoever the Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him gives you, take it. Quran, Chapter 59, Verse 7 Narrated Al-Qamah, Abdullah bin Mas'ud said, Allah curses those ladies who practice tattooing and those who get themselves tattooed, and those ladies who get their hair removed from their eyebrows and faces except the beard and mustache, and those who make artificial spaces between their teeth in order to look more beautiful, whereby they change Allah's creation. His saying reached a lady from Bani Asad called Ummi Yaqub, who came to Abdullah and said, I have come to know that you have cursed such and such ladies. He replied, Why should I not curse these whom Allah's Messenger peace be upon him has cursed, and who are cursed in Allah's book? Ummi Yaqub said, I have read the whole Qur'an, but I did not find in it what you say. He said, Verily, if you have read it, that is the Qur'an, you have found it. Didn't you read? And whatsoever the Messenger Muhammad peace be upon him gives you, take it. And whatsoever he forbids you, you abstain from it. Quran, chapter 59, verse 7. She replied, Yes, I did. He said, Verily, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him forbade such things. She said, But I see your wife doing these things. He said, Go and take a look at her. She went and washed her, but could not see anything in support of her statement. On that, he said, If my wife was as you thought, I would not keep her in my company. That is, I would divorce her. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, has cursed the lady who uses false hair. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And it is also for those who, before them, had homes in Al-Madina and had adopted the faith. Quran, Chapter 59, Verse 9 Narrated Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, I recommend that my successor should take care of and secure the rights of the early emigrants. And I also advise my successor to be kind to the Ansar who had homes in Al-Madinah and had adopted the faith before the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him emigrated to them and to accept the good from their good ones and excuse their wrongdoers. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Give Them Emigrants preference over themselves. Quran, chapter 59, verse 9. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, a man came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, I am suffering from fatigue and hunger. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent somebody to his wives to get something, but the Messenger found nothing with them. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to his companions,
Isn't there anybody who can entertain this man tonight so that Allah may be merciful to him? An Ansari man got up and said, I will entertain him, O Allah's Messenger. So he went to his wife and said to her, This is the guest of Allah's Messenger, so do not keep anything away from him. She said, By Allah, I have nothing but the children's food. He said, When the children ask for their dinner, put them to sleep and put out the light. We shall not take our meals tonight. She did so. In the morning, the Ansari man went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, who said, Allah was pleased with, or he bestowed his mercy on so and so and his wife, because of their good deed. Then Allah revealed, And give them, emigrants, preference over themselves, even though they were in need of that. Quran, chapter 59, verse 9. The Commentary of Surah Al-Mumtahana The Women to be Examined In the Name of Allah The Most Gracious The Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah O you who believe, take not my enemies and your enemies, that is, disbelievers and polytheists, as friends. Quran, Chapter 60, Verse 1 Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent me along with Az-Zubayr and Al-Miqdad and said, Proceed till you reach a place called Rodat Khakh, where there is a lady traveling in a Hawda on a camel. She has a letter. Take the letter from her. So we set out, and our horses ran at full pace till we reached Rodat Khakh. And behold, we saw the lady and said to her, Take out the letter. She said, I have no letter with me. We said, Either you take out the letter or we will strip you of your clothes to search for the letter. So she took the letter out of her hair braid. We brought the letter to the Prophet peace be upon him, and behold, it was addressed by Hathib bin Abi Balta to some al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad peace be upon him, at Mecca, informing them of some of the plans and affairs of the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, What is this, O Hathlib? Hathlib replied, Do not be hasty with me, O Allah's Messenger. I am an Ansari man, and do not belong to them, Quraysh infidels, while the emigrants who were with you had their relatives, who used to protect their families and properties at Mecca. So to compensate for not having blood relation with them, I intended to do them some favor, so that, they might protect my relatives at Mecca. And I did not do this out of disbelief or an inclination to desert my religion. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then said to his companions, He, Hathib, has told you the truth. Umar said, O Allah's Messenger, allow me to chop his head off. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He is one of those who witnessed fought in the Battle of Badr. And what do you know? Perhaps Allah looked upon the people of Badr Bother warriors, and said, Do what you want, as I have forgiven you. Amr, a sub-narrator, said, This verse was revealed about him. Hathlib, O you who believe, take not my enemies and your enemies, that is, disbelievers and polytheists, as friends. Quran, chapter 60, verse 1. Narrated Ali, Sufyan was asked whether the verse Take not my enemies and your enemies, 
was revealed in connection with Hathib. Sufyan replied, This occurs only in the narration of the people. I memorized the hadith from Amr, not overlooking even a single letter thereof, and I do not know of anybody who remembered it by heart other than myself. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When Believing Women Come to You as Immigrants Quran, Chapter 60, Verse 10 Narrated Urwa, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to examine the believing women who emigrated to him in accordance with this verse. O Prophet, when believing women come to you to give you the bay'ah, pledge to you, up to, oft forgiving, most merciful. Quran, chapter 60, verse 12. Aisha said, and if any of the believing women accepted the condition assigned in the above-mentioned verse, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, would say to her, I have accepted your bayara. He would only say that, for by Allah, his hand never touched any lady during that bayara. He did not receive their pledge except by saying, I have accepted your bayara for that. Chapter on the Statement of Allah O Prophet when believing women come to you to give you the bayara pledge. Quran, chapter 60, verse 12. Narrated Ummi Atiyah, may Allah be pleased with her, we gave the bayara pledge to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and he recited to us. They will not associate anything in worship with Allah, and forbade us to bewail the dead. Thereupon, a lady withdrew her hand, refrained from giving the bayara pledge, and said, But such and such lady lamented over one of my relatives, so I must recompense her by doing the same over the dead relatives of hers. The Prophet peace be upon him did not object to that. So she went and returned to the Prophet peace be upon him, and he accepted her bayar. Narrated Ibn Abbas regarding the saying of Allah, And they will not disobey you in any ma'roof, Islamic monotheism, and all that which Islam ordains. Quran, Chapter 60, verse 12. That was one of the conditions which Allah imposed on the believing women who came to give the bay'ara pledge to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Ubadah bin Aslamid, may Allah be pleased with him, while we were with the Prophet, he said, Will you give me the bay'ara pledge that you will not worship anything besides Allah, will not commit illegal sexual intercourse, and will not steal? Then he recited the verse concerning the women. Sufyan, the sub-narrator, often said that the Prophet peace be upon him added, Whoever among you fulfills his pledge will receive his reward from Allah. And whoever commits any of those sins and receives the legal punishment in this life, his punishment will be an expiation for that sin. And whoever commits any of those sins and Allah screens him, then it is up to Allah to punish or forgive them. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, I witnessed the Eidul Fitr Salah prayer with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman, and all of them offered Salah prayer before delivering the Khutbah, religious talk. That is, they prayed first and then delivered the Khutbah. Once the Prophet, peace be upon him, after completing the Salah, prayer, and the Khutbah, came down as if I am now looking at him waving at the men with his hand to sit down.
and walked through them till he, along with Bilal, reached the rows of the women. Then he recited, O Prophet, when believing women come to you to give you the bay'ah, pledge that they will not associate anything in worship with Allah, that they will not steal, that they will not commit illegal sexual intercourse, that they will not kill their children, and that they will not utter slander, intentionally forging falsehood by making illegal children belonging to their husbands, and that they will not disobey you in ma'roof, Islamic monotheism, and all that which Islam ordains. Then, accept bayra, pledge. Quran, chapter 60, verse 12. Having finished, he said, Do you agree to that? One lady, other than whom none replied, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Yes, O Allah's Messenger. The sub-narrator, Al-Hassan, did not know who the lady was. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to them, Will you give in charity? Thereupon, Bilal spread out his garment, and the women started throwing big rings and small rings into Bilal's garment. See Volume 2, Hadith Number 979 the Commentary of Surat As-Saf The Row or the Ranks In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when Isa, Jesus, son of Mary, said, O children of Israel, I am the Messenger of Allah unto you, confirming the Torah, which came before me, and giving glad tidings of a Messenger to come after me, whose name shall be Ahmad. Quran, chapter 61, verse 6. Narrated Jubair bin Mutaim. May Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, I have five names. I am Muhammad, and I am Ahmad, and I am Al-Mahi, through whom Allah will obliterate, eliminate, kufr, disbelieve, and I am Al-Hashir, who will be the first to be resurrected. The people being resurrected thereafter on the day of resurrection. And I am Al-Aqib. That is, there will be no prophet after me. See Hadith number 3532. The Commentary of Surat Al-Jumu'ah, The Friday. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. And he has sent him, Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, also to others among them, Muslims, who have not yet joined them. Quran, chapter 62, verse 3. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, while we were sitting with the Prophet, peace be upon him, Surat al-Jumu'ah was revealed to him. And when the verse, and he, Allah has sent him, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, also to others among them, Muslims, who have not yet joined them. Quran, chapter 62, verse 3, was recited by the Prophet, peace be upon him. I said, Who are they, O Allah's Messenger? The Prophet, peace be upon him, did not reply till I repeated my question thrice. At that time, Salman al-Farisi was with us. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, put his hand on Salman, saying, If faith were at the place of Athreya, Pleiades, the highest star, even then, some men or men from these people, that is, Salman's folk, would have taken it. Narrated Abu Huraira, 
May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Then some from these people, that is Salman's folk, would have taken it. See Hadith number 4897. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when they see some merchandise or some amusement. Quran chapter 62 verse 11 Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. A caravan of merchandise arrived at Al-Madina on a Friday, while we were with the Prophet peace be upon him. All the people left the Prophet peace be upon him, and headed for the caravan, except twelve persons. Then Allah revealed, And when they see some merchandise or some amusement, they disperse headlong to it. Quran, chapter 62, verse 11. The Commentary of Suratul Munafiqeen The Hypocrites In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah When the hypocrites come to you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, they say, We bear witness that you are indeed the Messenger of Allah. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 1 Narrated Zayd bin Arqam While I was taking part in a ghazwa, I heard Abdullah bin Ubay bin Abi Salul saying, Don't spend on those who are with Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, that they may disperse and go away from him. If we return to Al-Madina, indeed, the more honorable will expel the meaner amongst them. I reported that saying to my uncle or to Umar, who in his turn informed the Prophet peace be upon him of it. The Prophet peace be upon him called me, and I narrated to him the whole story. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent for Abdullah bin Urbay and his companions, and they took an oath that they did not say that. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, disbelieved my saying and believed his. I was struck with such a distress as I had never been struck the like of it before. I stayed at home and my uncle said to me, You just wanted Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to disbelieve your statement and hate you. So Allah revealed the surah beginning with, When the hypocrites come to you, Quran, chapter 63, verse 1. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then sent for me and recited it and said, O Zayd, Allah confirmed your statement. Footnote, Ghazwa, plural Ghazawad, a holy battle or fighting in the cause of Allah, consisting of a large army unit with the Prophet, peace be upon him, himself leading the army. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They have made their oaths a screen for their hypocrisy. Quran, chapter 63, verse 2. Footnote, An-Nifaq, Hypocrisy and its various manifestations. Hypocrisy is of two types, namely, A. Hypocrisy in belief. B. Hypocrisy in deeds and actions. A. Hypocrisy in belief. There are six aspects of hypocrisy in belief. 1. To belie the messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. 2. To belie some of all that was brought by the messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. For example, the Quran, Sunnah, legal laws and principles of Islam, etc. 3. To hate the messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. 4. To hate some of all that was brought by the messenger Muhammad peace be upon him. For example, Islamic monotheism, etc. 5. To feel happy at the disgrace or becoming low of the religion of Allah's Messenger, Muhammad peace be upon him. 6. 
to dislike that the religion of Allah's Messenger, Islamic monotheism, become victorious. A person having these six types of hypocrisy will be in the lowest depths, grade of the fire, hell. See Quran, chapter 4, verse 145. B. Hypocrisy in Deeds and Actions There are five aspects of hypocrisy in deeds and actions, and their proof is from the statement of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. The signs of a hypocrite are these. 1. Whenever he speaks, he tells a lie. 2. Whenever he promises, he always breaks it, his promise. 3. If you trust him, he proves to be dishonest. If you keep something as trust with him, he will not return it. 4. And in another narration of the Prophet, peace be upon him, whenever he quarrels, he behaves in a very imprudent, evil, insulting manner. 5. Whenever he makes a covenant, he proves treacherous. Narrated Zayd bin Arqam, may Allah be pleased with him, I was with my uncle, and I heard Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul saying, Don't spend on those who are with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, that they may disperse and go away from him. He also said, If we return to Al-Madina, indeed, the more honorable will expel the meaner. So I informed my uncle of that, and then my uncle informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, thereof. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent for Abdullah bin Ubay and his companions. They took oath that they did not say anything of that sort. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, deemed their statement true and rejected mine. Thereof, I was struck with such a distress, as I had never been struck the like of it before, and stayed at home. Then Allah revealed, Surah Al-Munafiqoon, When the hypocrites come to you, Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 1. They are the ones who say, Spend not on those who are with Allah's Messenger. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 7. Indeed, the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 8. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent for me and recited that surah for me and said, Allah has confirmed your statement. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. That is because they believed, then disbelieved. Therefore, their hearts are sealed, so they understand not. Quran, chapter 63, verse 3. Narrated Zayd bin Arqam, may Allah be pleased with him, when Abdullah bin Ubay said, Do not spend on those who are with Allah's Messenger, and also said, If we return to Al-Madinah, I informed the Prophet, peace be upon him, of his saying, the Ansar blamed me for that, and Abdullah bin Urbay swore that he did not say so. I returned to my house and slept. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, then called me, and I went to him. He said, Allah has confirmed your statement. And the verse, they are the one who say, spend not. Quran, chapter 63, verse 7 was revealed. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when you look at them, their bodies please you. And when they speak, you listen to their words. Quran, chapter 63, verse 4. Narrated Zayd bin Arqam, We went out with the Prophet, peace be upon him, on a journey, and the people suffered from lack of provisions. So Abdullah bin Urbay said to his companions, Don't spend on those who are with Allah's Messenger, that they may disperse and go away from him. He also said, If we return to Al-Madinah, indeed, 
the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. So I went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and informed him of that. He sent for Abdullah bin Urbay and asked him, but Abdullah bin Urbay swore that he did not say so. The people said, Zayd told a lie to Allah's Messenger. What they said distressed me very much. Later, Allah revealed the confirmation of my statement in his saying, When the hypocrites come to you, Quran chapter 63 verse 1 So the Prophet peace be upon him called them that they might ask Allah to forgive them, but they turned their heads aside. Concerning Allah's saying, Blocks of wood propped up. Zayd said they were the most handsome men. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And when it is said to them, Come, so that the Messenger of Allah may ask forgiveness from Allah for you, they turn aside their heads, and you would see them turning away their faces in pride. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 5 Narrated Zayd bin Arqam, While I was with my uncle, I heard Abdullah bin Arbay bin Salul saying, Do not spend on those who are with Allah's Messenger that they may disperse and go away from him. And if we return to Al-Madinah, indeed, the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. I mentioned that to my uncle, who in turn mentioned it to the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet called me and I told him about that. Then he sent for Abdullah bin Urbay and his companions, and they swore that they did not say so. The Prophet, peace be upon him, disbelieved my statement and believed theirs. I was distressed, as I have never been before and I remained in my house. My uncle said to me, You just wanted the Prophet peace be upon him to consider you a liar and hate you. Then Allah revealed, When the hypocrites come to you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, they say, We bear witness that you are indeed the Messenger of Allah. Quran, chapter 63, verse 1. So the Prophet peace be upon him sent for me and recited it and said, Allah has confirmed your statement. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It is equal to them whether you, Muhammad peace be upon him, ask for their forgiveness. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 6 Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, May Allah be pleased with them. We were in a ghazwa. Sufyan once said in an army, and a man from the immigrants kicked an Ansari man on the buttocks with his foot. The Ansari man said, O the Ansar, help! And the immigrant said, O oh, the immigrants, help! Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, heard that and said, What is this call for, which is the characteristic of the period of ignorance? They said, O oh, Allah's Messenger, a man from the immigrants kicked one of the Ansar on the buttocks with his foot. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Leave it, that call, for it is a detestable thing. Abdullah bin Urbay heard that and said, Have they, the immigrants, done so? By Allah, if we return to Al-Madinah, Indeed, the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. When this statement reached the Prophet, peace be upon him, Umar got up and said, O Allah's Messenger, let me chop off the head of this hypocrite, Abdullah bin Ubay. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Leave him, lest the people say that Muhammad kills his companions. The Ansar were then more in number than the emigrants when the latter came to Al-Madinah. But later on, the emigrants increased in number. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They are the ones who say, Spend not on those who are with Allah's Messenger until they desert Him. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 7 And to Allah belong the treasures of the heavens and the earth. 
but the hypocrites comprehend not. Quran, chapter 63, verse 7. Narrated Musa bin Uqba, Abdullah bin Al-Fadl told me that Anas bin Malik said, I was much grieved over those who had been killed in the battle of Al-Harra. When Zayd bin Arqam heard of my intense grief over the killed Ansar, he wrote a letter to me saying that he heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him saying, O Allah, forgive the Ansar and the children of Ansar. The sub-narrator, Ibn al-Fadl, is not sure whether the Prophet peace be upon him also said, and their grandchildren. Some of those who were present asked Anas about Zayd. He said, He, Zayd, is the one about whom Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said. He is the one whose sound hearing was testified by Allah. Chapter on the Statement of Allah They, hypocrites, say, If we return to Al-Madinah, indeed the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. Quran, Chapter 63, Verse 8 Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, we were in a ghazwa, and a man from the emigrants kicked an Ansari on the buttocks with his foot. The Ansari man said, O the Ansar, help! And the emigrant said, O the emigrants, help! When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, heard that, he said, What is that? They said, A man from the emigrants kicked a man from the Ansar on the buttocks with his foot. On that, the Ansar said, O the Ansar, and the immigrants said, O the immigrants. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Leave it, that call, for it is a detestable thing. The number of Ansar was more than that of the immigrants at the time when the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to Al-Madinah. But later, the number of emigrants increased. Abdullah bin Urbay said, Have they, the immigrants, done so? By Allah, if we return to Al-Madinah, Indeed, the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. Umar ibn al-Khattab said, O Allah's Messenger, let me chop off the head of this hypocrite. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Leave him, lest the people say Muhammad kills his companions. Footnote Ghazwa, plural Ghazawad, a holy battle or fighting in the cause of Allah, consisting of a large army unit with the Prophet, peace be upon him, himself leading the army. The Commentary of Surat At-Talaq, The Divorce In the Name of Allah, The Most Gracious, The Most Merciful Chapter on Prescribed Period for Divorce Narrated Salim that Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, told him that he had divorced his wife while she was in her menses. So Umar informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, of that. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, became very angry at that and said, Ibn Umar must return her to his house and keep her as his wife till she becomes clean and then menstruates and becomes clean again. Whereupon, if he wishes to divorce her, he may do so while she is still clean and before having any sexual relations with her. For that is the legally prescribed period for divorce as Allah has ordered. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And for those who are pregnant, whether they are divorced or their husbands are dead, their idda, prescribed period, is until they lay down their burdens. And whoever keeps his duty to Allah and fears him, he will make his matter easy for him. Quran, chapter 65, verse 4. Narrated Abu Salama, a man came to Ibn Abbas while Abu Huraira was sitting with him and said, 
Give me your verdict regarding a lady who delivered a baby 40 days after the death of her husband. Ibn Abbas said, This indicates the end of one of the two prescribed periods. I said, For those who are pregnant, their prescribed period is until they deliver their burdens. Abu Huraira said, I agree with my cousin Abu Salama. Then Ibn Abbas sent his slave, Qurayb, to Umm Salama to ask her regarding this matter. She replied, The husband of Subayr al-Aslamiyya was killed while she was pregnant, and she delivered a baby forty days after his death. Then her hand was asked in marriage, and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, married her to somebody. Abu Sanabil was one of those who asked for her hand in marriage. See Hadith number 4909 and its chapter number 2. The Commentary of Surah At-Tahrim The Banning In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah O Prophet, why do you forbid for yourself that which Allah has allowed to you? Quran Chapter 66 Verse 1 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. If someone says to his wife, You are unlawful to me, he must make an expiation for his oath. Ibn Abbas added, Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. Quran, chapter 33, verse 21. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him used to drink honey in the house of Zainab the daughter of Jahash, and would stay there with her. So Hafsa and I agreed secretly that if he come to either of us, she would say to him, It seems you have eaten maghafir, a kind of foul-smelling resin, for I smell in you the smell of maghafir. We did so, and he replied, No, but I was drinking honey in the house of Zainab, the daughter of Jahash, and I shall never take it again. I have taken an oath as to that, and you should not tell anybody about it. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Seeking to Please Your Wives Quran, Chapter 66, Verse 1 Allah has already ordained for you, O men, the dissolution of your oaths. Quran, Chapter 66, Verse 2 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, for the whole year, I had the desire to ask Umar ibn al-Khattab regarding the explanation of a verse in Surah At-Tahrim. But I could not ask him because I respected him very much. When he went to perform the Hajj, I too went along with him. On our return, while we were still on the way home, Umar went aside to answer the call of nature by the Arak trees. I waited till he finished, and then I proceeded with him and asked him, O chief of the believers, who were the two wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, who aided one another against him? He said, They were Hafsa and Aisha. Then I said to him, By Allah, I wanted to ask you about this a year ago, but I could not do so, owing to my respect for you. Umar said, Do not refrain from asking me. If you think that I have knowledge about a certain matter, ask me, and if I know something about it, I will tell you. Then Umar added, By Allah, in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, we did not pay attention to women until Allah revealed regarding them what He revealed regarding them, and assigned for them what He has assigned. Once, while I was thinking over a certain matter, my wife said, I recommend that you do so and so. 
I said to her, What have you got to do with this matter? Why do you poke your nose in a matter which I want to see fulfilled? She said, How strange you are, O son of Al-Khattab. You don't want to be argued with. Whereas your daughter, Hafsa, surely argues with Allah's Messenger peace be upon him so much that he remains angry for a full day. Umar then reported how he at once put on his outer garment and went to Hafsa and said to her, O my daughter, do you argue with Allah's Messenger so that he remains angry the whole day? Hafsa said, By Allah, we argue with him. Umar said, Know that, I warn you of Allah's punishment and the anger of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him. O my daughter, don't be betrayed by the one who is proud of her beauty because of the love of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him for her, that is, Aisha. Umar added, Then I went out to Umm Salama's house, who was one of my relatives, and I talked to her. She said, O son of Al-Khattab, it is rather astonishing that you interfere in everything. You even want to interfere between Allah's Messenger and his wives. By Allah, by her talk, she influenced me so much that some of my anger subsided. I left her and went home. At that time, I had a friend from the Ansar who used to bring news from the Prophet peace be upon him in case of my absence. And I used to bring him the news if he was absent. In those days, we were afraid of one of the kings of Ghassan tribe. We heard that he intended to move and attack us, so fear filled our hearts because of that. One day, my Ansari friend unexpectedly knocked at my door and said, Open, open. I said, Has the king of Ghassan come? He said, No, but something worse. Allah's messengers has isolated himself from his wives. I said, Let the nose of Aisha and Hafsa be stuck to dust, that is, humiliated. Then I put on my clothes and went to Allah's messengers' residence. And behold, he was staying in an upper room of his, to which he ascended by a ladder, and a black slave of Allah's messenger peace be upon him was sitting at the first ladder step. I said to him, Say to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Umar ibn al-Khattab is here. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, admitted me, and I narrated this story to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. When I reached the story of Umm Salama, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, smiled, while he was lying on a mat made of palm tree leaves with nothing between him and the mat. Underneath his head there was a leather pillow, stuffed with palm fibers, and leaves of a salt tree were piled at his feet and above his head hung a few water skins. On seeing the marks of the mat imprinted on his side, I wept. He said, Why are you weeping? I replied, O Allah's Messenger, Caesar and Khusrow are leading the life, that is, luxurious life, while you, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, though you are, is living in destitute. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then replied, Won't you be satisfied that they enjoy this world, and we, the hereafter. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when the Prophet peace be upon him disclosed a matter in confidence to one of his wives, Hafsa, up to the all-aware. Quran, Chapter 66, Verse 3 Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. I intended to ask Umar, May Allah be pleased with him. So I said, who were those two ladies who tried to back each other against the Prophet peace be upon him? I had hardly finished my speech when he said they were Aisha and Hafsa. Chapter on the Statement of Allah If you two, wives of the Prophet peace be upon him, namely Aisha and Hafsa, 
turn in repentance to Allah, it will be better for you. Your hearts are indeed so inclined to oppose what the Prophet peace be upon him likes. Quran, chapter 66, verse 4. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. I intended to ask Umar about those two ladies who back each other against Allah's Messenger peace be upon him. For one year, I was seeking the opportunity to ask this question, but in vain, until once when I accompanied him for Hajj. While we were in Zahran, Umar went to answer the call of nature and told me to follow him with some water for ablution. So I followed him with a container of water and started pouring water for him. I found it a good opportunity to ask him. So I said, O chief of the believers, who were those two ladies who had backed each other against the Prophet peace be upon him? Before I could complete my question, he replied, they were Aisha and Hafsa. Chapter on the Statement of Allah It may be, if he divorced you all, that his Lord, Allah will give him instead of you wives better than you. Quran, Chapter 66, Verse 5 Narrated Umar, may Allah be pleased with him. The wives of the Prophet peace be upon him, out of their jealousy, backed each other against the Prophet peace be upon him. So I said to them, It may be, if he divorced you all, that Allah will give him instead of you, wives better than you. Quran, chapter 66, verse 5. So this verse was revealed. The Commentary of Surah Noon Wal-Qalam The Pen in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Cruel and moreover base-born of illegitimate birth. Quran, Chapter 68, Verse 13 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the verse, Cruel and moreover base-born of illegitimate birth. Quran, Chapter 68, Verse 13 it was revealed in connection with a man from Quraysh who had a notable zanama sign similar to the notable sign which usually hung on the neck of a sheep to recognize it. Narrated Haritha bin Wahab al-Khuzayi I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, May I tell you of the people of paradise? Every weak and poor obscure person whom the people look down upon. But if he takes an oath to do something, his oath is fulfilled by Allah. And may I inform you of the people of the hellfire? They are all those violent, arrogant, and stubborn people. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Remember the day when the shin shall be laid bare. Quran, Chapter 68, Verse 42 Narrated Abu Sa'id, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard the Prophet peace be upon him saying, Our Lord Allah will lay bare his shin. And then all the believers, men and women, will prostrate themselves before him. But there will remain those who used to prostrate in the world for showing off and for gaining good reputation. Such one will try to prostrate on the day of judgment, but his backbones will become a single vertebra bone, so he will not be able to prostrate. The Commentary of Surat Nuh Noah In the name of Allah the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Nor shall you leave Wad, nor Su'a, nor Yaguth, nor Yaruq, nor Nasr, 
Quran, chapter 71, verse 23. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. All the idols which were worshipped by the people of Nur, Noah, were worshipped by the Arabs later on. As for the idol Wadh, it was worshipped by the tribe of Kalb at Dawmat al-Jandal. Su'a was the idol of Bani Huthayl, and Yaghuth was the idol of the tribe of Murad. And then, by Bani Ghuthayf at Al-Jawf near Saba, Yaruq was the idol of Hamdan, and Nasr was the idol of Himyar, the branch of Dhilkalar. The names of the idols formerly belonged to some pious men of the people of Nur, and when they died, Satan inspired their people to prepare and place idols at the places where they used to sit, and to call those idols by their names. The people did so, but the idols were not worshipped till those people who initiated them had died, and the origin of the idols had become obscure, whereupon people began worshipping them. The Commentary of Surah Al-Jinn or Qul Uhiya Ilayya The Jinn In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, went out along with a group of his companions towards Urkath Market. At that time, something intervened between the devils and the news of the heaven, and flames were fired upon them. So the devils returned. Their fellow devils said, What is wrong with you? They said, Something has intervened between us and the news of the heaven and fires, flames have been shot at us. Their fellow devils said, Nothing has intervened between you and the news of the heaven, but an important event has happened. Therefore, travel all over the world, east and west, and try to find out what has happened. And so they set out and traveled all over the world, east and west, looking for that thing which intervened between them and the news of the heaven. Those of the devils who had set out towards the Hammer went to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, at Nakhla, a place between Mecca and Ta'if, while he was on his way to Urgal's market. They met him while he was offering the Fajr prayer with his companions. When they heard the Qur'an being recited by Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, they listened to it and said to each other, this is the thing which has intervened between you and the news of the heavens. Then they returned to their people and said, O our people, verily, we have heard a wonderful recitation, the Qur'an. It guides to the right path, and we have believed therein, and we shall never join in worship anything with our Lord, Allah. Then Allah revealed to his prophet, Surat al-Jinn, Say, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, it has been revealed to me, that a group from three to ten in number of jinn listen to this Qur'an. Qur'an, chapter 72, verse 1. The statement of the jinn was revealed to him. The commentary of Surat al-Muddathir, the one enveloped, in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the statement of Allah. O you, Muhammad, enveloped in garments, Arise, and warn, and magnify your Lord, Allah. Qur'an, chapter 74, verse 1 to 3. Narrated Yahya bin Abi Kathir, I asked Abu Salama bin Abdurrahman about the first surah revealed of the Qur'an. He replied, 
O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments. Al-Muddathir Number 74 I said, They say it was, Read, in the name of your Lord, who has created. That is, Surat Al-Alaq, the clod. Number 96 On that, Abu Salama said, I asked Jabir bin Abdullah about that, saying the same as you have said. Whereupon he said, I will not tell you except what Allah's Messenger peace be upon him had told us. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, I was in seclusion in the cave of Hira, and after I completed the limited period of my seclusion, I came down from the cave and heard a voice calling me. I looked to my right, but saw nothing. I looked to my left, but saw nothing. I looked to my front, but saw nothing. I looked to my back, but saw nothing. Then I looked up and saw something. So I went to Khadija, the Prophet's wife, and told her to envelope me in garments, and pour cold water on me. So they enveloped me and poured cold water on me. Then it was revealed. O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments, arise, and warn, and magnify your Lord, Allah. Quran, Chapter 74, Verse 1-3 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Arise and Warn Qur'an Chapter 74 Verse 3 Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah May Allah be pleased with them The Prophet peace be upon him said I was in a seclusion in the cave of Hira similar to the narration related by Ali bin al-Mubarak Number 4922 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Magnify Your Lord Allah Quran Chapter 74 Verse 3 Narrated Yahya I asked Abba Salama Which surah of the Quran was revealed first? He replied O you, Muhammad peace be upon him Enveloped in garments Al-Mudathir Number 74 I said I have been informed that it was Read in the name of your Lord Who has created Surah Al-Alaq Number 96 Abu Salama said, I asked Jabir which surah of the Qur'an was revealed first. He said, O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments. I said, I have been told that it was read in the name of your Lord who has created. He said, I will not tell you but what Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, I was in seclusion in the cave of Hira, and when I completed the limited period of my seclusion, I came down till I reached the valley. I heard a voice calling me, so I looked in front of me, behind me, to my right, and to my left, and behold, I saw an angel sitting on a throne between the sky and the earth. So I went to Khadija and told her to envelope me in garments and pour cold water on me. Then it was revealed to me, O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments, arise and warn and magnify your Lord, Allah. Qur'an, Chapter 74, Verse 1 to 3 Chapter on the Statement of Allah And Purify Your Garments Qur'an, Chapter 74, Verse 4 Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, May Allah be pleased with them, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him describing the period of pause of the Divine Revelation. He said in his talk, while I was walking, I heard voices from the sky. I looked up, 
And behold, I saw the same angel who came to me in the cave of Hera, sitting on a chair between the sky and the earth. I was too much afraid of him, so I returned to my house and said, Wrap me up, wrap me up in garments. So they enveloped me. Then Allah revealed, O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments, up to, and keep away from Ar-Rujz, the idols. This happened before the Salah, prayers became compulsory. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And keep away from Ar-Rujz, the idols. Quran, Chapter 74, Verse 5 It is said that Rujz and Rids means punishment, that is, the worshipping of idols that leads to punishment. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, that he heard Allah's Messenger peace be upon him describing the period of pause of the divine revelation. And in his description he said, While I was walking, I heard a voice from the sky. I looked up towards the sky, and behold, I saw the same angel who came to me in the cave of Hera, sitting on a chair between the sky and the earth. I was so terrified by him that I fell down on the ground. Then I went to my wife and said, Envelope me in garments. Envelope me in garments. They enveloped me. And then Allah revealed, O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments, arise and warn, up to, and keep away from Ar-Rujz, the idols. Quran, chapter 74, verse 1 to 5. Abu Salama said, Rujz means idols. After that, the divine revelation started coming strongly and more frequently. The Commentary of Surah Al-Qiyamah The Resurrection In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah Move not your tongue concerning the Qur'an, O Muhammad peace be upon him, to make haste therewith. Qur'an, Chapter 75 Verse 16 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, used to move his tongue when the divine revelation was being revealed to him. Sufyan, a sub-narrator, demonstrated how the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to move his lips and added, in order to memorize it. So Allah revealed, Move not your tongue concerning the Qur'an, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, to make haste therewith. Qur'an, Chapter 75 Verse 16 Chapter on the Statement of Allah It is for us to collect it and to give you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, the ability to recite it, the Qur'an. Qur'an, Chapter 75, Verse 17 Narrated Musa bin Abi Aisha that he asked Sa'id bin Jubail regarding the Statement of Allah. Move not your tongue concerning the Qur'an, O Muhammad peace be upon him, to make haste therewith. He said, Ibn Abbas said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to move his lips when the divine revelation was being revealed to him. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, was ordered not to move his tongue, which he used to do, lest some words should escape his memory. It is for us to collect it, means, we will collect it in your chest, and the ability to recite it means, we will make you recite it. But when we have recited it, that is, when it has been revealed to you, Follow its recital. It is for us to explain it and make it clear. That is, we will explain it through your tongue. Chapter on the Statement of Allah 
And when we have recited it to you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, through Jibreel, Gabriel, then follow its, the Qur'an's recital. Qur'an, chapter 75, verse 18. And Ibn Abbas said, We have recited it, means, we have explained it. Follow its recital means, act on its order. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, as regards Allah's statement. Move not your tongue concerning the Qur'an, O Muhammad peace be upon him, to make haste therewith. Qur'an, chapter 75, verse 16. When Jibril, Gabriel, descended with the divine revelation to Allah's messenger peace be upon him, he, Allah's messenger peace be upon him, moved his tongue and lips. And that state used to be very hard for him. And that movement indicated that he was being inspired divinely. So Allah revealed in Surah Al-Qiyamah, which begins with, I swear by the day of resurrection. Quran, chapter 75, verse 1. The verses, Move not your tongue concerning the Quran, O Muhammad peace be upon him, to make haste therewith. It is for us to collect it and to give you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, the ability to recite it. The Quran. Quran, chapter 75, verse 16 and 17. Ibn Abbas added, It is for us to collect it and to give you the ability to recite it. The Quran means, When we have revealed it, listen. Then it is for us to explain it. Means, It is for us, Allah, to explain it through your tongue. So whenever Jibreel, Gabriel, came to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, he would keep quiet and listen. And when the angel left, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would recite that revelation as Allah promised him. The Commentary of Surah Al-Mursalat Those Sent Forth In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on Mention of Surah Starting with Wal-Mursalat Narrated Abdullah May Allah be pleased with him. We were with the Prophet peace be upon him when Surat, starting with Wal-Mursalat, was revealed to him. While we were receiving it from his mouth, a snake suddenly came and we ran to kill it. But it outstripped us and entered its hole quickly. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, It has escaped your evil, and you too have escaped its evil. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. While we were with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, in a cave, Surat, starting with Wal-Mursalat, was revealed to him, and we received it directly from his mouth, as soon as he had received the revelation. Suddenly, a snake came out, and Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Get at it and kill it. We ran to kill it, but it outstripped us. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, It has escaped your evil as you too have escaped its. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, it, hell, throws sparks, huge as al-qasr, a fort or a huge log of wood. Quran, chapter 77, verse 32 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, as regards the explanation of, Verily, it, hell, throws sparks, huge as al-qasr, a fort or a huge log of wood. Quran, chapter 77, verse 32. We used to collect wood in the form of logs, three cubits long or shorter, for heating purposes in winter, and we used to call such wood 
القاصر Chapter on the statement of Allah as if they were yellow camels or bundles of ropes Quran chapter 77 verse 33 Narrated Ibn Abbas may Allah be pleased with them regarding the explanation of it throws sparks as al-qasr Quran chapter 77 verse 32 We used to collect logs of wood 3 cubits long or longer to store for heating purposes in winter and we used to call it al-qasr it also means a castle or a fort as if they were jimalatun sufr yellow camels or bundles of ropes quran chapter 77 verse 33 means the ropes of a ship which are made in bundles till it become as wide as man's waists chapter on the statement of allah that will be a day when they shall not speak during some part of it quran chapter 77 verse 35 narrated abdullah may allah be pleased with him while we were with the prophet peace be upon him in a cave surat starting with wal mursalat was revealed to him and he recited it and i heard it directly from his mouth as soon as he recited its revelation suddenly a snake sprang at us and the prophet peace be upon him said kill it we ran to kill it but it escaped quickly the prophet peace be upon him said it has escaped your evil and you too have escaped its evil the commentary of surah amma yatasaalun or annaba the great news in the name of allah the most gracious the most merciful chapter on the statement of allah the day when the trumpet will be blown and you shall come forth in crowds groups after groups quran chapter 78 verse 18 narrated al-armash abu huraira may allah be pleased with him said allah's messenger peace be upon him said between the two sounds of the trumpet there will be 40 somebody asked abu huraira 40 days but he refused to reply then he asked Forty months, he refused to reply. Then he asked, Forty years? Again, he refused to reply. Abu Huraira added, Then, after this period, Allah will send water from the sky, and then the dead bodies will grow like vegetation grows. There is nothing of the human body that does not waste away or perish or decay except one bone. That is the last coccyx bone of the tail. And from that bone, Allah will reconstruct the human body on the day of resurrection. See hadith number 4814. The commentary of Surah An-Nasiyat. Those who pull out in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Narrated Sahal bin Sa'ad. I saw Allah's messenger peace be upon him pointing with his index and middle fingers saying, "The time of my advent" and the hour doomsday are like these two fingers the great catastrophe will overwhelm everything the commentary of surah abasa he frowned in the name of allah the most gracious the most merciful narrated aisha may allah be pleased with her the prophet peace be upon him said such a person as recites the quran and masters it by heart will be with the angels honorable 
and obedient in heaven, and such a person as exerts himself to learn the Qur'an by heart and recites it with great difficulty will have a double reward. The Commentary of Surah Al-Mutaffifin Those Who Deal in Fraud In the Name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah The day when all mankind will stand before the Lord of the Alameen, mankind, jinn, and all that exists. Quran, Chapter 83, Verse 6 Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him said, on the day when all mankind will stand before the Lord of the Alameen, mankind, jinn, and all that exists, some of them will be hidden in their sweat up to the middle of their ears. The Commentary of Surat Al-Inshiqaq The Splitting Asunder In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah He surely will receive an easy reckoning. Quran, Chapter 84 Verse 8 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, On the day of resurrection, anyone whose account will be taken will be ruined. That is, will go to hell. I said, O Allah's Messenger, may Allah make me be sacrificed for you. Doesn't Allah say, Then, as for him who will be given his record in his right hand, he surely will receive an easy reckoning? Quran Chapter 84, verse 7 and 8. He replied, That is only the presentation of the accounts, but he whose record is questioned will be ruined. Chapter on the Statement of Allah You shall certainly travel from stage to stage, in this life and in the hereafter. Quran, chapter 84, verse 19. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, as regards the verse, you shall certainly travel from stage to stage, in this life and in the hereafter. It means, from one state to another, that concerns your Prophet, peace be upon him. The Commentary of Surat Al-A'la The Most High In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him, the first of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, who came to us in Al-Madinah were Musab bin Umair and Ibn Ummi Maktoum, and they started teaching us the Qur'an. Then came Umar, Bilal, and Sa'ad. Afterwards, Umar ibn al-Khattab came along with a batch of twenty men, and after that, the Prophet peace be upon him came. I never saw the people of Al-Madinah so pleased with anything as they were with his arrival, so that even the little boys and girls were saying, this is Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, who has come. He, the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not come to Al-Madinah till I had learned Surah Al-A'la and also other similar surah. The Commentary of Surah Al-Shams The Sun In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Narrated Abdullah bin Zama'ah that he heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, delivering a khutbah, religious talk, and he mentioned the she-camel and the one who killed it. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, recited, When the most wicked man among them went forth to kill the she-camel. Quran, chapter 91, verse 12. Then he said, A tough man whose equal was rare, 
and who enjoyed the protection of his people, like Abi Zamara, went forth to kill it. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then mentioned about women in his khutbah and said, It is not wise for any one of you to lash his wife like a slave, for he might sleep with her the same evening. Then he advised them not to laugh when somebody breaks wind and said, Why should anybody laugh at what he himself does? The Commentary of Surat Al-Layl The Night In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah By the day as it appears in brightness Quran, Chapter 92, Verse 2 Narrated Al-Qama I went to Sham with a group of companions of Abdullah bin Mas'ud Abu Adarda heard of our arrival, so he came to us and said, Is there anybody among you who can recite the Qur'an? We replied in the affirmative. Then he asked, Who is the best reciter? They pointed at me. Then he told me to recite. So I recited the verse, By the night as it envelopes, By the day as it appears in brightness, By him who created male and female. Qur'an chapter 92 Verse 1 to 3. Abu Adarla then said to me, Did you hear it like this from the mouth of your friend, Abdullah bin Mas'ud? I said, Yes. He said, I too heard it like this from the mouth of the Prophet, peace be upon him. But these people do not consider this recitation as the correct one. Chapter on the Statement of Allah By Him who created male and female. Quran, Chapter 92, Verse 3. Narrated Ibrahim, the companions of Abdullah bin Mas'ud came to Abi Abdullah, and before they arrived at his home, he looked for them and found them. Then he asked them, Who among you can recite the Qur'an as Abdullah recites it? They replied, All of us. He asked, Who among you knows it by heart? They pointed at Al-Qama. Then he asked Al-Qama, How did you hear Abdullah bin Mas'ud reciting Surat Al-Layl, the night? Al-Qama recited, By the male and the female. Abu Abdurda said, I testify that I heard the Prophet peace be upon him reciting it likewise. But these people want me to recite it. By him who created male and female. But by Allah, I will not follow them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah and fears him. Quran, Chapter 92, Verse 5 Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, we were in the company of the Prophet peace be upon him in a funeral procession at Baqi al-Gharqad. He, peace be upon him, said, There is none of you but has his place written for him in paradise or in the hellfire. They said, O Allah's Messenger, shall we depend on this fact and give up work? He said, Carry on doing good deeds, for everybody will find it easy to do such deeds that will lead him to his destined place. Then he recited, As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah and fears him and believes in Al-Husna, the best, that is, either La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, or reward from Allah, that is, Allah will compensate him for what he will spend in Allah's way, or bless him with paradise, up to the path for evil. Quran, chapter 92, verse 5 to 10. Chapter on the statement of Allah and believes in Al-Husna. Quran, chapter 92, 
verse 6. Narrated Abu Abdul Rahman, Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, said, We were sitting with the Prophet peace be upon him. He then mentioned the hadith number 4945. Footnote. Al-Husna, the best, that is, either, La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, or a reward from Allah, that is, Allah will compensate him for what he will spend in Allah's way or bless him with paradise. Chapter on the Statement of Allah We will make smooth for him the path of ease, goodness. Quran, chapter 92, verse 7 Narrated Ali, While the Prophet peace be upon him was in a funeral procession, he took a small stick and started scraping the earth with it and said, There is none among you but has his place written for him either in the hellfire or in paradise. They, the people said, O Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, shall we depend on this fact and give up work? He replied, Carry on doing good deeds, for everybody will find easy to do such deeds that will lead him to his destined place. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then recited, As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah and fears him and believes in Al-Husna, Quran, Chapter 92, verse 5 and 6 Chapter on the Statement of Allah But he who is greedy, miser, and thinks himself self-sufficient. Quran, chapter 92, verse 8 Narrated Ali, We were in the company of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, There is none among you but has his place written for him, either in paradise or in the hellfire. We said, O Allah's Messenger, shall we depend on this fact and give up work? He replied, No, carry on doing good deeds, for everybody will find easy to do such deeds that will lead him to his destined place. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited, As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah, and fears him and believes in Al-Husna, we will make smooth for him the path of ease, goodness, up to we will make smooth for him the path for evil. Quran, chapter 92, verse 5 to 10. Chapter on the Statement of Allah and Belies Al-Husna. Quran, chapter 92, verse 9. Narrated Ali, while we were in a funeral procession in Baqi al-Gharqad, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came and sat down, and we sat around him. He had a small stick in his hand, and he bent his head and started scraping the ground with it. He then said, There is none among you and no created soul, but has his place written for him either in paradise or in the hellfire, and also written for him whether he will be wretched or blessed in the hereafter. A man said, O Allah's Messenger, shall we depend upon what is written for us and give up doing good deeds? For whoever among us is destined to be blessed in the hereafter will join the blessed people and whoever among us is destined to be wretched will lose such deeds as are characteristic of the people who are destined to be wretched. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Those who are destined to be blessed in the hereafter will find it easy to do the deeds characteristic of those destined to be blessed, while those who are to be among the wretched in the hereafter will find it easy to do the deeds characteristic of those destined to be wretched. Then he recited, As for him, who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah and fears him and believes in Al-Husna. Quran, chapter 92, 
verse 5-6 Chapter on the Statement of Allah We will make smooth for him the path for evil. Quran, chapter 92, verse 10 Narrated Ali, while the Prophet peace be upon him was in a funeral procession, he picked up something and started scraping the ground with it and said, There is none among you but has his place written for him either in the hellfire or in paradise. They said, O Allah's Messenger, shall we not depend upon what has been written for us and give up doing good deeds? He said, Carry on doing good deeds, for everybody will find easy to do such deeds that will lead him to his destined place, for which he has been created. So he who is destined to be among the blessed in the hereafter will find it easy to do the deeds characteristic of such people, while he who is destined to be among the wretched ones will find it easy to do the deeds characteristic of such people. Then he recited, As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duty to Allah and fears him and believes in Al-Husna. Quran, chapter 92, verse 5 and 6. The Commentary of Surah Al-Duha The Forenoon after the sunrise. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Your Lord, O Muhammad peace be upon him, has neither forsaken you nor hates you. Quran, Chapter 93, Verse 3 Narrated Jundub bin Sufyan, May Allah be pleased with him. Once Allah's Messenger peace be upon him became sick and could not offer his night prayer, that is, the Hajjud prayers for two or three nights. Then a lady, the wife of Abu Lahab, came and said, O Muhammad, I think that your Satan has forsaken you, for I have not seen him with you for two or three nights. On that, Allah revealed, by the forenoon, after sunrise, and by the night, when it darkens, and stands still, your Lord, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, has neither forsaken you, nor hates you. Quran Chapter 93, verse 1 to 3 Chapter on the Statement of Allah Your Lord, O Muhammad peace be upon him, has neither forsaken you nor hates you. Quran, chapter 93, verse 1 to 3 The Arabic word that is translated as has forsaken you can be read in two ways, with emphasis. That is, wadda'aka, or without emphasis. That is, wadda'aka. The meaning of both is the same. That is, your Lord has not forsaken you. Ibn Abbas said, The verse means, He has not forsaken you, nor does he hate you. Narrated Jundub al-Bajali A lady said, O Allah's Messenger, I see that your friend has delayed in conveying Qur'an to you. So there was revealed, Your Lord, O Muhammad peace be upon him, has neither forsaken you, nor hates you. Qur'an Chapter 93, verse 3 The Commentary of Surah At-Teen The Fig In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Narrated Al-Bara, may Allah be pleased with him. While the Prophet peace be upon him was on a journey, he recited Surah Wat-Teen was Zaytun, number 95, in one of the first two rakah of the Isha prayer. The Commentary of Surah Al-Alaq The Clot In the Name of Allah The Most Gracious, The Most Merciful Chapter on the Statement of Allah Read in the Name of Your Lord 
who has created all that exists, has created man from a clot, a piece of thick coagulated blood. Read, and your Lord is the most generous, who has taught the writing by the pen, has taught man that which he knew not. Quran, chapter 96, verses 1 to 5. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. The commencement of the divine revelation to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was in the form of true dreams in his sleep. For he never had a dream, but it turned out to be true and clear as the bright daylight. Then the love of seclusion was bestowed upon him. So he used to go in seclusion in the cave of Hira, where he used to worship Allah alone, continuously, for many nights, before returning to his family to take the necessary provision of food for the stay. He would come back to his wife, Khadija, again, to take his provision of food likewise, till one day he received the guidance while he was in the cave of Hera. An angel came to him and asked him to read. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, replied, I do not know how to read, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said. Then the angel held me forcefully and pressed me so hard that I fell distressed, could not bear it any more. He then released me and again asked me to read. And I replied, I do not know how to read. Thereupon, he held me again and pressed me a second time till I felt distressed, could not bear it any more. He then released me and asked me to read. But again, I replied, I do not know how to read. Thereupon, he held me for the third time and pressed me till I felt distressed, could not bear it any more. And then he released me and said, Read in the name of your Lord, who has created all that exists, has created man from a clot, a piece of thick coagulated blood. Read, and your Lord is the most generous, who has taught the writing by the pen, has taught man that which he knew not. Quran, chapter 96, verses 1 to 5. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, returned with that revelation and his heart severely beating and the muscles between his neck and shoulders were trembling till he came upon Khadija, his wife, and said, Cover me. They covered him till his fear was over. And after that he said to Khadija, O Khadija, what is wrong with me? I was afraid that something bad might happen to me. Then he told her all that had happened. Khadija said, Nay, but receive the good tidings. By Allah, Allah will never disgrace you, for by Allah, you keep good relations with your kith and kin. Speak the truth. Help the poor and the destitute. Entertain your guests generously and assist the deserving calamity-stricken. Khadija then took him to Waraka bin Nofil, the son of Khadija's paternal uncle. Waraka, who became a Christian in the pre-Islamic period and used to write Arabic and also write some portion of the Injil, gospel in Arabic, as much as Allah wished him to write. He was an old man and had lost his eyesight. Khadija said to Waraka, O my cousin, listen to what your nephew has to say. Waraka said, O my nephew, what have you seen? The Prophet peace be upon him then described whatever he had seen. Waraka said, This is the same angel, Jibril, Gabriel, who was sent to Musa, Moses. I wish I were young or could live, or said some other words. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him asked, Will these people drive me out? He replied in the affirmative and said, 
Any one man who came with something similar to what you have brought was treated with hostility. If I were to remain alive till your day, when you start preaching, then I would support you strongly. But a short while later, Waraka died, and the divine revelation was paused, stopped for a while, so that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was much grieved. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was talking about the period of pause in divine revelation, he said in his narration, Once, while I was walking, all of a sudden I heard a voice from the sky. I looked up and saw to my surprise the same angel as had visited me in the cave of Hera. He was sitting on a chair between the sky and the earth. I got scared of him and came back home and said, Wrap me, wrap me. So they covered him and then Allah revealed, O you, Muhammad peace be upon him, enveloped in garments, arise and warn, and magnify your Lord, Allah, and purify your garments, and keep away from Aruds, the idols. Quran, chapter 74, verse 1 to 5. Abu Salama said, Ruds are the idols which the people of the pre-Islamic period used to worship. After this, the revelation started coming strongly and frequently. See Volume 1, Hadith Number 3 and 4. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He has created man from a clod. Quran, Chapter 96, Verse 2 Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the commencement of the divine revelation to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, was in the form of good, righteous, true dreams. And then the angel came to him and said, Read, in the name of your Lord, who has created all that exists. He has created man from a clod, a piece of thick coagulated blood. Read, and your Lord is the most generous. Quran, chapter 96, verses 1 to 3. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Read, and your Lord is the most generous. Quran, chapter 96, verse 3. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The commencement of the divine revelation to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was in the form of the true dreams. And then angel came to him and said, Read, in the name of your Lord, who has created all that exists. He has created man from a clod, a piece of thick coagulated blood. Read, and your Lord is the most generous, who has taught the writing by the pen. Quran, chapter 96, verse 1 to 4. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Who has taught the writing by the pen? Quran, chapter 96, verse 4. Narrated Aisha, the Prophet peace be upon him returned to Khadija and said, Wrap me, wrap me. Then the sub-narrator narrated the rest of the narration. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Nay, if he, Abu Jahl, seizes not, we will catch him by the forelock, a lying sinful forelock. Quran, chapter 96, verse 15 and 16. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Abu Jahl said, If I see Muhammad offering salah, prayer at the Kaaba, I will treat on his neck. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, heard of that, he said, if he does so, the angels will snatch him away. The Commentary of Surat Al-Qadr The Night of Decree In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, 
the most merciful. Verily, we have sent it, this Qur'an, down in the night of Al-Qadr. Decree. Qur'an, chapter 97, verse 1. The Commentary of Surat Lam Yakun, or Al-Bayyina, The Clear Evidence. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah. Those who disbelieve from among the people of the scripture, Jews and Christians, and Al-Mushraqoon, were not going to leave their disbelief. Quran, Chapter 98, Verse 1. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Ubay bin Garb, Allah has ordered me to recite to you, those who disbelieve from among the people of the scripture, Jews and Christians, and Al-Mushrikun, were not going to leave their disbelief. Quran, chapter 98, verse 1. Ubay said, Did Allah mention me by name? The Prophet peace be upon him said, Yes. On that, Ubay wept. Narrated Anas bin Malik, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said to Ubay, Allah has ordered me to recite Qur'an to you. Ubay asked, Did Allah mention me by name to you? The Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah has mentioned your name to me. On that, Ubay started weeping. The sub-narrator, Qathada added, I have been informed that the Prophet peace be upon him recited, Those who disbelieve from among the people of the scripture, Jews and Christians. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Prophet peace be upon him said to Urbay bin Karb, Allah has ordered me to recite Qur'an to you. Urbay said, Did Allah mention me by the name to you? The Prophet peace be upon him said, Yes. Urbay said, Have I been mentioned by the Lord of Al-Alameen, the mankind, jinn, and all that exists? The Prophet peace be upon him said, Yes. Then Urbay burst into tears. Footnote, Al-Mushrikun, polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah, and in his messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him. The Commentary of Surah Az-Zalzalah, The Earthquake In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So whosoever does good equal to the weight of an atom or a small ant, shall see it. Qur'an, chapter 99, verse 7. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said, Horses are kept for one of three purposes. A man may keep them for Allah's cause to receive a reward in the hereafter. Another may keep them as a means of his livelihood, protection from begging others. And a third may keep them out of pride and to show off, to be a burden for him. As for the man for whom the horse is a source of reward, he is the one who ties, keeps it for Allah's cause, and he ties it with a long rope in a pasture or a garden. Then whatever it eats or drinks in that pasture or garden will be added to his good deeds. And if it breaks its ropes and jumps over one or two hills, then for all of its footsteps and its manure, Good deeds will be written for him. And if it passes by a river and drinks off its water, though its owner had no intention to water it from that river, even then he will have good deeds written for him. So that horse will be a source of reward for such a man.
If a man ties, keeps a horse for earning his livelihood, and abstaining from asking others for help, and he does not forget Allah's right, that is, pays its zakat, and gives it to be used in Allah's cause, then that horse will be a means of protection for him. But if a man ties it out of pride, and to show off, and to excite others, then that horse will be burden of sins for him. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was asked regarding donkeys. He replied, Nothing has been revealed to me except this comprehensive verse, which includes everything. So whosoever does good equal to the weight of an atom, or a small ant, shall see it. And whosoever does evil equal to the weight of an atom, or a small ant, shall see it. Quran, chapter 99, verse 7 and 8. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And whosoever does evil equal to the weight of an atom, or a small ant, shall see it. Quran, chapter 99, verse 8. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about donkeys, and he replied, Nothing has been revealed to me regarding donkeys except this comprehensive verse, which includes everything. So whosoever does good equal to the weight of an atom, or a small ant, shall see it. And whosoever does evil equal to the weight of an atom, or a small ant, shall see it. Quran, chapter 99, verse 7 and 8. The Commentary of Surat At-Takathur The Piling Up, The Emulous Desire In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Ibn Abbas said, At-Takathur means piling up money and children. The Commentary of Surat Al-Humatha, The Slanderer In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Al-Hutama is the name of the hellfire similar to Saqar and Laza. The commentary of Surat Al-Kawthar, a river in paradise, in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, when the Prophet peace be upon him was made to ascend to the heavens, he, peace be upon him, said, after his return, I came upon a river in paradise, the banks of which were made of tents of hollow pearls. I asked Jibreel, Gabriel, what is this river? He replied, This is Al-Kawthar. Narrated Abu Ubaidah, I asked Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, regarding the verse, Verily, we have granted you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, Al-Kawthar. She replied, Al-Kawthar is a river which has been given to your Prophet peace be upon him, on the banks of which there are tents of hollow pearls, and its utensils are as numberless as the stars. Narrated Abu Bishr, Sa'id bin Jubail said that Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said about Al-Kawthar. That is the good which Allah has bestowed upon his messenger, Muhammad peace be upon him. I said to Sa'id bin Jubail, but the people claim that it is a river in paradise. Sa'id said, the river in paradise is part of the good which Allah has bestowed on his messenger, peace be upon him. The Commentary of Surat An-Nasr, The Help in the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah When there comes the help of Allah to you, O Muhammad peace be upon him, against your enemies, and the conquest of Makkah. Quran, chapter 110, verse 1. Narrated Aisha, 
may Allah be pleased with her. When the Surah An-Nasr, when there comes the help of Allah and the conquest, had been revealed to Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, he did not offer any salah, prayer, except that he said therein, Subhanaka Rabbana wa bihamdika, Allahumma ighfirli. I testify the uniqueness of our Lord, and all the praises are for him, O Allah. Forgive me. Chapter on Prophet saying, I testify the uniqueness of our Lord, and all the praises are for him, O Allah. Forgive me. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to say very often in bowing and prostration during his salah prayers, Subhanakallahumma rabbana wa bihamdika, Allahumma ighfirli. I testify the uniqueness of our Lord, and all the praises are for him. O Allah, forgive me. According to the order of the Qur'an, see Hadith number 4967. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And you see that the people enter Allah's religion, Islam, in crowds. Qur'an, chapter 110, verse 2 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Omar asked the people regarding Allah's statement. When there comes the help of Allah to you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, against your enemies and the conquest of Mecca. Quran, chapter 110, verse 1. They replied, It indicates the future conquest of towns and palaces by Muslims. Omar said, What do you say about it, O Ibn Abbas? I replied, This surah indicates the termination of the life of Muhammad, peace be upon him. Through it, he was informed of the nearness of his death. Chapter on the Statement of Allah So glorify the praises of your Lord and ask His forgiveness. Verily, He is the one who accepts the repentance and forgives. Quran, chapter 110, verse 3 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Omar used to make me sit with the elderly men who had fought in the battle of Badr. Some of them felt it, did not like that, and said to Omar, why do you bring in this boy to sit with us while we have sons like him? Omar replied, Because of what you know of his position, that is, his religious knowledge. One day, Omar called me and made me sit in the gathering of those people, and I think that he called me just to show them my religious knowledge. Omar then asked them in my presence, What do you say about the interpretation of the statement of Allah? When there comes the help of Allah, to you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, against your enemies and the conquest of Mecca. Quran, chapter 110, verse 1. Some of them said, We are ordered to praise Allah and ask his forgiveness when Allah's help and the conquest of Mecca comes to us. Some others kept quiet and did not say anything. On that, Omar asked me, Do you say the same, O Ibn Abbas? I replied, No. He said, what do you say then? I replied, That is the sign of the death of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, which Allah informed him of. Allah said, When there comes the help of Allah to you, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, against your enemies and the conquest of Mecca, so glorify the praises of your Lord and ask his forgiveness. He is the one who accepts their repentance and forgives. Quran, chapter 110, verse 3. On that, Omar said, I do not know anything about it other than what you have said. The Commentary of Surah Tabat Yada Abi Lahab
or Al-Masad, perish the two hands of Abu Lahab, or the palm fiber. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Perish the two hands of Abu Lahab. Quran, chapter 111, verse 1. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, when the verse, And warn your tribe, O Muhammad peace be upon him, of near kindred, and your chosen group from among them. Quran, chapter 26, verse 214, was revealed. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, went out. And when he had ascended a Safa mountain, he shouted, Ya Sabaha! The people said, Who is that? Then they gathered around him. Whereupon he said, Do you see, if I inform you that cavalry men are proceeding up this side of this mountain, will you believe me? They said, We have never heard you telling a lie. Then he said, I am a plain warner to you of a coming severe punishment. Abu Lahab said, May you perish. You gathered us only for this reason? Then Abu Lahab went away. So the Surat Al-Masad, Perish the two hands of Abu Lahab, was revealed. Quran, chapter 111, verse 1. Footnote. Ya Sabaha. This is an Arabic expression used when one appeals for help or draws the attention of others to some danger. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And perish he, his wealth, and his children will not benefit him. Quran, chapter 111, verses 1 to 2. Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, went out towards Al-Baqha and ascended the mountain and shouted, Ya Sabaha! So the Quraysh people gathered around him. He said, Do you see? If I tell you that an enemy is going to attack you in the morning or in the evening, will you believe me? They replied, Yes. He said, Then I am a plain warner to you of a coming severe punishment. Abu Lahab said, Is it for this reason that you have gathered us? May you perish. Then Allah revealed, Perish the two hands of Abu Lahab, till the end of the surah. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He Abu Lahab will be burnt in a fire of blazing flames. Quran, chapter 111, verse 3. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Abu Lahab said, May you perish. Is it for this that you have gathered us? So there was revealed. Perish the two hands of Abu Lahab. Quran, chapter 111, verse 1. Chapter on the Statement of Allah and his wife too, who carries wood. Quran, chapter 111, verse 4. Mujahid said, Carries the wood means that she used to slander, the Prophet peace be upon him, and goes about with calumnies. In her neck is a twisted robe of masad, palm fiber. Quran, chapter 111, verse 5. That is, the iron chain which is in the fire of hell. The Commentary of Surah Qul Huwallahu Ahad or Al-Ikhlas Say, He is Allah, the One or the Purity. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. It is said that Ahad in Arabic in the verse cannot be pronounced as Ahadun, that is Wahidun. Chapter on the Statement of Allah I am the One, As-Samad, the Eternal the absolute, 
is self-sufficient. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Allah said, The son of Adam tells a lie against me, though he hasn't the right to do so. He abuses me, though he hasn't the right to do so. As for his telling a lie against me, it is his saying that I will not recreate him as I created him for the first time. In fact, to repeat or to recreate a thing is easier for the one who has created it for the first time. So it is easier for me to repeat or recreate a creation which I created first. As for his abusing me, it is his saying that Allah has begotten a son or children while I am the one, As-Samad, the self-sufficient master whom all creatures need. Neither I eat, nor I drink, I beget not, nor was I begotten, and there is none like, or co-equal, or comparable unto me. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah samad the self-sufficient master, whom all creatures need, he neither eats nor drinks. Quran, Chapter 112, Verse 2 Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Allah said, The son of Adam tells a lie against me, and he hasn't the right to do so. And he abuses me, and he hasn't the right to do so. His telling a lie against me is his saying that I will not recreate him as I created him for the first time. And his abusing me is his saying that Allah has begotten a son or children when I am a samad, self-sufficient master, whom all creatures need, neither I eat, nor I drink, who begets not, nor was he begotten, and there is none like, or co-equal, or comparable unto me. Chapter on the Statement of Allah He begets not, nor was he begotten, and there is none co-equal, or comparable unto him. Quran Chapter 112 Verses 3 and 4 The Commentary of Surah Al-Falaq The Daybreak In the name of Allah The Most Gracious The Most Merciful Narrated Zir bin Hubaysh I asked Ubay bin Ka'ab regarding the Ma'udhatayn two surah of taking refuge with Allah He said I asked the Prophet peace be upon him about them He said These two surahs have been recited to me and I have recited them and are present in the Qur'an. So we say, as Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, that is, they are a part of the Qur'an. The Commentary of Surat An-Nas The Mankind In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Narrated Zir bin Hubaysh, I asked Ubay bin Ka'ab, O Abu Munzir, your brother, Ibn Mas'ud said so and so, that is, the two ma'udhathain do not belong to the Qur'an. Urbay said, I asked Allah's Messenger peace be upon him about them. And he said, They have been revealed to me, and I have recited them as a part of the Qur'an. So Urbay added, So we say as Allah's Messenger peace be upon him has said. <laughs>